Hulk Recorded live. Yeah, they um that's usually the way it works. I mean when they first started doing that it was ninety four with me and and I thought it was just me developing a, a, a mental problem, you know, uh, because I like to read and think a lot, and um, I thought maybe I just, you know, from that, that my mind just kind of took a different turn, and the chemical imbalance and the, the way the tissues are probably like, I don't know, something happened, but then after a while, I started hearing my voices in different distances, and sometimes it will be a whisper from outer, you know, or you know how that when you step outside, you can feel the wind come towards you and hit you, then you can see, feel the direction it's going in? Right. It would yeah. do that, too. Like, I would hear the voice from a distance, and it would be carrying through the magnetic airwaves towards me, and it would come and kind of, like, stay with me, and then it would just keep going like if it was going somewhere else. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Mine is, I, I have like probably like 20 kids and about 30 teenagers and probably like 30 adults, you know, and it gets crazy sometimes, like especially when I take notes of what they're saying and the conversations that they're having back and forth, they get they get mad and they'll start getting really violent. They used to try to like, uh, imitate like if there were uh, a computer, like say things over, or would just say a few words, you know. Mm. Yeah, mine yeah. say things over and over and over again, like the same stuff. It's like, is it a recording or isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> um, it's I hard to say. <laughs> It's hard to say sometimes. I know Let me tell y'all, it, they use a chatterbox on me. Do they? Yeah, they use a chatterbox on me to try to make me think I was hearing things in my ear. But they was outside. I was outside of my job on break, and this they had this car next to where I was standing behind a dumpster, and you could tell it was a chatterbox. Yeah. What's a chatterbox? When they have, it's like this thing you can, I guess, hook up to a car or hook up to something and it just laughs or, or you know, say stuff. It's like pre-recorded voices and sounds in it and, 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 and some kind of electric device. You can buy like a, like a really cheap one, like a toy type of one, or uh, as far as the, the type of... Uh, device that the government and, and whoever these perpetrator operators have, they're a little more, you know, updated and probably expensive. I don't know, but um have you heard of the audio spotlight? An audio the spotlight. Audio, yeah, audio spotlight. You can look it up on YouTube. Audio Spotlight. You can also look it up on the website, and it'll give you a general idea of what the B2K is. It's it's like the con, uh, the the idea of it's the same. They use low frequency, but as far as the electronic device, the the B2K that you get doing is probably like twenty years ahead, and probably can do twenty different things. The audio spotlight 
it's like just being discovered, I think, a few years back, and it can only do one thing, you know, but it explains things that gives you an idea on how it works. So you can look that up. It's on YouTube, and it's also on the website. And what's funny is because, a lot, like, when you read about this V2K, uh, the equipment, and you find it, it sounds like it's like millions and millions of dollars to make, that right? But when you look at the when you look at King the uh, audio Park. spotlight, when you look at the audio spotlight and you read about it, it's like the price is only a thousand dollars. I did some research about the university, and there's one here in California, UCLA. They have like 32 of them because you know the students when they take the class, they they have a, a, a project that they have to do for the semester for a, for a final grade. And I talked to a few of them, and they go, you know, it's weird. He goes, you get the blueprint, you can buy, you can buy, uh, you can spend about three hundred dollars on 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 new electric parts, and you can also use use used parts to build this. And I was like, wow, that's cool, man. So you know, just keep an open mind. My best suggestion is keep an open mind to everything and trying to research. And if you find things online, then trying to find it on paper. You know. Gotcha. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah, this uh, have you heard of? Uh, I think it's called Frank, Massachusetts, and then Freedom of Target websites. And uh, Freedom, Freedom of Target is that uh, the one Ella? Yeah. Oh, little innocent nipples. Um, hey, Marcus, oh. knock it off, dude. And uh, let me get the other one. It's targeted Massachusetts. I'm in that one. Yeah, there you go. Thank you very much. That one has uh, is very easy. Uh, that man, Frank, he does Wednesday nights and Friday nights and I think Mondays. But a yeah, easy Wednesday. Does. Check oh, your website. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yeah. I have a question about the the talk shoe, or the um on the stopgangstalking dot com. It has the conference call. Sure, go ahead. And then there are ones that um aren't the the usual talk shoe phone number. And when I dial them, they say it's an extra charge. Do you guys know anything about that? Uh, no, no sorry. Any charge on it at all? There shouldn't be any charge. Now it's depending on the carrier that you have with uh, on your cell phone, you know. Okay. So any of the uh, conference calls should be free. Yeah, all the conference calls are for free. Okay. Free wheel riding, like riding on wheels. You know, it's fun. Hey, Marcus. Marcus. Yes. Are you drinking tonight? Yes. That's why. I was wondering. How you doing, buddy? Um, doing well. Thank you for asking. Are you uh what are you drinking? Beer or, or hard alcohol? I'm drinking what I drink. And what would that be? Be none of your business, Biatch. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> hey, is it helping you out with your targeting? 
because I know it'll numb you for a while, but it'll get you in the end. You know that the frequency does something to your tissues when you're when all that alcohol soaks in your body and settles. That's true. No, I appreciate your asking and uh, your concern about my health and not over drinking. Uh-huh. I, I have been uh, over drinking, but that's only the result of being targeted. Yeah. Well, it looks like yeah. they're uh, looks like they're controlling your mind and and your nervous yeah. system and your neuron system in certain ways because to you are degree, you yes, are blotting out words, and I don't know if you're conscious of it or not, <laughs> which is fine. But hey, you're a girl, man. You know. It just kind of throws, it just kind of throws people off, you know, especially the newcomers. All right. Anyways. So what were you saying though before that? Nothing. If you didn't catch it the first time, then I guess he's just going to have to figure it out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Darn it. Darn it. Oh, yeah, I forgot. It's Friday night, huh? Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Anyways. Well, I guess it is the 5th of May now. What is the day? Huh? Hey, Tomorrow is Cinco de Mayo. And when your target is started, um, did you even know that it was a frequency? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't know anything. I mean, Bubblegum juice. it's been going on for like, this has been going on for like three years. And, three years. Um, I didn't, I started looking things up and the, the things that would come up were, about sociopaths and talking, and then uh, other stuff would start to come up, like the targeted stuff, and I was like, what? What's this? And I was like, no, it's not that. can't be that. But then, yeah, three years later, like, okay, it's that. <laughs> yeah. When it first started back in, with well, me, you had like no I just light felt like, upbringing. you know how the wind hits your, hits your skin and, and you can kind of feel it like it's cold? Um, like, sometimes I feel off, I feel unfocused, or I just it wasn't feeling right, you know? I never knew that it was a frequency, you know? They they basically always made me, they basically always manipulated me to think of other things about it, to hide that it was a frequency. As time passed, it would they they thought that they they uh, entrained my mind and my and my emotions to where it developed to be a like, habit like the first response. I mean, I was like, oh, I'm, I'll probably just call. I just got to get a, a jacket on, or or maybe it's something that I ate, you know. But um, because of the movements of of the frequency of, in my body and stuff like uh, that, yeah, head, it wasn't it, it wasn't. Woo. I knew it wasn't right. Woo. I was like, what is this? But I still couldn't figure it out. You know, and then they started spooking me, whispering like 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 an evil spirit was like trying to grasp me or or haunt me. You know, and they're trying to like 
they were trying to like uh, get me to alien parts like distinct uh spooked to where where it would like isolate me and feel paranoid. You know what I mean? There and I and I um still couldn't figure it out but the more I started to like think about it and I started researching I was thinking to myself, what yeah. can do something like this? But then I found some articles and then one doctor told me something. He goes, You ever heard of free uh uh uh, organized stalking and, and, and electronic equipment that, that produces uh, magnetic and radiation airways. And I go, yeah, your cell phone and TV and all that. He goes, no, these are different. These frequencies have nothing to do with the common frequencies. They're so different. worried about it, though. And then yeah, you have to alone, he goes, you know, I'm not really even Definitely. supposed to be talking about this. Don't so, even expend your breath. Telling Marcus, me about it. I, I Marcus, I'm trying to listen. I'm trying to listen to him. So, you know, I tried to talk to him, but he was just, I think what it was is he had a moment that he was like, hey, I'm just going to tell this guy and leave it alone. But, you know, he, the doctor was always cool. He was always being honest, as honest as I can, but then I didn't see him around for a while. Um, that's basically, you know, where it all started with me. I, so, so a, a, a doctor told you, Johnny? Yeah. That's what a doctor told you. A doctor oh, told Oh, Johnny. You know, and um, I had another doctor talk to me, but he didn't actually say it. He just was like, you know, I don't know if this is actually uh, uh He goes, maybe it's not something that has to do with you or, you, or maybe it's something outside of you. Look. Not exactly like fuck. How do you say? It? He goes, I don't think this is anything that's nat- natural. And then he said something. I don't know a scientific word. Then he said something about man-made. You know, this was in two different hospitals. One was in Long Beach, uh, down on Long Beach Boulevard. The other one is here in Orange right. County, at Fountain Valley. My doctor don't know how. They touching me. She just knows something is wrong. She does believe me. She don't know how that they touching me. Like she, yeah. I told her she mm. has to do the research to find yeah. out how. You know, I keep giving her. Um, would you be quiet, Marcus? Let me talk. I'm talking. You're talking. She. I told her she has to do the research, but I keep um, pulling off. Um, paperwork off the internet and giving it to her too, and I tell her to read it so she can. I want her to believe it for herself, not for me yeah. telling her. I want her to do the research, but she's keeping a whole bunch of reports on me, so that's oh, what I'm yeah. gonna give to targeted, targeted justice. You yeah. know, all the research and and I just took got a, a thyroid report that my thyroid is low, so I want them targeted justice to have the, all my medical records. Yeah, I hear you, man. You're doing the right thing. I know, you know, mm. uh, in the past, like in 94, 95, 96, when I was going to the hospital, I was going to uh, a psychologist and also, also a therapist place. And um, uh, mm. I was having a hard time trying to explain. To think, It was there to think to say, but it wouldn't come out that way, come out to where they would understand it. And I was trying to get to understand. I go, hey, how did you learn to become a doctor to understand the mm. body and brain? I go, you learned, right? You read books and you researched and you went to school. I go, can't you do that with 
with radiation, microwaves, and, and synthetic te- telepathy. And, oh, and surfer, I know it has it. Surfer, to learn about that surfer, and read about it and do research. Surfer, well, surfer, can we mute him? Can we mute him surfer. so we can listen? Ryan, mute that person. This is why I can't stand these calls because you can't. Me either. I can't hear. I can't hear. Ryan, I am to you and Johnny, and I'm hearing humming. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just, you know, the perps, they know what they're doing with us, and some of us, when, you know, they, they, they take advantage of it, especially when they get intoxicated, because it does alter your mind and, and, and change the chemistry in your body, so it's easier to, to control a person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't see them. They don't control doctors. I don't see them control my son, my the doctors. I don't see them mind control everybody. Yeah. Like they mind controlling a lot of people around me. Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, I never, you know, not in my life I ever thought this technology would ever exist like this, but it's here, you know, and it, and it's happening. <laughs> But going back to that subject with trying to get a doctor and a psychologist to, to like, hey, can't you relearn something? Because I told him, I go, it's like this. I go, do you know anything about uh, uh, surfing in the ocean? They're like, yeah. And I go, yeah, the common things. I go, it's a common thing to talk about some things, but to really understand and learn it and to have knowledge of it, I go, you would have to actually pick up a book and talk to somebody and then go out and and, and research it, right? And he goes, yeah. And I go, would that hurt for you to do something like that? I go, you know, I'm pretty sure there's, what, I don't know, maybe a few hundred different free, uh, microwave frequencies. And if you test it on something, you would find out what it can and can't do. I go, what if you injected an animal with with medication and then you use different frequencies, what would it do to its body? What would it do to its tissues? What would it do to its brain? What would it do to the outside of its body? You know, I go, that would, wouldn't that teach you something? And, you know, then they would just, most of them would think I'm challenging their, their education. And, I, and, 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 you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of you have experienced it. Whoever has talked to the doctors, you get the run around with it and then you kind of get pushed to the side and then they, you know, they don't mine want to talk about it. Mine just automatically goes to, uh, you need to go to a psych ward. <laughs> and what state are you in? Ohio. Ohio? I, even did that. I went to, the, to a, um, an urgent care type thing. For yeah. My, um, my ears were hurting. They even wanted to send me to a psych ward for that. And then she looked at my ears and like, oh, you have an infection. Like, oh, duh. How did you jump? How did you jump to psych ward from an ear infection? How? I I never said anything. I never said anything to her. Because she's told to go that route with Target. Yeah, that's what I was hearing. I was actually hearing somebody telling her that she's crazy and needs to go to a psych ward, and then the lady brings it up. That's what they do. That's what they do. They send you to a psych ward thinking you something's wrong with you, but nothing's wrong with you. I yeah. called the police to tell the police that it was coming from upstairs when I kept getting zap, zap, zap. And they believed what um, somebody told them, and they put me in the hospital. 
Yeah. Really? Are you, class- are you classified as a 5150 or anything like that? What is that? Oh, a 5150 is somebody that is mentally unstable that, that is um, considered, uh, uh, what's that word, when you're hearing voices, you're talking to yourself, you... Uh, not you're not coherent to 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 logical things, you know. Uh, you mean schizophrenic? Yeah, there you go. Thank you. No, no, and I've even been to um, two different psychiatrists that said you're not, and you're too old. I'm 50 that, years old, and he says you're too old to to start becoming schizophrenic. It's not and possible, what, and you don't. And they tell me you what, don't act like it. That's yeah. what my therapist told. That's what my therapist told the psych- the psychiatrist at the hospital. They said she's too old. She should have did that in her twenties or her thirties. She is yeah, almost exactly. fifty years old. They said yeah, she's too old. Nothing's yeah, wrong with her. Yeah, there's facts and, and evidence behind all that from years and years from way back in the in, in when when when, you know, human being was put on this earth. So uh, that is a very true Thing that these these psychologists and therapists find and doctors when they say that you cannot have a mental disorder developing at a later age, you know, it usually starts when you're you're at a younger age of anywhere between 16 to 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 uh, 30, right? Something around there, and it's usually yeah. mild. <clears throat> but um, if you can, so when the hospital try to get you committed by taking you to court. When my lawyer stepped in, that's when they, they decided, oh, no, we're not going to take you to court now. See, they had put me in the hospital, and I've stayed past the three days. Then they wanted to commit me, and they put a court date out for me. Then when my lawyer went up, to, my lawyer filed the papers, my, they, they, they didn't want to do it no more. They didn't want, they didn't want to, um, my lawyer stopped me from taking the medication. They they wanted to commit me in that hospital, but nothing was wrong with me. They could find nothing wrong with me. My therapist told them she's just stressed out. She's too old to be going through to uh to have a breakdown. She to have be schizophrenic. She's not old. She's she's not young. She should have did that in her twenties or thirties. Yeah. Well, that's good that you caught on to it. I'm glad. Uh, my experience, I had been classified as a 5150 because I wouldn't back off. I wasn't being rude and I wasn't being mean, but I was like I was telling you, hey, can't you learn things? Can't you do this? I mean, you know, and I was trying to be civil with everything that I said, and they got kind of upset, and then they classified, they, they threw me in a place right here. Uh, shit, I forgot what it was called. It's off of uh, Bristol and and um, Warner. Uh, it's a psych ward. And they put me in there, and then um, that night, I just went to bed, and I woke up the next morning, and a psychologist came out, and he talked to me, and he looked at me, and he goes, what are you doing here? I go, well, I was talking to a, a, a doctor, and then a police officer showed up, and we started talking, and I was just asking some questions, and I was just kind of giving them my experience. The cop didn't really want to do anything. He was just kind of like wanting to leave, you know. And I don't know. I guess this way the doctor, he might have been the government agent or was paid like you guys explained. And he pushed the issue. And then the cop goes, I, I guess, and he took me down. Royale, that's what it's called, Royale. And uh, I went in there, and the psychologist kind of looked at me. And he goes, you know, you don't even belong here, dude. If you want to stay here for breakfast, you can, and then... You can leave. He goes, here, sign some papers. And then he came back and he goes, 
uh, you know, the, the he asked me some questions. I forgot what it was. Um, oh, oh, uh, it was about um, you know how they have these flashcards, and he asked me. He goes, uh, which one of these cards would be first, and then second, and third, and fourth? And I looked at it, and I just kind of put it together. He goes, you know what? You don't belong here, dude. He goes, are you taking any type of medication? Are you stressed out? Are you having, like, family crisis or something? Or maybe you just lost a girlfriend or or whatever? I'm like, no. He goes, and what's going on with you? And I just told him. I go, I don't know. Dude. My, my, my mind just won't stop sometimes. And I had these crazy weird things going on inside of my body that just doesn't feel right. He goes, well, you should probably just see a doctor or maybe just take it easy, you know, and then that was it. Do you know they can't involuntarily commit somebody unless there's a signed notarized affidavit on the person who is trying to involuntarily commit the other person? Otherwise, it's a title, I think, code um, title 42 violation, and you can sue them. Oh, well, I'll just sue the hospital then because they sure did it to me. Well, they've never tried to do that to me, and they better never try to do that to me. And I help people get out of psych wards. I don't go in them. I mean, I've actually been there to try to get people out and have successfully been involved in getting people out. So, But, um, they, you know, they're just picking up and grabbing people, and they're following a global protocol. So, yeah. you know, and, and you don't sign anything. And if you don't have pending charges or guardian or conservator um, and you're, you're not a danger to yourself and others, they have to release you within 72 hours. And if they don't and they bill your insurance company, that's fraud. That's the law in most states. So everybody should check out the laws in their state. Elvira was held against her will in a hospital for eight or nine days. And they uh, and they um, force medicated her. They injected her, and she's now dead. They did, they did that in November, and she died. They did that to me at the hospital too. What? Right. The most important thing is be proactive. Know your rights before it ever happens, and be prepared. Have certain things, um, you know, it, like know the law. Connie, but you gotta listen. They, this is before you know anything. They just kept plunging and plunging and plunging that from upstairs. I'm in the basement. From upstairs, they kept plunging and plunging down here, and I kept reporting them to the management office, calling security, calling security. They kept on, kept on, kept on, kept on, kept on. I mean, talking about they just kept on doing it, and they're following me around from room to room to room, and I'm telling them what's going on, and they're telling me they can't. They, how would they know you're in the kitchen? How they know you're in the bathroom? How they know you're in the living room? I don't know, but I'm telling you they're following me. You were telling the management they're they're part of it. That the management exactly. Is, yeah. You're not listening. You, this was before I knew all this. I okay. never knew. Sorry, my I never knew up. what was going on. Got it. Thank you. Uh, okay, but there's some people on the calls who have not have not been in a psych ward, and before you ever get to that point, know the law in your state and have certain documents prepared. I need to to get that. I don't know if anybody has that that information from Neil's website that they can't medicate you because there's some uh, international law 
a friend of mine wants it. What is they it? Can't they can't medicate. They can't medicate you unless the judge order it. And no. unless you are, unless you're sitting there telling them that you want to kill yourself or hurt other people, that's the only other reasons why they would medicate you. No, but there's an international law that protects people where they can't be forced medicated for any reason. So I I need to I Luda knows where to find that on Neil's website. I'm sure Neil knows where to find that on his website. But yeah. I right. But if a judge commits you then and, and medicate and under the order for him committing you, if he says you have to be medicated, that's when they can medicate you. When they tried to medicate me, I broke out when they gave me you, a pill to take. You, and you, they told, my, my lawyer told me I didn't have to take no medication. You always oh. have to appeal. Yeah, you had a lawyer that would be nice. Huh? And if the appeal is denied, then you move the case to federal court and say you cannot get due process in the superior court because everything is controlled by the state. Yep. Yeah. And if it's an international law, that would be on the federal, right? Um, I'm not sure, but it, there's some international law, and everybody should print it. And, and yeah, that's... That's, that's a good advice, man, really good advice, because that's what I do now. I print certain things, and I keep it in a vanilla envelope. I carry three three different em, uh, vanilla envelopes, one in my backpack, one right here in the front seat, and one in the back of my van, just in case they pull me over or something and they want to start talking to me. I just start pulling out papers. Like, well, I think this is a penal code, right, for this and this and this. Is this a penal code? But it depends. It depends with how the cop is approaching me. So far, since I've been passing out flyers in the past month and a half and talking, and, and, uh, and I never give the cops a hard time. I went in there and just asked a few questions of me. They never harass me. They usually come up and they're real polite, like, hey, how are you doing? Uh, you know that uh, I got a phone call somebody uh, complaining that you might be living in your van, uh, you know, because they've never seen you around here in a residence. And I was just like, yeah, I'm homeless right now because I got some problems where my mind just doesn't function properly and I can't find a job. So I'm in this, in this really bad position. And, uh, you know, and that's basically about it. I, another, another piece of advice. Most PIs, just from the targeting, are electrically sensitive uh, because we're being hit by so many things so frequently. And so I have a letter from um, a doctor who's been treating people with EMF sensitivity, electrical hypersensitivity, and, and or chemical sensitivity since the 1990s. And he was pre- trained by Dr. Ray out of Dallas, uh, Texas. He was the leading expert in the U.S. on chemical and electrical sensitivity. Anyways, I have a one-page letter and I have an eight-page letter. The one-page letter says to the untrained medical eye, the person could be perceived as having behavioral or psychological issues because the other person or medical professional will not experience the same symptoms under the same conditions. Now, it it says a few other things, but that paper is worth gold because, you know, and he he charged me a hundred bucks for writing it. But um, anyways, like most people, if you there's more EMF doctors in the United States or people who are belong, you know, if you look up EMF scientists, not plural, dot org, there's a whole list of doctors in many states, and uh, 
anyways, if you can get one of those diagnoses and one of those letters, it, it's worth it because, you know, you've been diagnosed as EMF sensitive and then you could be perceived as having behavioral or psychological issues, but you don't. Hey, Connie? Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, it's Patrick. Um, if yeah, Johnny's here. Hey, Johnny. Excuse me. Sorry to interrupt. I was just listening to what you were saying. If I were to either call you or email you, could you tell me that doctor's name? Um, uh, yeah. You can call yeah. me. I'll give you my number. It's 860-303-1854. I don't do text messages. I get them, but I read them and delete them. I I have a flip phone, it's not, and they play with my key, little keypad on there. So when I try to text, they, they screw it up. Um, so anyways, yes, you can call me, and I would tell you his name. And um, I actually, the director of the emsscientist.org, now that's a, that used to be, in 2015, that was 190 scientists and doctors around the world pleading to their country and United Nations to reduce the of radiation exposure because our bodies cannot, um, cannot withstand this. It causes dementia, Alzheimer's, cancer, rare blood disorders, with calcium from the bones and the teeth, you know, damage, genetic mutations, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, yeah. so I, I actually have, I was on their emailing list, you know, because they were really interested in me because I worked at the FDA and I got zapped in the temple there and they wanted to see how all that panned out and everything. Um, but anyways, um, there are, I think there's, uh, I think there's a handful of doctors in California in the Bay Area, um, and, you know, I think there are a bunch in California. I know Martin Blank is in New York, um, and, and these people have helped children. There was a Massachusetts case and a Maryland case, and the kids were became electrically sensitive at school. And um, Lucinda Grant, she writes a one-and-a-half-page paper from 1997, and she explains that if you're having certain symptoms um, at work or in a certain location, it is, and it has to do with environmental illness. So, but anyway, yeah, I, you can give me the name of them if you want to call me. Yeah, I think ju just to note for everyone else, too, I, I don't know if anyone else is experiencing this, but... I think you're exactly right about being zapped will make you more prone to develop the EMF sensitivity because I'm not playing into this. In other words, there are times when I'm in the home and I'm, you know, and I'm, my back is, I share walls with gang stalkers on both sides. One of whom actually kidnapped a 17 year old girl. I link to that a lot. So some people get tired of me linking that, but it, it, it sort of speaks to the sort of person they are. So, um, But after being zapped for a really long time, what would happen is I would be in the kitchen, for instance, and near the refrigerator, and I would just be lit up. And um, But it, I don't, it doesn't happen all the time in front of the refrigerator. So I think it's a combination of the, the ELF, and then getting close to an appliance. So if, in my case, I suspect, and I could be wrong, I do think satellites are involved in, in other people's, but in my case, 
I'm fairly certain it's my neighbors because I can, I, I, my bathroom is on the other side of their bathroom and their tub. And so I've heard this guy jump into, you know, I've heard him step into the tub and then drop something that was extremely heavy and then yell, you know, shit, because it probably hit some of his uh, foot. But um, they have to get something up against the wall. And I'm wondering if it's, um, I've been getting, I got an email from a Helena who was writing about some of the, or or researching about some of the through-the-wall through radar. Yeah. Um, and it's a weapon, too. It's a weapon. Exactly. Yeah. They can even take a microwave, and I, I saw a video on this, and they take it apart, and they make a cone-shaped thing, and then they turn on the microwave, and they can actually direct it. And, yeah, it can go through, like, floors and stuff, you know, and walls, and most walls aren't, well insulated and don't have the right type of insulation to protect against it. Um, but I got microwaved at my apartment in Maryland by the guys above me from Nigeria. Yeah, um, someone tried, someone in my life, looking back now, it was, I, it, it, I have a brother, older brother, lived in D.C., used to have these annual St. Paddy's Day parties, and um, and everyone in his whole uh condominium were invited. There are hundreds of people. They were just really fun parties. But I went to the party for a couple of years with the same person and he'd fly in, literally he'd fly in. He had his own uh, pilot license. Interesting guy, like multifaceted, brilliant guy. And he was doing weird shit all night with like a laser pointer and then he got a microwave and he was pointing it at the Gannett building and um he did interesting early work with brain interfacing computers, and I look back now and I'm like, wait a minute, he was like trying to tell me something. So yeah. I, I, I don't know if any of that makes sense, but it was like it oh. does. It does. That brain interfacing and some of those other type of, uh, uh, computers and tele uh, tele telepathy. A lot of universities that have majors in engineering in that sense had those, believe it or not. They've got old ones that they try to build and duplicate like the like the what the what 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 the scientists are were doing back in the forties and fifties and sixties and seventies. I was in shock to find some of the students and they were like took me in a classroom and they showed me, they go, Yeah, but this isn't anything that I've read that you're showing me in the document. This is like it. You know, he goes, seems to me that these doctors are way ahead, and, and a lot of them have read it, you know, they that, and they're trying to, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, make these machines, but they're, they can't because schools have regulations and they got to abide by the laws and stuff like that. And But that, that's why so much of the research gets... Get, yeah, get, what, my point is, what I'm trying to say is, if you want to learn more about it and get an eye view, because when you see it, it gets you thinking a whole different thing, and a better understanding is what I was trying to say. So, you know, that's just a suggestion for you, um, that I can give. Yeah, I've been working on a lot of the sort of the figuring out a lot of the research with regard to the human systems and how it may be running um, and how it may be orchestrated like that. 
and paying just a little bit of, of attention to the actual um, scientific technical aspects. But, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Because when you think about it, you're like, okay, because that's not about what we're going through. That's just them trying to figure out AI and all these different things and creating CT and MRI type type of uh, electronic devices, right? That's that's for good reasons. And then when you because you have knowledge and your experience of being attacked and all the different things you're going through, and then you're thinking about, okay, what if I was to take these machines apart and then and then remodify it and try to build it and combine different parts to different things. Can I build this actual machine? I know it's possible. They did it with the with the audio spotlight, you know, then a lot of the students didn't even know that this was already built back in the seventies, six they were researching in the sixties and they finally figured out how to work it in the seventies and the government and who and I mean the scientists and whoever the government got a hold of the the scientist that was developing this and then he built it and then you know, their machines can do probably like 20 different things, like I said earlier. But the audio spotlight can only do one thing. The government's machine and the scientist's machine is 20 years ahead because the V2K I get in my head is just like, wow, dude, this is the craziest thing I ever, I ever experienced in my life. To sit there and have somebody talking to me and not even know where they're at and can't really tell the direction it's coming from, you know, and it just depends, like, like, like I explained explained before you know they do this thing where i can hear it coming from a distance and they're putting it in different positions they even do these whispers you know like they're trying to spook me and stuff like that but um not that guy who, who um just the, the holosonics the, the guy who created the um what you're talking about um i can't think of his name uh, Holosonics was the company he founded, but I, I, I recently did some research on him. Um, yeah, he was working at Bose when he was like 16 years old. Did he have a photographic memory or a high IQ? I mean, you know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah, when it comes to I, when it comes to sort of the sciences, my my my. My guess would be that he not just, but that he had a really high IQ and you know facility or genius when it came to um, yeah uh, yeah Joe Pompey yeah he was he was interviewed a lot after, around the Cuban attacks and he was saying that the acoustic and sonic weapons couldn't have caused the the type of um, brain damage. Um, the way he put it is, someone would have to submerge their head in a pool of water with really powerful transducers. Um, but uh, yeah, years ago I had I I wouldn't. It would be a stretch to say that he was a friend, but a, like a positive acquaintance that used to come to a bar that I worked at and. Um, real nice guy, and I realized over time, um, he seemed like sort of a hippie guy, and then I realized he was this famous electrical engineer, and um, electrical engineer and computer engineer, big in um, gaming theory, and uh, I just recently tracked him down 
online, that is, and I've been considering emailing him or trying to put something together just about um, shielding. Yeah. And, 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 you know, what are some of the realities? Because... We have a lot of people that, um, that 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 have researched it, so I'm not saying it's you know, but I'd love to hear it from someone. Um, yeah. With the, with that sort of background. Yeah, because you know, if we can, if we if we all like came together and we had a lab, and then we can build all these different machines, and 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 even though we can't have the right frequency numbers, but we can build and have a frequency that I mean, a machine that works. Then we can test it against leather. We can test it against different aluminum that has different ingredients. So, again, we can test it against salt water. You know, if we contain it with the warm leather, would it work? Or if we put some kind of additives in the in the salt water, you know, or or with a lotion like, like uh, that lady Connie, she, she discovered about hot sauce. You know, it's the hot sauce a certain pepper with a certain nutrients in it and probably the preservatives and then also the vinegar mixed all together that's been sitting and fermenting and then putting it on your skin and the air probably triggers it where it breaks it all up and stuff like that. Who knows, you know, if, 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 if no, we can... Sense. Yeah, the vinegar and, and, and castate <laughs> are known to, you know, have a lot of natural healing attributes. Oh yeah, it's just like garlic, onions, you know, different spices, basil, all that. It's all but healthy, good for you, you know. Can I say one thing? There's Kevin in LA, and he helped another guy in Florida today. He called me, and I talked to the guy in Florida a few weeks ago. And Kevin, his V2K, he was so um, uh, he, he was so, he wanted to stop everything that they were doing to him. And he did. He went. He got everything I told him. He did everything I. He he got everything I told him. He did everything I said. He would call me two times, two three times a day. His V2K stopped in less than five days, and to this day he is still V2K free. And it's been, it's about a month. Um, and it stopped. Everything stopped. You know, all the the sexual rape and all this other stuff. It stopped everything. The hardest things to stop was the B2K and the electronic rate. But, you know, he's he's really adamant. He's not going to let them do this to him. Yeah. And anyway, the guy in Florida, he's been getting B2K for over 20 years. And so he, he's, he's really experienced with what they've been doing to him. And now he's willing to give it a shot. So I told him what to get and what to do. He has not done a lot of things that I told him to. And anyways, Kevin talked to him, you know, I, I gave him Kevin's number so those two guys can talk. I, I would like 30 people who get V2K to try what Kevin did and, and see if it stops it. Mm-hmm. So. All I know is I've been doing it with the, with the thing. It has changed a little bit, but um, I'm still, you know, keeping notes and researching it. I, I, I just want to say is if it works, I don't know. We should come up with a product. Co- I mean, we should write a letter, you, Connie, because you're the one who who brought this up, and, and write to 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 uh, Louisiana Hospitals and explain, like, having all these people with their testimonies, 
<laughs> you know, and maybe they'll sponsor you. Like, hey, here's a few cases. Are they helping you guys out? Here's a few cases, and here's your picture on a T-shirt, and here's some stickers and whatever to promote our product, you know? I mean. And, and Kevin and some of the other TIs said doing the mouth is key. I already knew that. So you put a few drops, swish it around your mouth. It might be slimy when you spit it out. You might see brown and black dots. Um, it's not the most pleasant thing, but gar- chewing gar- raw garlic isn't that great either. But um, considering what they're doing to you, the payoff is big because um, I know people who take vitamin B tablets, and my friend takes one. She puts it underneath her tongue, and it dissolves. And her doctor says that's the quickest way for it to get absorbed into the brain. So anyways, when you're doing this, it opens up the pores, it kills the organisms, it break down, breaks down the biofilm. You're, there's ear, nose, and throat doctors. Everything's interconnected by tubes. The organisms, they love tubes because they're warm, tick-like organisms. And anyways, um, they self-replicate and they self-assemble, which means they attach to one another and they don't need to make to replicate. But anyways, the next thing you do after the hot sauce is key because now your pores are open. So there's, that's where I was telling Kevin what to do first, what to do second. Get off as much as you can when you're dry. Like put down newspaper, sit on a chair in your kitchen, and just start working on your body. Do your mouth. Um, and he, he's like the poster child for this, you know, and he's helping another guy in Florida now because I told that guy. And the only thing he did was his hands and his hands or something. So anyways. Um, I'm, I'm- yeah. If they, did, if they did sponsor me, I would give all the money to the TIs because I don't need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It'd be cool. Though. I mean, you'd be surprised, you know, when when you write them a letter and and you have like ten to fifteen de- different testimonies, and that's not just from one state; it's from different parts of, of our country. And uh, it, it's a big help on your end because we don't we're not rich, you know, and it's not easy to come up with money, especially with the condition we're in. But hey, you know, thank you for that discovery. You know, I've uh, I'll let you know how that works out. I've been, I've been, I've been, the the things that work, Nagzima. Nagzima seems to be pretty effective. Um, yeah. You do your scalp. Put Louisiana hot sauce, massage it in. Put on a hat. Oh, nonsense. Then Noxzema. Okay. Silly woman. Okay, that's a burpy person talking. Okay. So anyway. Being silly woman. Marcus, knock it off, please. Shut you up. Know, you knock I it off, like motherfucker. Marcus, I used to like Marcus, but sometimes, you know, I think he's a Oh, first. I used to like Mar- You're a silly bitch. Shut up. Hey, Marcus. Oh, dude. my gosh. Just, How dare you? He's, just, he's, just, he's a drunk kid. right now. It's all good. It's just let it go through one ear and out the other, you know. I'm used to getting attacked because when you are doing something right, I I do things right, and that's how how I know. I'll get one helicopter. Ten minutes later, I'll get another helicopter. Ten minutes later, I'll get. I know I'm doing something right when I get exactly. Exactly, I know exactly what you're talking about. But you know, uh, just a suggestion. Just I've learned to ignore it. I just try to like run with it, and I know they're always going to interrupt. Or, or calls, you know that always. You gotta expect it. And the you reason know? why we don't have a website, and I won't put things in writing, because the perps have raised the price. They've taken certain products that are really effective off the shelf completely, 
And um, I, I have been lucky and found a few on eBay. Um, they discontinue the products, they raise the price, or they change the products. So, um, yeah, but Louisiana Hot Sauce, Lines, Noxema, Calamine Lotion, you know, a lot of the clay masks, a lot of these Vicks, Vicks, skin. Vicks work. Vicks. Yeah, Vicks, I, I, I tried Vicks, but they they were able to do something to it. I don't know. It never do worked to it. Do what to it? <laughs> they did what to it? They, if if you leave it, if I leave things open, they'll shoot things into it to contaminate it, and and uh, they can make my like tea tree oil soap, which is yellowy orange, uh, and if they get a, if they put chemicals on it, it will be white and it'll be gooey, gluey. Oh, gooey. evil! Okay, you go with evil. All right, I got you. Take you. your Vicks with you. So, um, Johnny, can you tell me what is synthetic or artificial t- telepathy? It's just a computer that it's a okay. It's a computer and a cap, right? And it has wires running with all these sensors and the cap. It goes to different parts of your head. So when you put the cap on and you turn the computer, it sends out these signals that attaches to your brain and it reads out your brain ma- the mapping of your brain, your sensory of your brain the electrons of your brain, and then also the functioning or whatever, something like that. I'm not sure exactly how the steps work, but that's what it is, and it reads and it goes to your to a computer. But now as time passed, uh, as time passed, they came to realize, like, wow, hey, when this person is Chicken thinking or when they liver. put something into a computer to, to send a message to one of the sensories to a certain part of their brain, it can get the person's body to react, you know. It's like mm-hmm. it's like they're pulling your string, it's like a like right. a puppet master pulling your string. Vice versa. Like, now they're learning so how to use it without Marcus. Marcus, come on now, for real. You're being disrespectful. You calling people names and stuff. Just chill and listen to us. When you want to talk, we can let you talk, and we'll listen. The difference of what you're going to see in these universities or any science lab with that that telepathy machines and the synthetic machine is it, the the perpetrators have an update and it's wireless. Now, so you can hear that? Can you hear that humming sound in your ear? That's a whole different thing. I'm not sure exactly. I mean, we're all taking wild guesses, and they said it's probably or, or the computer because it's turned on and, and it just, just makes that noise. I don't know. I've heard electronic motors that spin and generate electricity or, like, you know, on a grinder, that type of motor makes that kind of noise. You know, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it could be a, it could be they could be tricking us. It could be a number of things. They could have one of them. They can have a machine running on us, and then they can probably run in one of those machines that carry a sound like the V2K does, and to throw us off. But my experience seems like when you're relaxed and there's nothing going on and you're not thinking of anything, they can't read you. You know, mm-hmm, nothing. Mm-hmm. So I think they that's do that noise to distract you. Right, right. They that's why they keep um they'll zap you or something to try to get your attention. Yeah, you're not paying them attention. You keep your fag tight. Yeah, 
disorderly garbage going. Yeah, keep it going. It's just like the uh, it's just like the MK Ultra program. When you read about it, and then you read like they they one of the things that they were trying to figure out is how to break down the mind, how to break down your conscious, how to break down and de- then develop a guilt to get the truth out of you. You know what I mean? Because you notice when you're depressed and you're out and all that, and if you do the research, most people that are like chronic and deeply depressed and sad and isolated, they speak the truth because they're just like. I don't, uh, I don't know that word, man. It's just, uh, I, yeah, just read the MKO. You'll see. But the difference between what they're doing and what what they did back then and what they're doing now, to me, it mm-hmm. seems they're using frequencies, but still the same technique. Like they try to keep us out. Oh, you fall down, down in your own stinky uh, fucking. Uh, oh, he got uh, it. Tyrannical. He got, he why is Ryan allowing him to keep cussing like this? I don't know. I think Ryan's having. I think Ryan's doing oh, something. Oh, farthead! Shut up! Yeah. Shut up, farthead! Stop, Marcus! I don't know. You must. If you're drinking beer, I think you would be acting differently. You must be drinking hard alcohol, dude, and my, uh, yeah, or something. Because usually, when you drink hard alcohol, this is how you act. And I think you're a blackout drinker because I don't think you're coherent to exactly what you, knowing that what that you're doing this. Knowing you got knowing they're mind controlling you. Maybe I was studying. I was trying to listen, but but then things get crazy, man. I'm, I've been tortured for seven years, so I don't know even fucking what fuck what. Well, that's the. I've been a bartender for a really long time and spent a lot of time on the other side of the bar. And I'll tell you this: people don't drink gin out of a straw for 12 to 14 hours straight. I will say this too: that I don't think we have enough people in the community. And this isn't a criticism; it's just a matter of fact. Um, who have been involved in other social cause movements because uh, provocateurs or anyone that's disrupting is immediately just honed in on and and kicked out. And Okay. Whatever and you say community, is, community uh, social cause movement, you don't waste time trying to figure out why someone is disrupting. If they're being consistently disruptive, they're they're booted. You said they're booted? Do I care? Do I it's care? Out. Yeah. And and the other thing, too, is... Who are you? 70%. Listen to this. You're a kicked-out person or what? 70% <laughs> of the intelligence budget, which is $56 billion on paper. In 2013, 70% of the intelligence budget went to private contractors. <laughs> Much of that, much of that, much of those private contractors were doing domestic psyops, and then you have you have defense and intelligence contractors both hiring thousands of surveillance role players. They play roles, and they have a cover. And any good agent provocateur. Typically, you'll have a character defect, whether it's a so-called mental illness or a 
alcoholism to justify their disruption, and then they they pull on vulnerable people's heartstrings, and they get duped. But but what I'm hearing and have been hearing for a long time from from this guy is deliberate disruption. Right, exactly. And it it smacks of provocateur. I An agree. old man came up behind me. My okay, first. Really, but fucking uh, in degenerate, fucking degenerate. Go ahead, you fucking human degenerate. Go ahead, no. make, make the human race degenerate. Marcus, you mouth. What? You're mouth. Your Where's the moderator? I have no idea. I think Ryan's uh, had things to do. He said that uh, she got sidetracked, you know? I mean, you know, this makes it, you know, miserable to listen to. It and does. we're already kind of near that point. We, you know, it, it really is provocative. Yeah, yeah I know. So, I mean, yeah. that, man, that man is right about what he's explaining, you know. I mean, but. And, and I, I, I do assure you that after Cuba, I'm not the only one, but I was able to get comments into different blogs, and I emailed different State Department people, and they were guinea pigs back in Moscow in the 50s and 60s, 70s, and the 80s, and then when they got hit down in Cuba, they're not happy about it, and they know that this is happening to other people. Uh, So my point is, I, I can't say you know, with 100% certainty that they're always listening, but I I do suspect that they're listening in at, at times to what's going on to try to get a handle on how many genuine TIs there are actually out there being um, hit with the same sort of weapons they were hit with, and they're trying to get a handle on it. And so no, you're have, right. You're totally right. You don't even second guess that. They are keeping tabs on all of us, and they're listening on these calls, and I'm pretty sure they're recording everything that's going on all the time, even when you're out there doing your own thing, you know, because it's like they, study, they study your personality, and they use that against you. They study your personality, and when you're thinking, they blend in with your thinking, and then they try to recreate your mind to do other things with, with the way your personality is. So it's kind of hard to detect. I mean... You're right, dude. I, I wouldn't even second guess it. I wouldn't even doubt that. You know, there's, a, there's an, uh, an association. It's called the Association for Diplomatic Studies and Training, and they have a blog, and they write a lot about you know. So it's former ambassadors and you know State Department people. You know, there's a lot of really interesting, great people in the State Department because they're drawn toward essentially diplomacy. And um, so you find a lot of really great people in the State Department. And um, they they posted some comments that I had up. And within the middle of comments that had nothing to do with this, and it was just essentially saying 
you know, have you considered that the growing course of people that have been talking about being hit with directed energy weapons um, has anything to do with what's going on, you know, down in Cuba? And if they essentially, it was it was a little um, better written than that. I can't remember exactly what I said, but they left those comments up for quite a while. They would take them down, and then they would get put back up. So, um, so my point is, my point is that I'm sure. I mean, they, the I don't know if people realize this, but the gosh. Like, the State Department has their own intelligence um, wing, and I'm certain at, at times they have been on these calls trying to get a handle on what's going on. And, you, and when you when it's yeah yeah someone yeah. like Mark that's right someone like Mark doing this stuff it. Yes. They're not all good and honest because I know people in the Department of Interior is involved in my targeting. No, oh, I'm not saying they're all good. I'm saying that some. Well, it's it's as far as the different intelligence agencies and the different departments of our government, State Department. I, I mean, the State Department got it got the weapons of mass destruction, for instance, in Iraq, least wrong, you know? So I, I, I am definitely not saying they're all great people. Um, well, well, and the other thing about State Department and embassies is that they often are cover for CIA, so um, mm. including some of the targets who were hit down yeah. in Cuba. I'm one of those targets that was hit in Cuba. I was actually hit before the American embassy even arrived. I was hammered all three all three visits. They weren't, they weren't even hit at the embassy. So what year were you? What month and year were you there when this happened to you? So uh, I know all about the ability of this technology. Uh, so what I'm, I'm telling you right now. Were you there when this happened? It's a simple question, dude. That and so I'm telling it. you. And so what I'm saying to you is that did, did, what happened to the Americans? Uh, in in uh, Havana, and wasn't wasn't done wasn't done within Cuba. It was done uh, by the probably those. Who, there are very few that had the technology, and that's probably the Russians and the Chinese. But it can be accomplished from thousands of miles away. No. I, I don't speak to perps on these calls. If I recognize your voice, I won't answer you. It's just that yeah. simple. So. Okay. Dude, you know what? It's all right, dude, because my, my, my voice, deal, man. Have a voice? I'm just asking a simple question, and if you don't want to answer it, that's no big deal to me. It just doesn't match what you're saying, that you were there when this happened. This just what we're talking about just happened recently, right? And what you're talking about, you're making it sound like if you were just there recently, too. That's why we were trying to get a date on this so we can find a difference and then research it and see what see what was going on back then when you, when it supposedly happened Octopus. to you. Shut up, Octopus. Johnny, Brian said that he was there before the U.S. Embassy, and, like, the U.S. Embassy's been there for years, decades. I know, it was there, like, <laughs> before they even closed the border to them, it was the there. the U.S. Embassy, Patrick. 
there was no U.S. Embassy in Cuba when I was there in 2014. Dude, it was a small office building right down by the downtown of Cuba. There was dude. no embassy. Dude, knock idiot. it off, dude. You know what, Brian? Come on, dude. You know, you have a lot of good information and stuff, but it seems like you is know Ryan a lot of call, you went to Ryan Cuba. Yeah, yeah, Who's the monitor? You guys don't fight, you know, all right? Just, yeah. Just you, 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 Ryan, just, I'm going to get off the call if you don't just, mute this guy. Yeah, go get off the you phone, bro, because you don't help anybody, man. You know, oh you twist God. things up all the time, dude, and that's not cool. Mute you know, you tell people that if you're, if you, if you guys don't fight. Yeah, you guys don't be fighting. Just stick to the topic. Expose the technology and these perpetrators. Was talking, and, and Brian likes to fight. That's people. that's their job, Ryan. That's their job to keep me fighting with them. That's yeah, their job. That's, that's what they're paid to do. For the record, keep. the embassy of the United States of America in in Havana was established in 1961 under Eisenhower. Okay, so when I asked about when I asked about the when I was in Cuba and I asked the uh, uh, Cubans who placed me under arrest, by the way, okay. When I asked when I asked the Cubans about the American embassy, they told me there wasn't one. I think they know more about their country than you do. Oh God, here we go again, dude. Stop fabricating stuff, man. Obama put it in. Would you leave a man alone and let him talk? In 1977, Carter and Castro, they signed an agreement that permitted each government to operate out of its former embassy in Havana and in D.C. Okay, so back to the technology. The technology can be accomplished from thousands of miles away. This wasn't the Cubans. Cubans Cubans don't possess this technology. All they have to do is establish the technology can be can be achieved by establishing time. It's based on two Defense things. contractors do. It's based on two things: this technology. What they're targeting know, all yeah, victims. Emotion, will, intellect. Look, it would take what they're targeting. What they're targeting all victims with is based on. Ryan, I can't help people if not, if I can't talk. Guys, guys, I'm going to mute everybody again if you guys keep doing this. I'm okay, so space, I'm trying to talk. He keeps interrupting me. So it's based on timing and location. Oh, you're interrupting him. No, I'm talking about the actual facts of the embassy. So the technology is based on two things, timing and location. And when you're talking about location, you're talking about three-dimensional geolocation. When you're talking about timing, it's far more sophisticated than that. It's you're dealing with a the the, the stream must run in co- a correct uh, sync with the brainwave signature of the victim, the unique one of a kind brainwave signature of the victim. All seven billion people on the face of the earth possess a different and unique brainwave signature. So, uh, what happens is the correct modulation of the phase and frequency is absolutely crucial. So they would have had to have identified those people long beforehand knowing their identities, and then they would have had to have the, the technology would have the, 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 the nanotech, the, the, uh, the different nanostructures required for them to be able to target them would have had to have been placed in their bodies while they were, uh, before they ever arrived in Cuba. So this could very well be a false, I'm not, I'm not saying it is, but it could possibly be a false flag by the Americans. It is, Brian. Just, just bear, I'm not perpetrators. Just bear that in mind. Because there are very few countries in the world that possess that technology. Every one of the people who were targeted in those hotels that worked for the embassy 
okay, were actually undercover, according to at least what I read about. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but what I read on the Internet was that they were, they were actually intelligence uh, operatives, and they were using a cover identity by the State Department. Uh, and they were, and they were targeted. Sorry. So, so this 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 was achieved from thousands of miles away. The Cubans do not possess this technology. What didn't it come American from? American contractors do possess it, though, uh, Ryan or Brian. What did they targeting someone like? <laughs> He's breaking up. Go ahead, go ahead, Lonnie. Go ahead, Lonnie. I just wonder, why couldn't it come from Russia, China, or somewhere like that? Absolutely, probably did if it wasn't a false flag by the Americans. Very few countries have the technology to be able to... I mean, there are countries out there who possess, you know, directed energy weapons that they can target, you know, for mass amounts of people with, but to actually single out people in, in different locations... Uh, and and target them simultaneously with this technology based on their own brainwave signature. That had there are very few countries that would have that technology. So I it believe if it wasn't a false, it was so I believe if 50, it, instance, fifty attacks. So I believe if it wasn't a false flag by the Americans, it probably was the Russians and the Chi- or the Chinese. Probably the Russians. Yeah. <laughs> Although they didn't target me. They didn't target me when I was in Saint Petersburg. I did not get targeted by the Russians. So I was walking the streets of St. Petersburg, Russia, and I did not get attacked. I did not get stalked. I did not get uh, anything like that happening to me. So, um, you know, but but those people would have been identified and able to possess the technology in their bodies long before their brainwave signature would have had to have been identified before they could be attacked. That's the point I'm making. It wasn't the perfect. It wasn't the Russians, and I tell you, the Russians are under attack right now from this uh, criminal element. At my perpetrators, actually, and uh, you notice how they're trying to get Trump with the Russian collusion, delusion, and all that, and trying to say, see, that's basically a bogus investigation. What they do to some of us and organize, them. they pretend it's an investigation, but it's actually bogus. They use that excuse. People overseas ask me about Trump. You know, when I was when I was traveling, they'd say, well, tell, "Tell us about Trump. Tell us about Trump." And I would tell them, if they don't kill him, they'll impeach him. Because he's not one of their boys. He's too unpredictable. You know, they 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 planned on Clinton winning, and and then and then this guy pulled it out. And you know, he was never one of their groomed boys. And uh, not to say that Trump is a great guy. I don't think he is. I think he's a scumbag. But to be honest with you, there there was never you know it, it was never in the cards that Trump should win. And I think it surprised everybody. Well, look how if many he doors he's opening now. Yeah, they're they're after him big time. And you notice, Brown, they're trying to link him subliminally to the Central Intelligence Agency. Who knows what they're doing? I know they just they're going to get rid of him. I said, I told people I said they they cannot impeach him; they'll kill him. One of the two. Yeah, definitely. they asked me what I thought about Putin, their president, when I was at the airport, uh, and uh, uh, uh. But that was still when uh, uh, Obama was in office. Um, and uh, I just told him, I said, you know, we just don't know what to think of him, you know. But, you know, that's that's the point that the, that the CIA, the shadow government, they don't know what to think of Trump. He's too unpredictable. He's too brash. He's too arrogant. He's too unpredictable. You know, their, their patsy, Clinton, 
they control her. They had you know they had blackmail her. She'll do what she's told. Uh, but you know they can't they can't do the same with him. So so you know that's that's what we're facing. I, I, my, the point I'm trying to make is I don't think we're ever going to give any help out of Trump. I don't think anybody's going to be able, allowed to expose this. That the, it would cause the, the the government of the United States of America to collapse almost overnight if it were ever found out what they're doing. I believe he's opened a lot of doors, though. I mean, he's, he's done a lot of good things, but that that last false flag in Syria that my perps ran, you know, that's going along with that. I, I did not get that, and I think he's subservient to, to him, and you know, to follow their orders, their wishes. So. Well, the Russians, the Russians are 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 different animal for the Americans. Um, that's what I, you know. Uh, they have this technology. Exactly. You know, they have it. And so uh, they're probably doing the same thing to their citizens, you know, uh, for you know, training, research, and development in this technology. We know that, that it was going on there. There's documentary proof of it. Uh, but nobody's as far ahead as the Americans. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we're, we're the most advanced, absolutely. And that's probably why you didn't... Uh you know, notice much electronic when you went to Russia too, because these AI systems are consciously aware that uh, another satellite system is over there because it's on you and it would cross streams. Well, they hit me in the in the when I first got there, the first day I arrived in Saint Petersburg on, on my third on my third trip in. Now it wasn't the first day, but my third trip into Saint Petersburg, they hit me in the in, in the hotel. But I documented it on Facebook that it was happening. And after that, you know, I said, look, I'm being hit. This is what's happening. I showed them a blood pressure uh, monitor going, you know, skyrocketing. I, put, I posted that on the Internet. And then after that, the attack stopped. There were no more attacks. So, um, but I was clearly being followed. I mean, I knew that, I'm, uh, you know, as a security contractor for the DOD, I, you know, I noticed things, looked for patterns of behavior and speech. That's what I was trained to do, and I knew I was being followed, but I wasn't being stalked. Um, but I do believe it probably, if it was not the you know the, the Americans on a false flag, it was the Russians that attacked the Americans America. because they were intelligence agents. They weren't they weren't just you know State Department employees. They were intelligence, undercover intelligence, according to what I read on the internet. Timing and location, that's how they're targeting you. And that's how they targeted those those uh, employees of the State Department in, in Havana. Timing and location. Correct, yeah, or it's, the, or it's the Americans trying to blame the Russia. See, Russia's been an en- enemy of the U.S. for a long time. And you can see it in the subliminal propaganda that they put in these movies. All they have to do in order to activate the nanotechnology inside your body through a process called directed energy flashing is establish timing and location. That's it. Once they establish timing and location, they've got you. And it can be accomplished from great distances. You know, I, the hive mind teams, you know, do need to be near the target. Those now, Not everyone who's targeted with mind control technologies has, has hive mind teams dedicated to them. The trauma-based victims do. Okay, because they're using trauma to, to reverse engineer uh, the, the sensory and neural pathways of the victim's brain and central nervous system. They've got to see that. They've got to witness that. They need line of sight, et cetera. Okay, uh, but not, not everyone. But those who do, okay, often the high mind teams want to be close to them. But that's not necessary to activate the nanotech in their, in their bodies. They activate the nanotech by a process called directed energy flashing, basically 
it, it, it involves the illumination of the victim's brain with a stream of photons. Okay, those photons interact with the nanotech, and then they read the return training signal, and that's how it begins. That's how it begins. Yeah, there was a black guy that came on here. It's Dr. Will Hawkins. Have you ever heard of him, Brian? No. He was. He told us that it was a stream of photons as well as other reading. <laughs> right. I mean, Photon. it can be done. Like, I mean, you know, electronically through reading the le electronic transmissions of the waves from your skull. It can right, be and like it's bidirectional. Bidirectional. Right. That's very important. People understand that. But so they can upload, download at speed of light. Energy travels, photons, energy travels at speed of light. So these attacks, these remote neural attacks targeting your memory and thought process are speed of light, the torturing, trauma, and, and you know, all that's, that's necessary in order for them to repattern your brain. Okay, first they must depattern your brain. They do that with torture and trauma. Okay, but, the, the, you know, uh, uh, it, that's, what it's, that's what's happening. Bidirectional stream of, of, of electromagnetic low frequency waves, photons. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Are you in the airport again? Or, uh, it's not an airport, what did you say it was? No, it's veteran shelter. Um, I'm injured, I can't walk. This is now the sixth day that I can't walk after the, you know, the, the nerve damage became so bad in my foot from the latest attack by organized stalkers. So I, I had no choice, but I had, I had to go somewhere. So I just went to the veteran shelter here in San Diego. Did the law enforcement ask you if you wanted to press charges against them? Or did that to you? You know, I've been trying to, to, to drive law enforcement into court, San Diego PD, uh, et cetera. Uh, and so they really don't want to talk to me, I don't think. You know, I really, if I could just get my day in court, you know, but that, I, I think that's the last thing they want to happen. It's just my opinion. So, um, but you know, I, I've been I've been attacked here in, in, in San Diego with knives. Uh, the police machete. responded. I called not I called. Well, no, the, the machete was in, in Central America, and then the, the the violent attacks that happened to me happened to me in South America too. But but here in, in San Diego, they came out. Guy came after me with a knife, and uh, so I called the police nine one one. They they just they just surrounded me in no time. I mean, they were they were they were like there within minutes uh and they you know they, they heard that a guy had a knife and he was running around with a knife and they called the helicopter in wow okay the helicopter and then as soon as they ran my background <laughs> it was all over man they started pulling off so you know so uh yeah you're not going to get any help from the police organized talking is controlled by the police using third-party community-based agents these agents are called swarmers so they're responsible for each neighborhood. So, you know, they live, work, and play in. So it's not, you know, the police are the ones who control the paradigm at the local level. So they're not going to, not going to help you. Well, yeah, I guess it, it depends on the location. Um, you know, I, I don't, all, not all law enforcement is involved in this, if you ask me. I do. And thank you, Brian, for speaking the truth about law enforcement because I could tell every caller on here how they operate, and but they wouldn't believe me. So thank you for saying it. Right. It's used, uh, organized stalking is a paradigm based on choice reference patterns, and then that's what it's based on, your choice reference patterns. 
So in order to understand organized stalking, you have to go back and look at a pattern of your previous choices, favorite bars, restaurants, cafes, modes of transportation, etc. And then once you understand that it's based on your choice reference patterns, meaning that the organized stalkers are placed at positions and vantage points along those choice reference patterns, okay, that you, that you travel, that you work at, play at, etc., live at, once you understand that, then you must understand what it's comprised of. Organized stalking may be based on choice reference patterns, but it's actually compri- your choice reference patterns, but it's actually comprised of two things, and that's situational scenarios and conversational scenarios, which will always, those situational and conversational scenarios will always be based on events or topics that they know will capture your attention. So the stalkers will come in one day and sit down next to you in the cafe, they, they've done you, you know, a profile has been created on you. They know what you will respond to. As soon as they find out what you will respond to, that's when they begin to fabricate these situations and conversations. And they will begin, for example, to have a conversation out loud within your hearing about God. You know, they know you're religious. They need you to respond. Mind control is based. Trauma-based mind control is based on the responses of the victim, the synaptic responses that the supercomputer can measure in your brain. So they need you to respond specifically to their stimuli. So that, you know, or they'll come in, that's a conversational scenario, okay? Or they'll come in with a situational scenario into the cafe and somebody will sit, you know, right, right directly in your visual field with a, with a shirt that says Jesus saves. What they're trying to do is they're trying to use these situations and conversations, these scenarios, to provoke you into emotional responses, to generate response statistics. Once they have enough of your responses, for love, hate, fear, lust, rage, anger, paranoia, etc., dishonesty, positive recognition, the entire, you know, uh, the entire, all seven vectors of your emotional state. Once they begin to have enough of your responses for each emotion, then they can begin to correlate those responses into what are called response statistics. And from those response statistics, from that statistical data, they can begin to determine coherent, the supercomputer can begin to determine coherent patterns of thought. That's how they map out your brain and create a cognitive model. Hello? Yeah, we're still here. Yeah, that what he's saying about the technology, it's absolutely true. Yeah, experience with it myself, so does anybody have specific questions that I can help room. you with? There's a room full of people here, so remember they won't always I'll just be make people. a comment if I may. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I listen to Dave Pace's C D and detox and it's uh tremendously helpful. And uh, I have to turn off the refrigerator, sometimes also the stove, uh, and it's, it's based on electric as well as uh, all the nano particulates that we have in us. And we're self-replicating. Right. Yeah, it's nanotech. Uh, biotech. Uh, you know, if we consider Skynet, and uh, I'm I'm on fr- friendly terms with Anthony Patch. I think you know that, Brian. You were yeah. on his email. Group too, right? <coughs> I went to con- you should go to his live conference coming up next Sunday. Where is it? <coughs> I went. Uh, I'm sorry. What? Where is his conference? 
online. I can't you can go online. It's like forty. I can't walk. Uh, no, no, okay. no. It's on the internet. Okay. You should, uh, uh, if you want, I'll send you the link. It's a Zoom conference. Yeah, send me the link. I, I'll try to go on there oh, if no. I can. Excuse me, they're making me cough. Um, yeah, I agree. This is um, the uh, the synthetic socks are. It's all AI driven, and uh, right outside exactly. of our, it's yeah, it's not just UAV hoverers, which are classified as drones now. <coughs> Excuse me, and we have drones on us, and they're all connected to the cell towers, and they connect through. I hear black boxes. To I, I've tried to get close to them, and you can't get to them. They got them. Completely fenced up and you know, like pieces of metal, but and that's here uh, from Maryland and North Carolina. In fact, they're all you can't get to them. And they all go connecting with the fiber wire, fiber, fiber wires under the ground to um, Utah. But we're also dealing with in the quantum. That's etheric. That's in the air. This is the IoT Internet of all things, right. and. When we went from 4 to 5G, it wasn't just 1G. Yeah, I disagree with Anthony Patch uh, on on his his synopsis, synopsis excuse me, of, of 5G yeah, I, being I related to... Completely. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I do not, I, I, I do know, not I believe... Anybody completely... I don't think any of us are going to have the answers to this. This technology that they're using on us is so extremely... Advanced. I think you have to do a combination of people. I do like scientist uh, Vela. He's over in Germany. He's come up with a cure, just so you guys know. It's at biopure.eu. And it's called Jerusalem. Ru- and I have downloaded all the files in German and have uh, created uh, English text. And he says he has a cure. Excuse well, me. I'd be interested and to hear what he says. I'd be interested to hear yeah. it because I didn't know that there well, was the a cure. The paperwork's pretty basic. I mean, it's what I, it's, you know, he's a scientist, so I got to work, you know, and, and it's in German. So then I had to translate it into English, and these were PDFs. Um, what I get out of it, the gist is that we're, in, we're infested with this stuff from chemtrails. He calls it geoengineering disease. Anyone can create a cure. You can you could create a cure for what's happening to you by simply permanently altering your brainwave signature, and there are ways to do that. Okay, once you permanently alter your brainwave signature, you will no longer absorb the energy uh, through, from well, from the stream that they're from. Now you, you they can still attack you, and they will, but the stream that they're using that is uh, that is tied remotely to your brainwave signature. That once that brainwave signature is permanently altered. And you can do that. There are various ways to do that. Then you will no longer absorb that stream. Their technology I, I will grew, be defeated. I grew up How 30 minutes from Washington. What? How do you change it? Well, there are, there are various ways. Um, one of the easier, uh, more effective ways uh, I've told people in the past is listening to pleasing music. The moment you start listening to pleasing music, it has to be pleasing. It can't be elevator music. It, it, when I say pleasing, I mean it creates a dominant external stimulus. Okay, once you begin listening to pleasing music, uh, you know constantly every day for 90 to 180 days straight, that pleasing music will per- temporarily. The moment you start listening to pleasing music, it alters your brainwave signature. 
Okay, but over a course of 90 to 180 days, if you continually listen to pleasing music, it will permanently alter your brainwave signature. Okay, they must stop you, I, or, or they, or, or, or admit just, to, or admit defeat. I just want to make a comment. That's all, Brian. Let me make a comment, and then I'm going to stop because they're making me call. I'll do respect. I'm sorry. Um, listening to Dave CD. If you want to get rid of a lot of the targeting, the longer you listen to that, and when you, as you get off, you'll start feeling like the beam hits will get lighter and lighter. You know, it's like the, it, it can't, why, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm not technical. I'm just saying also gargling, and I mean, I hold it in uh, the, the uh, sauce, the Louisiana sauce. I also use peppermint oil. And I put it all over me. You can get it for like under ten bucks at vitacost.com. You don't want to get the extract. You want the pure peppermint oil, and it's uh, it's concentrated, so you don't want to put it on full blast. I did it several times, and my whole body just burned. But I knew I was, and I started getting listen. When you start detoxing this stuff, they're going to hit you even harder because they're you fighting. You can't detox. You can't detox this technology. It's a it's great possible. relief, Brian. At the very least, you know, at least a well, relief. Well, yeah, there are ways. Yeah, you can you can create dominant external stimulus. I mean, there are ways to do that yeah. with massage. You could go and buy a back massager, for example, and you could you know listen to music while read a book while you're watching or read a book while you're while you're you know using that back massager, and it would create multiple external stimuli that, that it would create. Uh, uh, what are called multiple threads of thought within your brain, and it would disrupt their technology. It's a form of multi. Well, when I was in Florida, I wore a body jammer, and I had a strap, and uh, it was small enough nobody noticed. I mean, I've been in very—it's not funny. I've been in a extremely crowded grocery store, and my, I was wearing a Reflectex shielding on my back. Uh, Dwight helped me, you know, get that, and it would—it fell out. <laughs> and some lady came up and picked it up for me. Said, "Here, honey, it fell out of your back." Uh, it's not so funny, you know. I mean, that's... There's something else I want to okay. I want to talk about this. Unless unless the the, tech, the the materials that you were using were superconductor materials with their own ventilation system, uh, properly assembled and grounded with its own ventilation system, cooling system, etc., you're not going to block these these signals. It, it did help. You're not going. No, you know the problem is like Connie. She brought up a very valid point. I stopped wearing shielding a few weeks ago, thanks to her. Um, you're right. It holds in the sweat and everything else, and it's just, you know, I would cover up, uh, I mean, even with a lead, um, I have a lead apron, like, you know, the tennis shoes. And, I mean, I've, I've, I've used that, and I've got, like, five big sheets of it back when I had some money, and now I'm broke. But um, all I was doing was covering up you know, what they're doing, like I hear a drone over me, and what they're doing is they're shooting at our bodies, and they're, the receptors are the Morgellons or the nano uh, fibers that are in us, and they are self-replicating, so you're right. And this stuff's in our brain. Yeah, anything else? Right, it's adhering to the neurotransmitters that. of your brain. Correct. Oh, yeah, exactly. I, I totally agree. And, I mean, I've done so much deep research in this that... uh. You know, and it's very um, a caucus, you know, as well. This is very ancient. It, it's in the early Egyptian Book of the Dead, torch, this kind of torture. 
It's even written on the inside of the pyramid wall. They had, uh, believe it or not, uh, they had wireless electric back end. And, you know, see, we've been, you know, they have the keys. They're not sharing them with us, the slaves, you know. And that's the truth. That's how they look at us. But uh, it's obvious how we're being treated. <clears throat> you know, I mean, I find this to be the most inhumane depopulation in my life. <clears throat> you know, they want to get rid of us. Why didn't they? You know, instead of guinea pigging us to death. And I believe it is all the brain, Brian. I think you're right on all that. Neuro, remote, neuro, monitoring. Well, remote neural monitoring is not mind control. Yeah, remote and, and it's not, you know, when you look at the president and all that, they're, they're just puppets. It's the policymakers behind the scenes. It's the Bilderberg Group, the Council of Foreign Affairs. Keep on going up that pyramid on the back of that dollar bill, and you're going to head straight up to some families that we've never heard of. And they're extremely evil and corrupt. Well, remote and neural monitoring all of them, you know? Well, remote neural monitoring is not mind control. People don't understand that. Remote neural term. manipulation... Hold on, hold on. Just let me... Just I need, I need more than five seconds, okay? No, I, need I, more than a five, I need more than a five or ten second time bite to okay. respond. There, there are other people on the call. Remote neural monitoring is, is, is a military defense system that is used to measure, trans, to image, measure, and transmit data regarding your, your brain and neural activity. Okay, so that that's remote neural monitoring at, at the simplest, you know, the simplest explanation of it. I'll say it again: to image, measure, and transmit data regarding your your, your memory references, regarding brain and neural activity. Okay, remote neural manipulation is is mind control, not remote neural monitoring. Uh, I'm not saying that they're not integral. Both are, are an integral part of the system they're using to attack you with. They they are. It is okay. But remote neural manipulation is an entirely different phenomena than remote neural monitoring. Uh, remote neural manipulation is basically their ability using these remote neural attacks, this stream of this fabricated and falsified stream of energy which contains data. Okay, that's why it's fabricated and falsified stream of photons. Okay, to to manipulate your memory and to interfere and manipulate your memory and thought process so that they can predict. Here's the key words now. Here's the key words for mind control: predict or influence. Predict or influence your reference choices. What are reference choices? Memories, okay, during thought composition. What's thought composition? As you're formulating your thoughts and you're preparing to act, the system wants to attack you at speed of light, the supercomputer, to interfere, to block your, your real memories, okay, and inject with fabricated and falsified memories. The moment you think of something, it becomes a memory. That's what they're targeting. Mainly, they're targeting your short-term active memory to deceive and manipulate. And the torture and trauma is an important part of that. To, to disrupt your continuous... Uh, you know for, that to, they're for two uh, things. working on... For two things. They're going to replace for, all of us. For, for, for two things. To, 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 to accomplish two things, basically. And there are many reasons for torture and trauma. Yeah, there's okay. another reason. Behavior well. modification, etc. No, but I'm, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about mind control. I'm talking about remote neural manipulation. With regard to remote neural manipulation, they're basically trying to achieve two things. With the, with the torture and the trauma, okay? Uh, and that's to disrupt your continuity of thought and to erase short-term memory. Direct behavioral control. Right. Well, direct behavioral control, that's the third element of all mind control. Censorship, memory management, direct behavioral control, that's everything they're doing to you. Everything. No matter what program you're in, everything they're doing to their victims falls into those three categories. People want to say, what are they doing to me? 
They're doing censorship, which is restricting the victim at will, okay, restricting you from engaging in any type of external activity which interferes with their technology. The second, after censorship, is memory management. Memory management is just blocking your real, real memories and injecting with fabricated and falsified memories, and then direct behavioral control. So that's what they're doing. I to everyone. Something. Earlier, Brian said you can't detach from this. This is not true. I am getting helping people in this country, in Canada, and Hawaii. People are saying it's working. you got to get this man out of your body and off your body, and you can get relief. A guy stopped his V2K in four days. Four days, no V2K. It's a month later, no V2K. I don't know, but if I got V2K, I would be trying it. It's not hard. It's a lot less painful and uncomfortable than what people are being hit with. The other thing is, once you hand over the control to the perp and these uh, the powers to be that are torturing us, once you say, they do this to me, they do that to me, we're in one of three programs, you're giving them your control, you're giving them your free will, your free spirit, and you're giving them all the power. You have have to maintain control over what you say, what you do, where you go, what you do. I agree. That's the second part of that. I absolutely agree. And you must maintain situational and perceptual awareness, specifically of your thoughts, of your memory and thought process. Not so much your surroundings, because that, that's part of the technology to capture your attention as, as much as possible. But in order to, that's reading active memory. You just, you just, you just explained what reading active memory is. Maintaining situational and perceptual awareness of your thoughts by looking for patterns. Only when you learn to read active memory can you begin to defeat their technology and claim your life back. Uh, but with regard to detoxing this technology, uh, you know, I, I've talked with a lot of scientists about this. I, you know, I've read a lot of resources and done a lot of research. Once the, nanote- once the nanotechnology is ingested, now all 318 million Americans are infected. Okay, They've been spraying it into the hydrosphere for 25 years. It's in the water supply and the food chain, so everyone's infected. Once you consume, you ingest the nanotech, it migrates to the bloodstream, to the brain, and adheres to the neurotransmitters of the victim's brain and is there for life. It cannot be detoxed out. Okay? Even when you die, you will die with nanotech in your adhering to the neurotransmitters of your brain. The neuro- that, that nanotech then begins to – this is key now. This is key. Listen. That nanotech then begins to speak to and decode those neurotransmitters through a process called transcranial brain stimulation. So the nanotech, once it adheres to the neurotransmitters inside your brain, is there to stay. Now, they have ways of of, uh, disabling the nanotech. I just don't know how that's done. Uh, It would would involve some type of electromagnetic pulse, uh, but I would have no idea. I have never done any research on that. But you're not going to detox this technology out of your, your body. It's not happening. I'm sorry, you know, people it don't want to hear happening. that. It is happening because Dr. Sanninger, when you use her services, she even gives recommendations on how to get this stuff into the body externally and internally. It does work. You, maybe we can't get every bit of nano out of My nephew is an expert in nanotechnology, you know. He, he, he has a nanoform of graphene. The kid's only like 23. And one of these, a bunch of the government contractors, including Solar City, wants to buy it for millions of dollars, right? I know who he's selling it to and everything. Anyways, 
I, I know people, I know things, I can't say how I know things, but we can't get all of it out of our body, but you can get enough off your body and out of your body to get relief. Uh, okay, well, I spoke with I spoke with Dr. Staniger, uh two months ago, and she didn't mention that to me on the phone at all, okay? As a matter of fact, everything I'm telling you is, is not my research or resources at all. Okay, it's actually based on the resource, resources of scientists and conversation with scientists. Okay, well, that, uh, was one of which one of which developed the technology. Okay, so I think he knows more than the rest of us on this call. I would rely on that, you know, on the on the research of those scientists. It's not Brian Tu's research. It's the research and resources of scientists they that Brian Tu is they giving. They don't you. know it all. The, it, half of these people, they're older. The younger ones who are studying the technology and this technology, they know it. Probably, they, you know, I, I'm sorry, does Dr. Sandra know Louisiana hot sauce works to break down the biofilm and destroy the nano? No. <laughs> she doesn't recommend it. No, but I'm telling you, I keep on trying things and doing things. I'm getting calls. I feel like a million bucks, my B2K stopped, no more tinnitus, no more clicking in my head, I no longer feel electrocuted. The list goes on and on. These people all across the country would not be telling me this stuff if it didn't work, I'm telling you. Well, I'm, 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 glad, you, I'm glad you and they are feeling better, uh, and I'm glad you and they are not being attacked in that manner anymore, but it has nothing to do with the fact that you were able to detox nanotechnology out of your brain, I promise you. It, it does. It does, and I'm not going to sit here and convince you, but they are hitting me hard because I blew the whistle at the FDA, and I know way too much. And I'm uh, I'm one of those uh, high-profile targets that they've spent millions and millions of dollars, destroyed my Audi, destroyed two cars on me to try to destroy my house, destroyed me, destroyed all the evidence. I got paid hundreds of thousands of dollars from the U.S. government. You know, it wasn't for nothing. Anybody else have any questions before I get off? I really want to help people. That's why I come on these calls. Actually, what is your name? This is Brian Tu, uh, T-E-W. If you go online and you just Google my name, you'll see, uh, and, uh, for example, if you Google my name in Discovery Channel, you'll see a letter that I wrote for Discovery Channel, um, interview that I did with Firecracker Films. That letter is 14 pages long and will explain this technology in its entirety. The problem is people just read it like a newspaper. They don't apply it. You know, to, to you know, yeah, they need to go back and every time they're attacked, go back to that 14-page letter because basically it's just the research and resources of, of scientists. You know, I copy pasted here, I pieced it, I pieced a little bit here, put a little bit there. I basically took all their research and I put it together, and it's a 14-page letter. And all you, you do is you just Google my name, Brian Two, B-R-Y-A-N-T-E-W, Tom. T as in Tom, E as in Edward, W as in William, and Discovery Channel, and you'll see that letter, and it'll help you greatly. Okay. Is there a way to contact you, or do you let people contact you? Or? I, I get, a, I get uh, most of the emails I, I don't have time to answer. I can't spend hours each day you know, answering emails. It's just not possible. But uh, okay. if you go on... If you go onto YouTube and you type in these words, uh, former DOD contractor Brian Two discusses conscious computers and mind control. There's a three and a half hour video that will give you the basics of everything that's happening to you and why. 
how it's where how it works, how it's deployed, ways to defeat the technology, uh, etc. It's it's called Brian, former DoD contractor Brian Two, discusses conscious computers and mind control. It's on YouTube, and that that'll help you, greatly help you. My email address is Liverpool Law at yahoo.com. Uh, it's L-I-V as in Victor, E-R-P as in Paul, O-O-L-L-A-W, Liverpool Law, all one word, at yahoo.com. But I can't promise you that I'll, I'll respond to your email. I just, I, I just can't spend a lot of time every day answering everyone's emails. It's not possible. I understand. Um, but that, that should help. Yeah, that, that video will help you. That video, it will help you. I promise you it will. Uh, I understand what's happening to you, and that's the basis of, of reclaiming your life. You know, uh, is uh, learning, having a basic understanding of the technology and tactics. And I, I, I try to stress this every time I get on this call. There are tactics, and there are many, and there are many different protocols and procedures, et cetera. But you know, the, one of the main, one of the main uh, 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 methods which they use against all victims of this technology is the hyper game theory. And if you would just learn the hyper game theory, you'll improve the quality of your life. Even the torture, even the attacks, these not just the stalking, not just the gaslighting, all of that's based on the hyper game theory too. But that even the torture is based on the hyper game theory. You know, they torture you uh, to, to, to force you to respond to the torture. Okay? Uh, your responses are key to their technology. Every time you respond, it produces an electromagnetic emission pattern in your brain. An electromagnetic emission pattern every time you respond. Okay? That's all based on the hypergame theory. Learn it. Learn it or be destroyed by it. Okay, you say hypergame, hyper, and then game, G A I N? G A M E, game. Okay. Hyper. Hyper game theory. Basically, hyper game theory is just perpetually basing one's next move off the opponent's last move. Okay? Uh, so the game never ends. With game theory, you know, game theory eventually comes to an end because you only have so much time, money, manpower, effort, resources to play the game. Okay? Think of a game of chess. I mean, that's what they're doing to you. Okay? Think of a game of chess. Well, game theory, you know, eventually you're going to run out of pieces. The, the, eventually the game will come to an end, okay? But if you play a, a game of chess based on the hyper game theory, then the game will never come to an end. The pieces don't die in hyper game theory. The, the chess pieces don't die. They just go back to their starting place, and the game continues over and over for infinity, forever, until you or the supercomputer playing the game either dies or becomes incapacitated. Now, the supercomputer is not going to die or become incapacitated. You know? So the game will go on until your death. Okay, that's, it's called the hyper-game theory. They literally want to walk the victim to their death. This is a game, a deadly game of eugenics. Okay? Hyper-game theory, it means the game never ends because there's always a higher optimum. There's always a next move. And the, and the objective is to force you to, to, into a never-ending series of, of counter-moves into a never-ending series of, of responses, of forced adjustments away from their tactics, from their torture, etc. 
okay, trying to constantly counter everything they're doing to you. Because every time you do that, every counter move, every forced adjustment made by you uh, to the torture, to the tactics, to the gaslighting, to the stalking, that's a, that's, a, that's a response. That's an electromagnetic emission. That's a synaptic response in your brain, which the supercomputer can remotely measure at speed of light and download at speed of light. So, so basically what, what John Nash did, if you, if you saw the movie A Beautiful Mind with Russell Crowe, that was, that was John Nash. That was basically the story of, of John Nash. He developed the Nash Equilibrium, uh, and he proved that there was you know, more than one way to defeat the, the – that there were two ways to defeat the hypergame theory. There's really only two. You can only, there's only two ways to defeat the hypergame theory. The first is to refuse to play the game to begin with. That means to ignore them. Okay, ignore the, the stalkers. Ignore uh, as, as much as you can the gaslighting. Ignore them. Just don't don't respond at all, positively or negatively. That's refusing to play the game. The second method to defeat the hyper game theory is the Nash equilibrium, meaning to place the opposing party, in this case, you know, the government and the supercomputer, into a position where they can no longer better their position against you. Okay, but that's just not possible. You're dealing with a supercomputer program with hypergame theory algorithms, okay? A petaflop, a conscious computer, okay? That can think, you know, you know, tens of thousands of times faster than you can. And you're dealing with a government that has unlimited resources, manpower, okay, et cetera. So you're not going to be able to place them in a position where they can no longer better their position against you. The Nash equilibrium is not going to work for you. So the only way for you and every other targeted individual to defeat their tactics to defeat the hypergame theory is to, is to refuse to play the game to begin with, to ignore them. Okay? That's the only way. So, so basically, he, John Nash took game theory and he applied it to decision tree modeling. He took two mathematical models and he, and he combined them into one. Game theory is a mathematical model and decision tree modeling is a mathematical model. Well, he applied them together. He, he combined them. And he proved by doing so, he proved, mathematically proved, that by continually and perpetually altering any value in the model, one can continually and perpetually alter that model's expected outcome. Well, with mind control, with trauma-based mind control, okay, for example, the model is the victim. You're, you're the model, okay? So by continually and perpetually altering any value in your daily life, any value in your daily activities, they have learned that they can continually and perpetually alter the expected outcome of your daily life and daily activities, of your finances, of your health, okay, et cetera. It's all, it's all mathematical model because it's, for them it's all about the math. It's all about the data. It's you understand? <laughs> but I do, yeah. yeah I you understand. just research it. Go, go on to YouTube. Go on to YouTube and type in hypergame theory and start watching a few of the videos, and you'll understand. You'll begin to understand what they're doing to you. Right. The organized stalking is based on the hypergame theory. The gaslighting is based on the hypergame theory. Okay? The torture is based on the hypergame theory. In, in case nobody, anyone hasn't noticed, you know, it's my, my firm opinion, we're in a major spiritual battle. And if you're of that mind, uh, you might want to read Isaiah 55. 8 through 9, and it's about, it just plainly says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, uh, nor are your ways my ways, says, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts 
than your thoughts. So you Amen. might want to, you know. Amen. Thank you. Right. Exactly. Well, she's she's right. I mean, this is a spiritual battle because because trauma-based mind control is based on neuroscience married to the occult. I said this the other night. Um, I agree. They have taken they have taken neuroscience and they have married it literally uh, to the occult. Okay, that's trauma-based. Now, state-of-the-art mind control. Well, other programs. If you want to know who's behind it, just go back and look at our last uh, authentic president. He was assassinated, JFK. And what he said ten days before they killed him. And that's, that's good. Yeah, and that's that's basic. You know, just keep that's it there. That's good. That's great. I never I thought of that. Go back to the last thing Eisenhower warned us of. Put the two together, and we're there. You know. The last authentic president. That's pretty good. It was true because everything else is policymaker. Go look at the back of the dollar bill. Federal Reserve, Rothschilds, Rockefellers. Bush, they're worth trillions. And start with Federal Reserve, World War One. We were, we were, I was treason because it's not federal. And there's no reserve. We all know what they're doing is, is, is a crime. I mean, they've been, we, we figured that out a long time ago. We're trying it's to treasonous. figure Yeah, I, mean, I could quote David Voigt. You know, he's former Annapolis grad Navy, and he's targeted. You know, even he says, <laughs> and insiders, that this is. This is worse than treason. <laughs> uh, sorry, that was funny, cousin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's funny? Oh, I wasn't laughing at you. I was laughing at Brian. How Brian chuckles. That's funny. Oh, well, I, I, I feel no, Listen, the, uh, listen. Uh, you can tell. You can tell people. Uh, my job is a security contractor for ICT Industries, uh, working as a subcontractor for the Department yeah. of Defense. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about a way to identify government perpetrators. If you'll let me speak, I'll be able to convey that. Well, we don't have to look any further than up the sky and straight to the towers and you know, NSA, CIA, and then go with the computer crap. The AI, you know. Okay. Um, okay. So, so one of the ways that we were trained to spot uh, uh, the the enemy, to spot you know what something that was wrong, was to look for for patterns of speech and patterns of behavior. You do you you basically you draw what's called a baseline in the conversation, which can be done on the phone too. Okay. It's more difficult when you're not using visual cues when you're only ha- only able to rely on verbal cues, but it's not impossible. You draw a baseline in the conversation, and a baseline is basically established during that part of the conversation when the person speaking has no reason to lie. Okay, and then you look for deviations from the baseline. You draw them back to the baseline throughout the conversation. And if you have you know, a few deviations here and there, that doesn't in and of itself signify deception. But if you have a lot of deviations from the baseline during the conversation, that is what, what we call deviation clusters. Okay, and once you establish, here it is now, once you establish a pattern of deviation clusters, it signifies that there is a very, very high possibility that the person speaking is, is using deception and manipulation. Okay, it, it basically you can identify these perps on the phone, uh, in person, but by, by simply by looking for patterns in their speech and their behavior. Okay, 
you know, and not everybody that gets on this call says they're walking around America, you know, and they're and they're you know they're they're for they're for you and they're they want to help you and they're they're not everyone on all these calls are, are are legitimate. In fact, you know, a large portion of these calls are completely overrun by government perpetrators and cyberstalking thugs. Okay, that's how the technology works. They have to verify their technology, and these cyberstalkers and these government perps, and there's a difference. Okay are basically, you know, there is verification triggers, okay? They're, they're being used as triggers for verification models during, during the conversational scenarios. Remember, that's, that's stalking. That's organized stalking, situational scenarios and conversational scenarios. Well, they can achieve basically whatever they need to on the phone if they can keep you talking long enough, okay? Hey, Ken, Brian. You would know. No. So, so... So the stalking can be achieved. I've heard people say I'm not being stalked. You're being heavily stalked. You're just not being tangibly stalked. You're being I'm electronically sorry, I, I stalked. I thought I was muted. You're just I not being tangible. My apologies. You're just not I being tangibly. Praying. I okay. thought I was can, muted. Okay, I heard, you said that five you times. You, you said that five times, okay? <laughs> okay. You're, oh, you're being heavily stalked. I said I'm, you, I'm sorry five times. Ryan, can you please do something here? What did I do? I, just let I me speak. Was, I thought I was. Man, I, I, I was tell you what. I, 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 was, I thought I was. I know Brian. You want to call? It's okay. Fine. You can have it. But I was just saying. I thought I was muted. I was praying. My apologies. And I'll mute myself again. You don't need to get uh, my cousin for any help. Can I okay, just ask so. before it gets too competitive? I just want to add. Since we agree that this is a spiritual battle and one of the um one of the goals I think Brian was talking about is satanic ritual abuse. Doctor Hall has called it in Ephesians chapter six, he calls it the combat manual for TIs. If you look at chapter six, begin with verse ten, read through eighteen, it tells you exactly how to combat this kind of mess. Because uh, well, this technology is married to the devil. Right. To the occult. Right. Thank you. Deep pattern. Deep pattern. You can. There are ways to deep pattern their technology. Okay. Um, there's no way to deprogram. I've heard people say that. To, I just. It's just. It's. It's almost comical. You can't deprogram anything. Once you're in the program, you're in the program. Okay. Until they decide you're not in the program. Okay. But you can deep pattern their technology. Deep pattern means to break apart. Every night, your brain, whether you realize it or not, is being repatterned with these visual and verbal entrainments, dream modulation, neuro-linguistic programming, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, okay? They're using these different, these different, uh, 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 the, the neuroprogramming is made up. If you really want to understand what neuroprogramming is, think of a, um, uh, help, help, help me out somebody, um, what's, the, uh, what's the software Microsoft uses for, um, for meetings and uh, uh, conference calls, what's it called? Starts with the P. I can't remember it. Anybody know? I just I just yeah, lost something my train like of Zoom conference. Or, I know what you mean. PowerPoint. PowerPoint. That's it. If you want to understand what neuro the neuroprogramming is like every night in your brain, okay, think of a PowerPoint presentation. PowerPoint uses text. 
It uses audio. It uses video. It uses two-dimensional visual images, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. This, what they're basically doing is they're, is they're creating a PowerPoint presentation in your mind every night with this uh, neuroprogramming. Okay, the dream modulation, the nightmares. Okay, the uh, that's the vi that's the uh, visual sequences, uh, the the chatterbot uh, engaging in neurolinguistic programming. That that's the verbal sequences. Okay, basically that's what it's like. These two dimensional images that they're using, they're running back and forth in like a slideshow format in your brain. And I've seen it. I I, was, I train myself to keep still when I wake up to not move, to keep my eyes closed. And for about 20 or 30 seconds, I've been able to see, about, about 20 seconds, I've been able to see the neuroprogramming as it was actually happening in my brain. I didn't open my eyes. I didn't move. And then they realized I was awake and they stopped. So I actually saw the neuroprogramming. I saw what they were doing. They were actually running uh, two-dimensional images like pictures, okay, back and forth in like a slideshow format. And other times they were using visual sequences where, for example, they would uh, use a chatterbot, an automated special language software program combined with you know, the dream modulation. And they were, were having, uh, this is one of the things they were doing to me one morning. Um, they were targeting my faith and belief system. And they, uh, they, there was a big giant sun, a big disk of light that was being slowly eclipsed by a giant disk of darkness. Okay, This bigger disk of darkness, total darkness, was eclipsing like a solar eclipse. Imagine a solar eclipse. But the chatterbot, at the same time, they were playing this over and over in my brain. The chatterbot was saying, Jesus is darkness. Jesus is darkness. Jesus is darkness. You know, that's how it works. Think of a PowerPoint presentation, and you'll, you'll begin to be able to picture in the theater of your mind how this neuroprogramming works. Yeah, that was a sign to mess with you. What that was. <laughs> They probably figured it would scare you. No, no, no. What they're trying to do is they're trying to repattern the, my memory and thought process the way that I think. Trauma-based mind control is, is basically um, used to turn the victim, to repattern the way the victim thinks, to turn the victim into a weapon who will either self-destruct or who will inflict destruction upon others or both. Okay, uh, and 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 the way they do that, and that's what they did with Aaron, Aaron Alexis, and Myron May, and others. Okay, the technology worked on them; it just worked, you know, much easier on them than it did other people. They just didn't understand the technology. If I could have got to Myron May and, and Aaron Alexis before they did that, then I could have helped them. I could have saved their lives, uh, and I could have saved the other people's lives. Notice that you know they allowed them to commit those crimes because they wanted to see how much destruction that their weapon would inflict upon others. You know they wanted that's an important metric the the amount of destruction that that, that the mind control victim the trauma based mind control victim inflicts upon his community upon others or or upon him or herself you know is an important metric in their training research and development. So it's basically you know it's the, the neuroprogramming is designed to rewire to repattern the way you think. Uh, one lady said, you know, the, the guy said earlier, will, intellect, and emotion. Well, he's right, you know. Will, intellect, and emotion, that's what they're targeting. The will, intellect, and emotion. They can, they can build a cognitive model of your brain within 12 months. Within 12 months, they can basically build a cognitive model of your brain. But reverse engineering your will, intellect, and emotion, that takes time. That takes a long time. It doesn't happen overnight. Okay. So that's what's happening. Okay, well, anyway, I'm going to get off now. Y'all have a nice night. All right. Thanks, Brian. Mm-hmm.
I actually have to get off too because my phone's about dead. It's nice talking to y'all. Have a good night. Bye. Bye-bye. You know, if you don't think we're not in a spiritual battle, uh, they've got a, you can look up uh, SWF, it stands for uh, Sediment World Simulation. This is some heavy-duty stuff. Uh, when we feel like we're the only one, like, you know, when you start feeling like the targeting is, you know, you're taking it, we all take it extremely personal, understandably. You come to find out, all uh, every, they've got literally everybody in a computer, and we're like just a little node or an avatar, like a computer game. Dr. Robert Duncan talks about how he worked on the virtual reality for them. And, it's, you know, when you really get deep into that and see what they're really doing, you, you realize that all you are is a glitch on the screen for the drones and towers and, you know. Hello? Is there anybody on the call? Yeah, I heard you. SWF stood for single white female. SWF, it stands for Sediment World Simulation. It's, um... (laughs) Yeah. Really. And it's... You know, I, I knew some years ago uh, when I watched, uh, it started on me in late 2005. By 2006, uh, I mean, everybody was involved. Um, my home was surrounded. I lived in a big, in a town. And, um, you could you know, you could, you could, you could walk into town, but it was a fair-sized town. It wasn't little, and, uh. I was on the corner, everybody, even the minister from a church a block down would walk by and stop and just look at me like I killed the Pope kind of look. And, you know, my neighbors went from some, you know, had dinner with and drinks, you know, uh, coffee, um, hi, how are you kind of. I mean, everybody overnight turned on me, but they, it was crazy. And. There was a period where I went through where I got a little, I got paranoid. And I was the one peeking through the blinds, you know, and everybody. And um, there were detectives involved. I had cops coming by in the middle of the night. And they'd tell me, they'd sit there in in my living room and tell me, we're not all involved in this hunt. One day, one of them them came by at night and said, uh, can, can, and they told me about this cop. They said, uh, can he come by and get you during a day? You know, would you trust us and just let him take you away from the house? You know, I guess because I was under so-called surveillance. I mean, I had vans watching me. Uh, I had guys, you know, I could, without even knowing who they were, I knew they were um, military intelligence kind of people, these guys pointing GPS devices in at me. And I didn't really know what a GPS device was, but I knew that's what they were telling me. I don't know how I knew all this. And this went on and on. I mean, friends from college turned on me overnight. I'm being followed. My own lawyer is gang-stalking me with the lawyer on the other side to my bank. I mean, I went out of state. I'm being chased like people are zooming by me, like 
seemingly 100 miles an hour kind of thing. And I still get that. And um, I realized then I even knew there's, I, you know, I need a moment to sit back and look at this. This is bigger than what the hell's going on. I'm getting phone calls from people saying, look up in the sky. See the big X mark? That's a chemtrail. Look up online what they're doing, what's, what they're doing to people regarding the chemtrails. Um, it, it was crazy. Everybody was involved, including somebody driving a, a postal truck. And it was something about seeing that that stopped me in my track. And I thought, wait a minute, you know, this whole thing, something's wrong. Neighbors just don't overnight with your friends at college and your old friends from 30 years prior that came by, uh, you know, and strangers. They don't just do this. And your lawyer, you know, they don't do this. This isn't normal. They're jumping up and down. They're acting crazy on me. You know, it's like. I don't think somebody, the FBI went around and just paid everybody, and overnight, the whole world is against me, even the minister down the street who I don't even know. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just me. I stepped back even then, but they, there was something, I kept pointing up in the sky to everybody, see them lights up there, they're following me, you know, and I, I called them satellites at the time, and, and they probably at the time were low-lying satellites. So when they say they took space-based weapons or they took over space, it's not so much outer space, although, you know, it's right above us, space. You know, it's even, and I, I've looked that up, what classifies as space, you know, and and it just got bigger and bigger, you know. I mean, and then I went out of state. I went from Maryland to North Carolina, and now it's going on even crazier I mean, there's something else going on, and I'd, I'd sit out in the garage on the steps and look out my big windows, and I'd think, here goes the same people that just acted crazy with me, and now, and and the whole scene from each state was strange women coming up to me and looking at me and saying, your mantle, you know, and I'd, I'd say, excuse me, your mentor and I got the point, I'd say, you know, that's, that, that's rude. <laughs> you know, or you know, I'm starting to think you are. You know, I, I never thought I was. You know, and at night they were zooming big pickup trucks in and out of my driveway all night long, loud. I mean, and I'm in a subdivision in the country, and 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 something's just not right to me. And the whole time I'm watching the guy next door, and he's part of it too now. And so are the ones across the street and on the cap corner and up the street. But they're all taking orders from the sky. Now, I also noticed when I kept hopping in my car and heading back to Maryland, and I was making that trip. I couldn't wait to get back home. I'd sit at the table like, you know, what the hell's going on? I never thought of getting on the Internet to look it up either at that point. I just, I, I knew it was the government. So, you know, I knew it. There were, you know, nobody had to tell me because uh, I was in a lawsuit and the law firm was out of Washington, D.C., and I was robbed of millions. And that's where it all stemmed from. I also knew that they made me look like a 9-11 truther. And that's when I, I learned that they had a 9-11 uh, sting op going in, in Baltimore City. And I was born in Baltimore City and at that time lived out in the county. And, you know, if you remember, it was very political back then, the neocons, Bushes, and all them. 
And so it didn't, it, it took me some years to get settled in and realize, you know, like I had boxing with me. You know, they went out of their way, the NSA and DARPA. I mean, in 05, they went out of their way to let me know it was them. But the year prior, one of the top 10 law firms that were up against me, they told, I heard them with my own lawyer say, you know, don't worry, we're getting rid of her. And they were right out of D.C. Uh, and, I mean, I was scared to death. You know, I was advised to move out of state, and I everybody's telling me where to move to. And in the backyard is a CIA torture rendition airport, you know. And, and I mean, it, it took me a whole new life of its own there, I'm going to tell you. Um, I had half the town that I didn't know. When they seen me, they'd say they were crying for me, praying for me. Um, I had detectives and their wives and their churches, and it, it started to get a bit script, like a script. I was realizing people were controlled in front of me, and I'm looking. The only thing I got to look exactly. at is up in the sky, the saddle. Yeah, they were controlled. Yeah, I was seeing complete, you know, robotic control of people, and, and to the point where one man, he was a detective. They were zooming back and forth behind him, and he's in front of me with his back to them, reading stuff out of the Bible and telling me things like, don't gaze your eyes upon them. It was all kind, of, and, and it started in my home state about the, it, it took on a religious twist. You know, they, hey, you're just, you know, strangers yelling to me. You're just like your your grandparents. They were ministers. How the heck's a stranger know that? You know, it was, it was just, it was too much. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm thinking, I didn't have the terms. I didn't have Matrix, virtual reality, you know, chemtrails, ionized skies. I didn't know all this stuff. Sediment world simulations, supercomputers. You know, I just knew that there was surveillance going on, and it was unworldly. And by the time I moved out of there, and I mean, it was a trip getting out of there. Um, I mean, I had guys pulling up to my house and throwing spy rocks up. They were uh, surveilling me through my TV. I learned that down at the bank. I mean, it was just, but everything just went a little too, uh, it rolled along a bit too much. You know, you know what I mean? I started feeling like things were synchronized. You know what I mean? It just... Uh, people chasing me down on highways, and I'm getting electronically attacked, and I'm being treated like I'm a third world country. You know, I really felt that, like there's a war on me. Everybody's at war with me. I'm on a second floor with cameras everywhere. Uh, I got a radio that I'm filming because I know that the satellite up here in the sky is coming through it, so I'm being surveilled and tracked like an animal, you know. And um, by the time I got down to Florida, things went from unworldly to, you know, literally two nights straight with a what it looked like a spaceship right behind my house. Uh, uh, and the psychotronics hits in, and I'm crawling the floors for four and a half months. I got drones chasing me down. I got a sheriff telling me, "Honey, you got drones on you." I got more detectives, and uh, I go out of uh, I go out of the area and I talk to it. They already got a meeting set up at this uh, lawyer's guild, and they're tell you know they're terrified with the detective that it's the NSA, but they were 
going after, uh, at that time, they thought they were going after gays and, you know, blacks and uh, activists and the whole bit, dissenters, whistleblowers, uh, anybody, blah, blah, blah. So um, they said it was too late for me. They wish they had helped me, gotten to me quicker. I mean, it was really bad. You know, I had them all. I had motorcycles. Helicopters. I still get the helicopters, like Connie said, you know. But there's something, you know. I started noticing there when I was in Florida. I had too many neighbors. All the fences were interconnected, so I started walking around to the other side, and I'm looking, or I drive over and sit, and I would drive through and think, and he's called the sacks. How in the hell are they out here revving up loud motorcycles? And and flying back and forth, back and forth, back and forth with helicopters and planes. You know, how can they... Exactly. Something's not right. And I would talk to T.I.s while I was in Florida, 2011, 12, 13. I'm like, you know, these T.I.s have been victims a lot longer than me. And I'm saying, how are they they doing this without neighbors hearing it? I got elderly people that live back in there. You know, I started asking... You know, these houses are winter homes or... Easily. Oh, they... Right. And and I'm like, what is... You know, there's something else going on here. I've spoken with Super Soldier, uh, Duncan Opinion, and I'm just telling you what he said, okay? And I I highly respect him. He's he's a no-bullshit guy. He's been to hell and back. He don't have time for bullshit. And he, you'll see some interviews of him on YouTube, but not many. You know, and he goes through all the same stuff we do, and he gets something that zooms by him real fast all the time and all. And he said I was on the right track. That uh, there's something that they've honeycombed our brain. Number one, it's virtual reality, just like Doctor Duncan said he worked on. And he said they used to use real people; they no longer do. This technology is ancient and it's advanced, like beyond our belief. You know, I mean, I've had them, they've used uh, holograms on me. I've had the black shadow guy walk through and turn around and laugh at me. I, I leaned in my kitchen one night as I got up, there was what appeared to be a an alien gray. And now I'm, and it's got, the thing, it, all around its edges were like lit. Very staticky because it touched me, and I was like, I super fast rebuked and renounced it, <laughs> and it disappeared. Um, I also had s- small holograms and helicopters, all so, oh, the whole. And I'm in an area, I'm in a neighborhood that's very quiet, houses all around me, nobody hears a thing, you know. And then the neighbors are participating, but they're acting super, super strange. You know, and I'm feeling it too. And I'm oh, thinking, yeah. well, they did the alien yeah, thing to discredit you. I didn't. Well, no. I when I was doing calls back then, people wanted me to say it was. I refused to. I said I don't think I don't think it was real. Right. You know, I mean, I I stood out there at my dog two nights straight, and I'm like, what the hell's that? <laughs> you know, but that's just me. I don't. I go logic first. You know, I just. I don't buy into, you know, I used to watch, uh, what was that show as a kid, um, you know, with the robot, the little boy and the robot, and 
uh, at Lost in Space. I love that show. And 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 here's the spaceship looked like that. And I'm and but oh. here was the deal. There were I could see the two guys in it. <laughs> I'm like something's wrong. You can't just have a spaceship parked over my tree and I can see the two guys in it who were just on the ground days prior gang stalking me. What you know? Are they? And it was getting really creepy because I'm thinking they're doing something to my brain. You know, I I think they have. I don't think you know. I've spoken with enough people now in the know that uh, you know, go back and read Dr. Duncan's book Project Soulcatcher, and uh, he threw uh, deciphering the Matrix. He wrote it's out here on the internet for free. You can download the PDF, and and then go back and read uh, Silent Weapons for Quiet War. And and it's pretty obvious they're talking about Rothschild in there and uh, what he found. I think I don't know if it was the 30s and uh, 40s. He found something highly advanced. I think it, I think World War II was uh, a big one too. You know, I think uh, they had the secret space program, and you know they can create holograms that I you can see it on the internet. It's like a Japanese commercial where. There's a, a huge whale jumping out of the school gym, and the people are there with the children watching and clapping. I mean, it looked real. So, if they're show, what I know is if they're showing us that, they're they're way more advanced. You think they're going to share with us how advanced they really are? No. Anything they say they're going to do, they bend. Oh, that's old hat. I know I grew up 50 minutes from D.C., and I knew that as a teenager. And I knew as a teenager that they were all puppets. I was an independent voter all my life, and I preferred to vote local, not... And I went by, uh, you know, what do you call it, the... Uh, you know, what, what, what are they what are they fighting for? You know, what's the issues? And as I got older, I realized they they were getting more and more corrupt. You couldn't believe any of them. And now it's out of control. The corruption is sick. Um, you know, all due respect, I don't like Trump. He's just another sick puppet. And I think they're making a fool out of us at this point. You know, I knew they did during Bush Jr. You know, so... Uh, and, and so if you go even further, who's behind, who was behind, you know, Stalin and Hitler, were, you know, made deals, they worked together, and Lenin, who's behind all that? It's the financiers, the money changers, the bankers. And this is where you get, you know, like, wait, you know, you look at, look past Rothschild, he's a banker for all them really top rich families, you know. And I looked even past that. I mean, there's, there's, not only are we extremely overpopulated, 7.4 billion or so to say, and I got to admit, it don't, I don't know about you, but doesn't it seem like the last 10, 20 years, 10 years, we, we like population boomed? Like everywhere you look, there's people and children everywhere. I mean, it's just getting harder and harder to find. We're targeted, so it's really hard for us. I mean, I, my traveling days are over. You know, I, I dreamt of traveling someday, but I guess we all had a dream, you know. Um, 
I know in 2016 when they were doing all that to me, and it was 24-7 every night with holograms and everything else. Um, and it was bad, and I'm getting sonic sounds from the sky, and that's DARPA. Um, and I think all this is under DARPA. That's just my, you know, what what the whistleblowers say. Um, and that's just, that's the Pentagon, and that's, that's all of them. Um, that's defense research, advanced research. Um, I looked behind, like, why are the, why? Is it the population boom? But I was already seeing stuff in the sky in 2013. So what I seen with my own eyes, I started researching and found a whole bunch of people on the internet that that, that were seeing things as well. And uh, and so um, yeah, we are in the last days, and it probably we were we were born into this beast system. Well, I'm not getting religious. I'm just saying. Because I'm not religious. I used to be. I'm not anymore. It's a beast system. The insiders call it that. And the supercomputer that runs this whole deal that knows everything about you. Exactly. And, and yeah, it's called the beast computer, and it's over in Belgium, Brussels. Brussels in Belgium. That's right, the home yeah. of the Bilderbergs. Yeah. It's, it's the powerful Bilderbergers. Bilderberg. And that's where we're getting heavier into the controllers, you know, in the families, the Council of 300, and that's going up that pyramid, and boy, the old Venetian lines. And I mean, seriously corrupt. They they make money on all the DARPA and my labs, because I think we're my labs, to be honest. I'm pretty sure of it. Military labs. And they're underground, deep underground military bases, dumps. And so they do everything remotely. And uh, I'm adamant that everybody's being controlled. I've had to fight it myself. And they're playing some kind of sick, uh, under the guise of national security. Because they've robbed all of us blind. Um, I think uh, we are... You know, I'm, I hate to use the term guinea pigs, but I believe that the, where the, they're using they're they're guinea pigging us for our minds. You know, that's my opinion. And uh, the more they push us physically, the more they get out of the neuroscientific research um, under DARPA. I think it's psychiatrists, psychologists, probably CIA. And international M1s all the way to M19s, most you know, and they're under Mossad and the Vatican, Jesuit and the Queen, and keep on going. And then you know, and it made me like, why also? Because it's very minute groups that are targeted. And the only thing I come up with is we have things. We must have something that they wanted. You know. So DNA. What do you think it is? I mean, DNA, the brain, intelligence, and it's our I, intelligent level? I think it's a combination of things. Do you think it's any mistake that a lot of us are whistleblowers? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, either. Same here. 
um, we're living in a matrix, like it's a script. Like our whole lives have been scripted. I, I, I know I do. I, I know that I feel I've been held down all my life. And uh, I, I realized I was targeted as a teenager, but uh, I was left at a military base uh, at six weeks old. And thank God my grandparents got wind of it that night and demanded that they return me. And you had to know who they were. They they were not going to stop until they found me. And thank God a sergeant brought me back the next day because you see all the stories online, people talking about what, what some of them were abducted as children and taken into these military bases. And it's really sad. So I, I'm very thankful. And I, and then they both died extremely tragically. And I do connect it. Because as soon as they were buried, you know, they came after me. And they were, I, I believe they were doing mind stuff to me then. I mean, I went to, it got to the point I wouldn't sleep in my bedroom. So I believe they had the secret space program right over me. And they did back in the 70s. And they were beaming stuff down at me. And then I strangely went on my life and just forgot all about it. I I was psychic. So, you know, I had, uh, I was very psychic. I, I, I inherited it from my father's side. They're Native Americans, and uh, it went way back. It went back, uh, yeah, great, great, greats all the way back. They were extremely, um, they could do remote viewing back in the 1800s with, you know, no help, obviously, in the woods. You know, and they, there was, you know, they even had strangers and locals would come in and uh, document it and what have you as witnesses. Uh, and I'm a direct descendant of that. And my, when I met my father's mother, my paternal grandmother, I was probably about 20. And the first time she ever met me, and she knew. She said, you have the gifts. And I was, like, freaking out, you know, my hair standing up. And she said, a lot of them haven't tapped into yet. I would know when somebody was going to die, tragically, and I'd try to warn them. They wouldn't listen. They'd die. That's true. I knew I tried to warn my husband. He wouldn't. He didn't listen. He said, are you having one of them premonitions again? I told him, yes, it was extremely strong. I begged him not to go. He went in. He was blown in half. I end up in a lawsuit where it's a 99% their fault, OSHA proven, and uh, I get gang stalked, you know, and all roads lead to Rome, as far as I'm concerned. The money, you know, just follow the money. And that led me to a whole bunch of other stuff. And I'm sure nobody wants to hear on this call, but I mean, if you really go back, start realizing we've been lied to about everything. Yeah, for control. I guess the basis of control. And I do believe that, you know, we were slaves and just didn't know it. You know? We know it now. I don't know about you, but I don't feel free. We might have our free will if we can make it out the door, 
you know, and when I go out, I got so many doggone signals hitting me, and I'm infested with the chemtrails. And you know, every time they sh- chemtrails are a medium for directed energy weapons, and when they're beaming at us, the stuff is already in the house. Every time you open the door, if you open a window, I, I remember a few years ago when Darlene Armiles was still around. And she kept saying when she drove down the road, she she had to keep her windows closed because if she opened them, she was going to get hit. Boy, she would. I I go through the same thing. If I open my window, and that's aggravating. I mean, this is twenty four seven. So since I've been detox, I was detoxing in Florida. I got to the point where it was getting really good, but I was walking with sand a lot. I didn't realize sand was one of the best um, grounders that there is for grounding us. And I was walking on it all the time. I no longer cared. They were flying helicopters and planes over me and motorcycles up on the road. I didn't care. I'm going out on that beach and the hell with all of them. You know, either I'm going to die, I'm going to die. That's where how I got and I started feeling better. I started going down to the bar you know, that faced the ocean and enjoying a few drinks and the music. And it was getting really good. And I thought, okay, I'm going to move on to the country, you know, and me and Dwight's going to get this TI place together to help others, right? I was feeling better. Good. Well, then all hell broke loose when I got up there. I was alienated. So here I am, three acres around me. And I'm still getting targeted really, really bad. And that's when I started going out at night and filming, and I could see the drones going by, little red lights, just like Darling Mouse said. And um, and big UAVs in the sky. All, you know, and so when I would be getting hit really hard one direction, I'd go out and look. Yep, there's a... And then I'd get a little, fl- you know, that flutter feeling you get on your foot or your finger? Right before you know you're going to get targeted really bad, a drone would be going by. But using Dave's case's CD is breaking up the signal. It's you know it's he's been trying to tell us. When you'll hear him on Neil's call now and then, it, it breaks up the signals. And if you listen to it, I'll tell you what it does. I have a, when I have a really hard time walking from this targeting, I start playing that CD with the headphones for a while, and I'll start walking better, and the pain starts going away, and it's it's like wow, they really are using neurosensors to cause you know all the pain, even though we're getting hit in the knees or the ankles or wherever, the lungs or back or arms, the pain sensors are up in the brain. And that's I, that's when it really started hitting me because I went to medical school years ago, and I remember learning that. So uh, this is brain neuro. What a great way to take over a country, isn't it? What a great way to take over a world, new world order, which is actually old world order. Think about it. If you got seven billion people, how you taking over their brains is the best way to to do this, you know, sadly, and with weapons of massive destruction, which they are. And then I found the Space Preservation Act, which uh, a former Ohio, Ohio congressional member, uh, Kucinich's 
right after 9-11, it was on the 10th month of uh, 2011, so it was one month, less than a month later, he real fast put in a uh, a bill, Space Preservation Act 01, and he did it again in 2002 and five because every, he kept putting it through and it just, nobody would even look at it. And it names off everything that they're doing us, even exotic weapons and um, mine stuff, and it's all in there. Everything. Electromagnetic frequencies, microwaves, um, the whole bit. All of it. And he had less than a handful that backed him up, and I think there's over 400 members of the Senate account. Combined both that represent each state. So um, he put it in again in 2002, and then once he, he had a few more. You know, I mean, I was trying to remember it was 12, maybe 14 people members out of over 400. And then he put it in again in 2005. He was asking for, for all this to stop. But, but what he put in the bill was he was like saying you can still test the weapons, but just not on people, basically. You know, let's have peace and space, no space-based weapons. And um, what I understand is the Department of Defense by 05 had some choice words for him. That's around the time of the Bushes were in. And I, you go back and listen to Deborah Tavares, one of her early interviews of Ron Angle. It's called Is the AI in Charge? That was an eye-opener for me when I heard that. I played that back again. And he's talking, um, this guy's serious. He's down in Florida, and uh, he's targeted. And so is Deborah Tavares now in her family. And, uh, you know, it just blows you away, you know. And when I see people, so back to my neighbors, uh, in three states, I mean, this just doesn't happen. You know, it's illogical for all of us to think, well, it's over here, and now it's over here, and yes, this person's getting targeted here, all the states, you know. It's illogical. It's just illogical. My neighbors were super controlled. They were called light targets um, for the real target, which was me, and they can call it surveillance all they want. And I have to admit, when things started heating up before the weapon thing, I I got them online. I went in these social media places. I wanted to know what in the hell's going on, and that's when the target, the Kellenthal Pro, started on me. I just didn't have term for it, but that you know, but that led into then that led into getting me out of state. Get her out of state. Now she's lost some money. She sold that house. Now she's in another. Now we got her surrounded, and she's got nobody. She's alienated. And now we're really going to come at her. And then I go even further, and now I'm really in trouble. You know, I'm getting financially screwed. And I'm. it was all I had to make it back up to the country and find something I could afford. And I'm there, and now i got people robbing me and strangers. Yeah. Uh, you know, i got country people off of farms gang stalking. I mean, it's not funny. I, I'm in the middle of the country, and i got some tough guys on, in pickup trucks. But I started noticing that uh, 
when they got out of their trucks, they were little guys, and I thought, jeez, they're driving these big trucks, and they're little. Um, you know, but to do that to a little, I'm only five foot two, you know, and, and to be chased down with, you know, planes and helicopters, and that's, they're what's savages. that? Yeah, they're savages, yeah. Oh, exactly, it's barbaric. Yeah. And, and, you know, and what I go through now, it's just this butchery. I've had, you know, and it's so animalistic that, you know, it really it does beg the question, you know, and I started saying, you know, we, this is not human. And then I found it's computers, you know, and it's just so advanced, you got to wrap your thinking around it. And with the internet, you know, if you sit back and you think, you know, we got cell phone signals going everywhere and all these different companies and there's over 5 billion plus cell phones in use. Now we got the cell towers and, and they're massive, massive signals coming off of their microwaves and electromagnetics. We got smart meters, even the meters that aren't called smart meters are releasing signals. And they're not just releasing them outside our home. So if you cover up the exterior round part of that meter, you're not going to get hit outside. Try it. I took. I learned it from Dwight. I took Reflectex. I measured the, the meter on the exterior, and I was being targeted heavily. It's like God. And I came in and I measured. I cut it and I wrapped it up in three, four thick, tight layers. And I had, I bought, I ordered a piece of copper wiring off of eBay, got it cheap. And I went out there and I wrapped it around as tight as I could and used the best tape I could find. And then I wrapped a copper wire around it and I wrapped that wire on the metal that's holding the meter up to ground it. And I'm telling you, that helps a lot when you're outside, a lot. But I could tell, I'm getting targeted heavier now. And Connie is so right, I'm, I'm infected. You know, everything that's up in that sky, what goes up must come down. We are all infested with that. We're infected. They've poisoned. And you go back into the CIA and look at what they did for decades. I mean, they were practicing this. Biological, chemicals, the whole bit. Old Edgewood, Arsenal, Aberdeen, and I was living up by there when it all really started. The first time I heard voices in the head, I was in a cemetery doing some uh, research documentation, and uh, it was like people in the ground were saying to me, you know, I was documenting one deceased person, you know, historically, they were born like saying the 1700s, and I started hearing like, Am I hearing, what the hell? You know, like it sounds like people, deceased people are saying, get me. Don't forget me. Come over here, get me. You know, what the hell? And I'm thinking, I got a military base right down the road, you know, that's infamous for this. And so I went home and I thought, you know, and I got, again, I'm being gang stalked, but I didn't know the term then. And so I equated that to the military base up the road. I knew I had people after me from there. I knew can they were coming up. Yeah. Can I ask Do you know about like chemicals or poisons that can be put? Um, would you be able to? If I told you a situation, would you well, be able to maybe? 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe you can give me a shot. Um, I um, I had I had a bunch of ice, and some of the ice <laughs> after a few days turned totally white, and I I didn't. It kind of looked odd, but I put them into my glass and you know drank from it, and those those cubes wouldn't melt. And then within about twenty four hours, I got really really sick. Do you, does anybody know anything about? Any type of whitish, milkish, frozen water kind of thing that could be a poison or something. I just, I know that there, I can hear them with rockets going over every week. And, and recently it's been twice a week. And I know people online that are saying that, like, I'll go do some searching. Is there anybody else reporting us? You know, and they claim that they're spraying lithium over us. Uh, Depleted uranium that comes off of ant uh, that comes from one of uh, what is her name she's got she's got a lot of degrees over at um uh Alfred Webery I can't think of the lady's name darn it she's like a professor or something and she's being gangster over in California darn it do you think there's a way into water or something like that and make it into an ice or something like that. I think they could do anything they want. Yeah. I know that the, the whistleblowers from DARPA are saying this is biotech. So it's bi- our, our bio. They've made us on that. They've made all of us like an application, like a computer app. And this is biological, biotech. Because I lived down by the CIA, and they had biotech was the big thing down there. That's all they talked about. I remember the biotech plant and... um Across the street, the CIA had a, it was all about biologicals, and it was built like a, um, like almost like a, a, a fortified castle, so to speak. I mean, they were serious. They didn't want anybody getting in there. Um, yeah, God only knows. I'm just saying, God only knows. Chemical, bio, go, you know. God only knows. I had, I had the worst, uh, it was a strange, it was the worst and strangest uh, stomach issues in my life. And I finally left the place, but, you know. Was this around Christmas? Was this sometime after the New Year, maybe, by any chance? No, this was within the last 48 hours. Oh, my God. I know, whatever they did to me this past New Year, it was to me and my dog and Oh my God, I, I I don't know how I lived through it. Then I had a moment a couple of weeks ago, right before Connie. You know, I caught Connie talking about the what to do on that. Uh, it was another night. I I don't know how I'm here. I was I thought I was near death. They keep taking me near. Do they? Do you feel like they're taking you close to death and then bringing you back? You're so you sticky. No, I, I've never, I experienced a lot of the technology like that you're describing, mm-hmm. but I've never, ever felt like a poisoning thing, and I've never been afraid for my life until right now. Mm-hmm. I've never been afraid, um, and unfortunately, I'm in a really weird, uh, you know, situation where, you know, Do you have, um... Do you have any Alka-Seltzer? Because that's 
bicarbonate. I could get it. I feel None. fine now. I left the um, um. I, you know, I, I. It's been, it's been, you know, a few hours, but it, but I feel like, you know, I mean, uh, I even heard the the people talking about it. I think it was done hmm. intentionally. They, the, the bag was even <laughs> removed from the freezer from their food after that was put in there. So it was just kind of like, yeah. oh. I've had, I have had moments where I thought they put, you know, I felt poisoned. I've had a lot of moments like that where I've, a couple times I felt like I had LSD in me. Mm. Yeah, they I literally are. It's not just shooting chemicals at us and biologicals, and this is biological warfare. So you know, this chemical chemtrails, it's bio mm-hmm. bio biological warfare. I can't make that mm-hmm. up. Um. I've had moments where I felt like mm-hmm. I even had the worst trip ever. Um, what, what I found worked for me was in the country. Is uh, Al- I kept the Alka-Seltzer around. I tried to remember back when I was growing up what made me feel better. Alka-Seltzer, Tums. And I looked it up, you know, it's the bio-carbonate or whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd go get some of that. And whatever you felt, Bayer, Bayer Aspirin. Tylenol, super strength. I, I love Tylenol, but it seems like Advil is kicking, helping. Or whatever. I never liked Advil before, but my girlfriend turned me on to it, and it's helping. Advil. Yeah, I just, I, I've never felt, I mean, you know, I get, there's a lot of ways that I don't feel, you know, well, but I've just, right. I definitely felt. There's something very bad yeah. going on, and um, mm-hmm. then when I heard yeah. some type of conversation, and it was just like, oh, oh my God, this is it. You know, this is it. I, yeah. It's, uh, Isn't it awful? I, I've been so sick from this targeting and what they're doing that uh, since Christmas, I sent an extra set of keys down to my elderly relative that was almost four hours away, and I gave her direct as a truth. Between her and a few other TIs, they know to call me. That I thought if I die, I want to, you know, if I don't answer the phone in three days, you know, come up here and check on me in the back. That's where I'm at with it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I understand. Yeah, you know, it's just, uh, um, I, I can't, uh, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how to talk on these calls. And I, um, okay. I just uh, became really aware that, um, you know, it's really hard to figure out the people that you're actually residing with. Number mm-hmm. one, if they, you know, because the gang stalking happens wherever I live in any state, it doesn't matter. So even if where I live with people, no. curse, then it's like, are these people going to participate if they're trying to recruit them? Are they actually part of it? You know, you go through that to determine. But it's, um, yeah. This, when, uh, I, when, I, when I knew that it was, when I knew that people were being controlled and there was some kind of virtual reality going on, and again, they have sprayed us 24-7 for years, chemtrails, mm-hmm. geoengineered. So now it's, what goes up must come down, and we're layered with something called smart dust, nano dust. Mm-hmm. And that smart dust works with the smartphones, the smart grid, the smart meters. You get in my drift, so we became... They wanted full spectrum of dominance, air, ground, sea. They created 
And this is in Dr. D- Robert exactly. Duncan's book. They created a virtual reality, a matrix. It's man-made, that mm-hmm. so we are nodes or avatars. And, and there's a great guy out here that I email with. His name is Mark Rich. He's up in, I think, Mass- Connecticut, Massachusetts. And uh, he has... He's written books. He's got a website. He created new homework. He's a guru. Oh, God, isn't he? <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, his he's, website's newworldwar.org, new world right? Yeah. Okay. And you can download his books for free. He, he gives them away. Oh, yeah. He doesn't come out here. He, he He's backpacking it with a camera, and he's a brave, smart guy. Very brave. He was determined to document the synchronization of gang stalking, and he calls it the gig, and he's done his research. It's called uh, Global Information Grid, okay? We're all in a major supercomputer, and they're, they've got us all connected with cell phones, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, I mean, you name it. Now, they can literally pinpoint in, in the etheric, okay, that's right. And put your finger in front of your face and just think of a pencil-sized space. And, and they can go right to that point and target and or poison you. Mm-hmm. They and, can't. I, yeah. I know this. Yes, I, I feel it in my body. I feel what it has. I can feel it. I see very, um, it's almost like they can play with the the outer layers of um, of what's within the visual space. Spectrum, and if you steer long enough, which I'm stupid enough to do, because I think a lot of it's in training. If you if you, if you interact with it, inter, it interacts with you, uh, which you shouldn't do. I, but because I'm, dumb, you know. But you can <laughs> they, they do amazing things with. Um, I mean, just the technology is so. It is. Oh God, and, and to use it. Well, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing because they've weapon, they figured out to harness yeah. the very um, uh, basic building blocks of life, like 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 uh, yeah. you know the, the atomic cable and whatever, and they, and that and, and what could be maybe used in some ways to advance. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're destroying what makes anybody a human being. I don't get it. Why uh, why destroy what makes a human? They, what you said, they've been doing that for, they can, re, they re, reverse what they're doing to us. Because I don't know about you, but they've aged me 20 years easy. I look nothing like I did when this started. No, I'm embarrassed the way I look. I look horrible. And I was prior, I was kind of like a t-shirt and jeans and I liked my knee split. You know, that's just me and my flip-flops, you know, and uh, now... Uh, you know they put they swell they they swelled me and, and it's going into our bio photons okay biological and once it goes into there there's no getting it out this is DNA RNA trans transhumanism and um, it's not you know they got it all over the internet as if it's the latest thing it's not it, it, this is you got to face it, we got some really deep, criminal, occult, black ops, black projects, super black, dark, very dark occult. 
and this technology was around thousands of years ago. We have been lied to about everything. So they pulled it all back out. You know, it's like uh, they had it for themselves, but they weren't sharing it with us ever. And they pulled it out when they had to because they put up the Georgia Guidestones down in Georgia, Edmondson, Georgia. I went by there. And um, it it clearly states their Ten Commandments. It says, uh, the first line says... um, they they want only five hundred million, and there's over seven billion of us. It's depopulation. That's written on the stones. Yeah, it is. Look at look at it's Georgia Guidestones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I I I I'm not. I, I don't. Um, I believe what Here's you're what saying about technology. I, I, because of because I experienced technology without any uh any without any screen computer with me a keyboard anything I'm you know there is I there it is possible I mean that yes the technology that's you know it's just kind of there you well, know what the, yeah. there's there's a two DARPA uh, there's three. Four different separate, and not, if not more, uh, DARPA employees. And I was emailing with one for a couple of years, William Ross. He worked for DARPA, and all these people, they didn't. They were lower level. They didn't sign high. Each one of them say they didn't sign uh, just, you know, papers that they had to be quiet. And uh, some of them, while they're talking for an hour into the camera outside, you can hear they're being right. gang-stalked. They'll even look over, you know, the loud motorcycles, the planes, the whole bit. And they all say it's DARPA. And, um, you know, and it's my labs, military labs. My labs, DARPA. And this is all PSI, P-S-I, SciTech. Mm-hmm. And it's Skynet. That's a term for it, Skynet. And it's cloud computing. And what's up there is down here with us now. It's it's everywhere. It, it, it is. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. It, it, it is your. And it. I know this sounds really kind of. It's like an easy comment to make, but hard to explain. But they have somehow the simple elements that are, you know, that can interact with with you know, the biology and human beings or whatever. I mean, it's being, I guess the best, best term is weaponized. And it's, it's, I mean, and the terrible things are, that, that can be done, especially with vision or with, uh, uh, I don't know, it's just um, not terrible things they can do with vision. Um, just the terrible things that, that we, what we can do with people and how, and relationships and, and you know, there's a real, real um, effort to, uh, you know, in, you know. I think there's a some type of a sphere around each target that we move with that people see on a mm-hmm. screen somehow, and yeah. within his, yeah, right. within your circle, you know, you know, it's just kind of very engineered. Well, you know, and it's just, uh, you don't need it's a, you, number one. You don't need you know. Think of five billion cell phones that I'm aware of. Okay. And the towers, 
releasing all the signals. And, and each cell phone releases a signal in a round circle, and they're all overlapped. So it's the IoT, the Internet of all things, okay? Plus, we release the same energy off of us, and again, we, no one was going to teach us that because our education since we were born has been completely controlled. They kept us dumbed down to the point of grinding down. They weren't going to share what they knew with us. So starting with your heart, you know, we have chakras. It comes up through the brain, and it's a big circle around us of all these frequencies coming out. So they could have read our minds even way back when. You know, it was a, you know, once you figure all that out, it was a no-brainer. So now they got us connected with cell phones doing the same thing. And each cell phone is a miniature AI. It's all connected in. So when I started getting my, the voices coming back into my... Here's how it was doing with me. It, it was, I was getting flashes of old pictures of me, uh, maybe me and my late husband. Me And I, wait a minute, I thought, I just went by that picture three days ago and looked at it. You know, uh, I... Everything, it was repeating everything back into my head that I already did, or someone else said or did to me. Oh, wait a minute. So uh, I was reading up when Dr. Duncan wrote about they were doing cyber warfare and cybernetics. You know, so, and then I started getting into the CIA and these psychologists. It was Torture Rendition Airport I lived by, so that got me looking over online at uh, the torture um prisons, okay, and they put black masks over their heads, and they wear orange um, prison garb, and they got their hands handcuffed in the back, and they're down on their knees, and I mean, it's awful what they did to these, most of them are farmers, and, and so they're torturing the living hell out of them, they can't even starve themselves to death, they were feeding them up the tubes up their rectums, why would you do that if you want, if you hate these people, wouldn't you want them dead? Right? If, if they if they want us dead and gone, why don't they kill us, for God's sakes? And I've had them moments. You probably have, too. But then I see that when they're done torturing the shit out of them people, excuse my language, they got a shrink waiting with a clipboard. And I'm, like, studying this picture and really like, I'm no good. What the hell? They torture these people. They won't even let them kill themselves. They hate, and you can see them with the guards and the really tough... Um, uh, German shepherds, you know, and and now they got a shrink at the end of the day with a clipboard interviewing the guy who's still got the black sheet over his poor head and he's still handcuffed with his arm. What the Lord are they doing? You see what I mean? This is all shrink, scientific mm-hmm. psychology. They want us to, um, it, it all means it, it, it's got to do with, obviously, mind control but more than that, they want to change our desires, what 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 draws our affections. I mean, it goes way beyond just our thoughts. Yeah. It, it has to do with allegiances, um, forming bonds. I mean, they're getting, it, it's becoming, they want, to re, so they want to somehow bypass the, re, the wiring of the brain so it can be rewired very quickly. And I think that that is a lot of what the prototyping is, or at least the initial, oh. or at least what, what I think. You know, because I do not think that that is a science right now, but it will be. And I think it will be rolled out to the whole population. Um, I don't think, regrettably, I don't think we're going to be around to see it. Oh, we won't. We won't. I'm be, 
I no. believe you. That, you know, again, they they only want five hundred million, so they want seven billion of us gone, and they're in the process of doing that now. And we're some of them. Um, I, we'll never okay. know how many others there were in our. I've lost track of so many PIs I could cry. I don't know where they're all at. They've disappeared. Yeah, where are they? But it's easy had, to disappear. I, it's easy to disappear. It's very, very easy to um to be someone who just disappears. It's it's scary. It's very scary. Yeah, I I've went days and weeks where I don't even talk. You know, I'll just I'll listen with you guys, but I don't even talk. You know, and I, you know I'm constantly like deer in the headlights. You know, I'm I got that. But what I've learned from these whistleblowers is the way we get we beat this is that we got we have to grab back at our self awareness. And remember, our thoughts are stronger than theirs. It's just a computer. I had to go for a while. Every time I went down my the steps, it, it would put in my head, um, "Throw yourself down the steps." Over and over and over, I heard this. Uh, every time I stepped over around my precious past dog and cat, it would be smash your dog's head in, smash your cat's head in, over and over and over. Throw yourself down the steps. What the hell? And um, I knew it was coming from the satellites above me, and I, I figured it out how it was all connected. You know, and I thought, what? You know, and I realized I was just like one of the ones they had in the torture prison. You know, they might, we're an open-air FEMA camp, is my opinion. I don't think they need to put us in a FEMA camp. I think they're, they want to do that. They want that. There's over 800 of them. Why do they have over 800 FEMA camps? I don't know when you say camp, are they like outside sprawling prison? Prison, yeah, they, all the WalMarts. I mean, if you take a good, you know, I, somebody was documenting them, and so I, when I went to Walmart, I looked and I went, "Darnie's right. They're built on the outside, like um, you know, like a castle prison thing, where they can look down at you, like a guard, a guardhouse on the corners, and they are." You know, and and then I started thinking back. That's right. They they all the corporate companies moved offshore, so they're strangling us to death financially. They got rid of mom and pop stores and look around at all the empty malls and what have you. And then they started replacing the cops. And in all due respect, they were uh, bringing in uh, really not. A, you know, they made sure their their IQ was low. I remember that. Anybody could have gotten that job. And I had friends that were cops that were getting out. They didn't like what was going on. Um, I looked at, I didn't like the term homeland security. Homeland? That's, that's Nazi. That's the first time I heard of it. Man, what the hell is that? And the Patriot Acts were the most hateful unpatriot acts around. And that took, all roads led to JFK, you know, Eisenhower, his warning, the military-industrial complex which I think is the military-industrial surveillance complex. And, um, you know, I'm going to be honest. I'll just cut to the chase. we got some really evil, corrupt... Look on the back of the dollar bill. 
you see the pyramid. And there's one eye at the top. Yeah, and, and who owns who runs the Federal Reserve? Rothschild. You know, who owns 92% of the world? Banks. You know, it all roads lead to Rothschild. He's the banker for the richest families in the world, as well as the crown, which is banks. So it's the queen, but above her is the crown, and they're banks. You know, so, I mean... The money is trumping with power, and they they want us gone, you know. Yeah, but I believe the minute amount of targets, they're, they've copied our brain. They've uploaded our brain. Uh, they cyborg, cybernetic, cyborg. You know, so now when I get my own thoughts played back at me, or it's going to get, it, it can guess you two seconds ahead. You know, I, I'm thinking I'm, getting ready to think I'm going to go over there and get something to eat out of the refrigerator, it's going to put it in my head as if it's telling me, no. It, it went two sensors, and two neurosensors, two, a second ahead of me. That's you, what you, know doing. What, you know what? I've noticed something that the sub, my, the, oh, I'm sorry, my sub vocalizations are prior to what I'm what is to my awareness of what I've said? It's like self vocalize and then, and then whatever, and then the thought comes to my head and, and hits my vocal, and maybe hits my vocal cords. But, and I know this because I, well, I sit and experiment with this stupid technology, and um, it, it, it is a, um, it's like a time lag. There's a lag, there's a, like you're saying, a, a milliseconds, uh, but you, when you, Think something before you, well, how can I say it? When you have an intention of thinking something and then it comes to your awareness, there is a lag time. There, there, there truly is. And I don't know if that's actually a byproduct of them using technology on us. And it appears that way or if that truly is the way it is. Uh, like the predictive programming that Brian was explaining um, and that's synchronization, and they're using synchrotrons in the background with CERN and D-Wave, which is dimensional waves at the computer. And I had to look at the picture, and I downloaded it, and I stared at it. So every time it was putting these horrible thoughts in my head, I just kept staring at the mechanisms of the computer in the background, and I had to keep telling myself, you know, it's just a piece of metal. It's just a computer. It's wires. You know, and I even got out with a telescope one night, and I, and I was getting targeted bad. I wanted to know, what the hell? I, this is back when I would hold signs up. <laughs> I did. I held signs up. I'm being attacked with satellite weapons, you know. I mean, it was just, the whole thing was just, how dare, you know, this can't be happening. And I wanted to wake the whole world up, and I tried. By myself, I really did. I did my level head best, you know, and I, everybody I talked to snap your finger, they became like the white knights talking backwards. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's so, what you need, what you, so hard to believe, it's hard, it's hard I to, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I started reading like comments historically of what former senators or whatever said, uh, people that were insiders that said like, there's something in very powerful in the background up in D.C. that nobody wants to talk about, you know, comments that they're afraid of something, you know, and 
you find, and it was some something that happened to me as a teenager with some kind of sound like they tried to make it sound like aliens. It called me on the phone, but really it was computers. And then the same thing, thing happened year decades later, a few years ago. Um, yeah, except it was way more advanced. So, and and when I followed the sound, and I kept stepping outside I, all hours of the night, I was angry and looking up. It's all I see are these lights up in the sky. So I got my telescope out and looked, and these low-lying satellites are like spinning. And I'd get online and look at them. You know, I'd look for. I'd get right to their sites. So I got. I didn't care. You know, there's no secrets anymore. You know, it's just like Edward Snowden. I got a T-shirt from him that says, um, you know, I don't want to live in a world where everything I say and do is being watched, you know. And we literally are, he called it blanket surveillance, blanket. And I heard that term. I was like, whoa. You know, that means forget the cameras. They don't need cameras. They and then veterans say. They do not need cameras. We are no, they do not. I promise you they see it, uh, and mm-hmm. what is that sprinkled and doesn't get, like I have a lot of white, <laughs> I have white stuff uh, splattered on my car, I I used to a lot, and then it stopped, now it's starting up again, it looks like, like some type of mercury, it's weird, silver whitish stuff, like uh, it apple down to my car, and it, and I think it, I used to go, what is that, what is it, but it's so, so you light up somewhere, I promise you, yep, you, I know do you that. Have you a, got it. Do you have access to a hose? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'll tell you what I, used to, what I do. I take my hose and I go out there and I water, wash off my car. And when I do, the AI is flipping out the Skynet. I've had okay. Skynet. It's a Terminator, the bastard. So that's what I. That's my terms. I got to deal with it somehow. It, it, it's a frequency. So when we're being gang stalked, it's a frequency. Well, well, it comes it, from it inside. Is, it, it, it is. Yes. It, it, it's, they 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 do it via frequency. But I'm here. I'm here to tell you. I know that Brian too says a lot of it's generated just from AI. But I'm here to tell you. Mm-hmm. So much of it is real people on real time. There are truly people who who sit and operate the stuff and even, you know, engage with, you know, and it's all, much of it could be real time, I believe. Well, may I say this? Next time you get to buy them, I want you to remember something. This is going to help you because it helped, at least it helped me, is that you consider that we're all on the Titanic. And it's about to hit the iceberg a minute to midnight, if not sooner. And um, the clock is ticking, and we're getting getting closer to that iceberg. So when we go down, they're going down with with us as well. In other words, if they're above ground on the surface, they're shit out of luck like the rest of them. And that's the truth, you know. um, you're right. It's, yeah, it's scary. I, I, I can't believe we're living in this. I can't believe that I'm here. I can't believe any of this is going on. I'm a psychic on top of it, so I'm highly intuitive. They've yeah. done things into my brain to make fun of me. Um, I can almost feel the signals and coming at me three ways. Um, 
when I go out and I'm being targeted and I'm in public and I don't get people that turn on me anymore because this system knows that I know that people are controlled. So they can't do it to me anymore. So when I go out, nobody bothers me anymore. People are kind. Here's what I do. Before I go out, keep telling yourself, that that humanity has not turned against you, that those in the background have that are extremely evil, corrupt, deep uh, caught, and they are black project deep, and and uh, they're twisted. They're very sick and twisted. They got a lot of money, a lot of power. They have robbed us all blind, committed treason, but it's. You know, you can think it's them. You go right ahead, but I adamantly believe that they're doing this from remote locations. Okay, I, yes, I, 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 I do really get gang, like gang stuff, like people, except for people I live with, which is kind of the irony. Um, which is, I only started living with people because being alone at night, I was being accessed. Mm-hmm. Anytime I lived alone in an apartment, you know, there were people be coming in at nighttime. There was no keeping anybody out, and I can always tell. You know, the next day, it just. Uh, but it's I, the irony is this is the first time I've ever really lived with people in the last, like, I don't know, six, well, maybe less than a year. Um, and this is the first time I'm very, I fear for my life. I fear for my life. This is a whole, this is a very weird little, um, out in the country and the, and, and this is like, a, um, I don't know. There's a, it's a whole new, this is a weird kind of game out here. Um, but yeah. anyway. Uh, I've never lived in the country before either, so... Mm. You, you know, I mean, none of us should be going to None of us. I don't know. Mm-hmm. This is just... I, I get shocked. I get shocked when some TIs tell me, you know, they've been targeted for decades. And I'm, wow. You know, I'm, I feel bad that it was going on and we didn't know about it. But there was a lot going on we didn't know about. You know... I've seen that Ron Paul in 2010 said the CIA cooped the, the government and the military. In my humble opinion, the CIA committed the coup in World War II. Because the CIA, if you go back historically, they came from the Nazi SS. And I know people get upset with me about that. It's the same with Stasi. It's who was who was supporting Hitler? You know Bush Senior's father, and he was con- he was the governor of Connecticut when he was found guilty of treason for banking with both sides of the war, and he remained. Nothing happened to him. I I'd like to say something. It it might be worth about two cents, but it it's important to me that I think this this day and age that we live in. Uh, the time is ripe, um, and when you combine the the money, the affluence that, especially that the U.S. Americans have, with uh, the technology that we have available now at our fingertips, and I'm talking about we as a country, with the way that mankind is, I think the time is ripe for mankind to destroy mankind. And I believe that's what we will see in this country as it falls apart. I think Thank you're you. right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. We're seeing brother against brother kind of thing. Yeah. Right. 
regardless of who's doing it and how it's being done, you're right. We're, we're, we're in the last. Right. We're being done in. You know, it, this is anti-human, if you ask me. Oh, it is. This is it. They're, they're, they're taking, they are, this is like a exercise of extracting what makes insanity human, humans from human, what yeah. makes a person human from a human being. It's real. I promise it's real. This is not a joke. This is bad. Hey guys, is that TV too loud in the background? Is the TV too loud? Mm-mm. I can't even hear it. Uh, okay. Yeah, I didn't hear it either. All right. I I had a moment last week where I thought they were that was it. They were going to drive me. I I literally thought I was going to lose my mind, and I sat here and I thought, oh my god, no, yeah, I cannot allow this. So I ran down the steps and quick turned most a lot of the electric off, especially all the kitchen appliances. I turned them off. I shut them down at the box. I shut the heater off at the box uh, and the washer and dryer at the box and immediately felt it better. I sat up here and I ended up having the best day ever. So I went from thought I was losing my mind what they were doing to me to feeling almost normal again. So and, and I mean I had I started thinking back. See they don't want it psychotronics, they don't want to give you time to think straight, you know. And their papers say it. They had three goals. One was first to take us down emotionally, mentally. Second piece of cake at that point then would be to take mm. us down financially. And the third and final, you wanna know what it is? This is NSA stuff, was to um, see how long it took to drive us crazy where we kill ourselves. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm like, you know, you know, when you get into the most powerful country in the world, militarily and intelligence-wise, and their game, you know, at that point, I guess, what else have they got to do? Their game is to see how long it takes for us to kill ourselves. And I've had, I feel too many moments that... It's like it's, I have no choice in this sick, sad thing. You know, this heinous, horrendous uh, phenomenon that either I can lay down and die, you know, because why should I give them another guinea pig moment, you know, or I have to force myself mentally to right. make it through the world, go down the road, get my cigarettes, which is, you know, and it's I dread it because I'm going to get chased all over the place and this and that and Mm-hmm. Being, you know, and I gotta act normal in public and not lose it while driving. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? You know. And I know I'm gonna see somebody with one light, and maybe I'll see six cars come at me synchronized at the same time. Yeah, and, yes, yes. I, 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 and there's gonna be somebody coming up behind me. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, that kind of stuff doesn't bother me so. They, I guess, you know, from what the protocol is, they have to do stuff that will bother you. And what I get is this surreptitious entries and the theft, which I've talked about five million times. And it is the theft. And it is the theft. I moved into where I live with six trunks, and there were three different sizes. Two of the trunks were from the late 1980s. They were the bigger ones. There was one that was a few inches uh, shorter. And then one that was a few inches shorter, and then one that was a few inches small, um, um, narrower. And I know this because I had them in a line. 
Now they're all the same size. They've all been like, I don't even know what. The, the brass doesn't match on any of them. Um, the, they look like crap. And I don't even know what to do. So this bothers me. Do not, <laughs> of course, who wouldn't it bother you? You are stealing my belongings. Do not steal my, you know, you take pictures of it. The pictures get stolen. Anything digital gets either erased or, 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 or edited. There's, no, there's nothing to do. This, this bothers me. I can't believe it. It's been like an, almost like an acid grab for me. It's, 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 I, this enrages me. And then when you move in and there's people, you know, you're trying to think, well, do they know if, you know, or, or and then have they, are they trying to recruit them? And then, or did I get led because it was the only whatever, and these people really are seasoned, organized stalkers and, um, this just gets really frustrating, and I'm trying to avoid living by myself because at night time, more often than I think I believe, uh, my place was accessed at night time. I, I know it with me sleeping there. Yeah, um, exactly. I'm afraid. I, but I was never afraid for my life, though. I was never afraid I'm going to get killed. I have to say I'm afraid. This is, this is really unpleasant. Very unpleasant. Right. It's weird. Very weird. Very weird. Un- no, no, no. Mm. I, I'll be honest. Uh, the whole thing terrifies me. So, and I learned to be honest. I used to like say that nah, done because I didn't want the AI system. No, I don't. I know. I got to the point where it was so massive what they were doing and heinous, massive, big that I no longer cared. I don't. You know, since it knows what I'm going to think in a second or two before me, it's you know, right. crap yeah. on it. And shit right. on it. So I, 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 to grab back at me, I don't want to yeah. die stuck in a machine up in the sky, you know. And so uh, to to die at me is to say this has been a terrifying event. I, I couldn't. I'm gonna be honest. I couldn't do it to my worst enemy. Oh, I couldn't either. There's other things I could do, but not this. Yeah, I could throw them in prison the rest of their lives, but I mean, you know, this is no touch torture, no touch. Yes, the, you know, right. figure, they they knew how to do this long ago. Yeah, Deb, uh, if you, uh, Kathy O'Brien, she was the victim. For years and years, and I mean, I was shocked when I heard her recently say it was over 30 years ago when she wrote Transformation, where her husband was a CIA MK Ultra agent guy, and he got her out of there when he realized how bad things were. And um, she, they, they toured. She tried to get the word out, you know. And it, it, it's, it's something when you hear. It. And she talked about. 30 years ago, they were doing remote torturing. I mean, and when you hear the stories of what went on in D.C., you know, it, it, especially when Bush and them were, and Bush and them were running it since they killed Kennedy. You know, the, Reagan was a puppet. You know, there's, there, there's pictures of him and Nixon. I'm between two of them. They, were, they weren't all that, you know, when you think about it. They really weren't. Um, it blows my mind that Jimmy Carter was in the middle somewhere. 
I'm not real sure what the hell was going on with him. You know, he, I want to. I, I assume he was the only one that was halfway decent. I don't know. I want to believe he was. Georgia peanut farmer, menace, you know, and he was very religious, right. Christian. Right. 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 So, um, yeah. How did he end up in the mess? In the mix, unless they the least, the least to, to eat, that would be motivated to explore. Very peaceful guy. Yeah. I forgot all about Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Jimmy Carter said totally I think they threw him in. I totally forgot about Jimmy Carter. That's weird. Yeah, I think they. Well, they de- they destroyed him too. They something to do with a helicopter accident over one of the countries who we were sadly bombing. I, I I feel bad. I've had to, I sat here and cried earlier to forgive myself. Oh. I, I mean, I had to forgive myself for all the targeting moments that. I could have, why didn't I stay? Because this is all based on fight or flight. Exactly, yeah. And, yep, isn't it? Fight or flight. And that goes way back. Thousands of years. <laughs> yep, the old, yeah. Then, um, well, hey, you know, we don't train for war, you know? Yeah. That's mainly what I started doing the last couple of days to make my neighbor perps angry. Right. Uh-huh. No, ask me. Well, what have you been doing to piss off your neighbor? Okay, I, because they love to complain. Okay, when the a real yeah. turning point here for me was when I discovered, and when I say commit murder, I don't mean literally, but I could commit murder and they will never kick me out of here. Okay? Because this is right where they want me. So that was a big deal for me. So lately, uh, I put, and they love, so they love to go cry, but they don't know that. My neighbors do not know that I'm not going to get kicked out of here. I know that. The authorities know that. So they go crying at every little thing, complaining about me to management. Right. So I put recorded baby crying sounds on my phone and play it continually. And especially the lady across the hall that makes her so mad. I love it. I eat it up. I'm having so much fun. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's called reverse targeting. Yes. I love it. I do, too. Hmm. Is Kyle on here or what? I I see it showing he's dialed in. There's quite a there's quite a few still left on here. Wow. You need a vacation, hug. You girl, both of you, both of you uh, girls do. So how many on right now? Say again. How many do you have uh, on right now? How many people? Oh, I couldn't say. Oh, okay. I, I'll tell you an email. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't you say? You know, usually Derek will say 80 or 90. Right. Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would love to be have my feet in the sand again staring at that ocean. Yeah, me too. Oh, I, Oh God! What I was, I I was tar- when I was targeted the heaviest there, and yet I caught when my almost ninety year old aunt drove all the way down there, and I was losing yeah. it. 
And she said, basically, get up and don't let the bastards get you down. You go. She said, I don't don't leave Florida till you see the whole place. Get out there to that ocean and enjoy every minute. And she, you right. know, and, and she really got you know screw them. You know, yeah. and I thought, well, if she can do it, do that, and drive That's down cool. there for me. It it gave me love. You know, like wow, she really did love me to come down there. And right. she drove. And um and I did. So I started walking the beach and I'm being air stalked and motors, and I no longer cared. And the more I did it the less they did it. They just couldn't get to me anymore. And I found a bigger expansive beach size. There was no people. It was ten miles of dog beach. And I thought, Yes, I'm home you know. And and I I, I the sand I didn't know it was the best way to ground. And then I got the ocean wind blowing it off. And there's a bar up there with my name on it, you know. <laughs> and it was perfect. I go up there at night, you know, and I, instead of staring at the lights in the sky that are right following me around and they're right above me, I would turn around and watch the band and have a beer. And I started talking with people again. I started trusting people. Right, and the paranoia is leaving me. I no longer feel like it's any and everybody. And I, the more I researched the line, the more I realized there was something going on in our country and the world. Things were not what I thought. You know, was, and then I started driving down longer drives down the main road of the ocean, and I could see the helicopters everywhere and the drones. You know, and by now a sheriff told me, "Yeah, hon, you got drones on you." I'm talking to more and more TIs all along the coastlines in Florida and inside inland, and then I find out they're all over the country. And and yeah, you know, it didn't take me long to see the bigger picture. So um, and I could see all the heavy chemtrails, and I'm watching them come down. You know, like the heavy. Oh my God, they were so heavy, and the stuff is dripping down. You know, they did a hologram in the sky. I swear, I I filmed it. Back in, I was throwing everything out on YouTube, you know, and oh God, all the military members that were being targeted that got a hold of me. Some of them, I don't know what happened to them. Like I remember one, he was he was going to kill himself, you know, and he had his dog tags. He would show them, and uh, you know, he, uh, the, the betrayal. And then I learned that that's what they like. They like the betray, betrayal. So we walk around, we feel everybody's betrayed us. They want us to fight or flight. Mm. It doesn't leave us many choices other than, okay, how do we win this? Well, it's all in the mind, right, since they're targeting our brain. So we got to grab hold of our self-awareness. Who were we the day before? You know, go back to who you were. Don't let the MFers get that part of you. You know, don't let them. They're not worth it. That's so true. I'll be damned, and I'm not damned. I went to ministers and said uh, we were cursed. It's like, what? You know, I know who I was growing up. I wasn't perfect, you know. But I was not the perfect little goody-goody two-shoe, but I wasn't evil either. You know, I, I, I don't think most TIs don't seem like they were evil. And if, and if we were bad people, why in the hell are they so interested in our brains and uploading them? Mm-hmm. Cybernet, you know? That's pretty telling right there. So I started learning from the enemy. 
You know, what's that old saying, Ryan? My friend, my enemy is my friend or something like that. Oh, yeah. Keep, yeah exactly. Yeah. And keep your keep your friends close, but your enemies close. Closer, exactly. Yeah. That's right, so, Shang so, Tsung. So yeah, so since I'm all alone in this Shang Tsung jail, you know, a jail without bars, you know, it's like I became a prisoner in my own mind. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right. And I kept feeling like I was in the back of a pickup truck on a chain being dragged up the street. This right. heinous butchery. You know, to sit and get beams. And this is 24-7. I don't know about you, but dear God, I don't get a, a moment, you know. Exactly. And then, so I thought, I got a choice. I can keep sitting and being, and or I can get up and screw them. I'm going to get attacked. That's life. I'm going to die. Nobody gets out alive. And right. I'm I'm going to die with my feet on the doggone ground. That's right. So I will not fight. And I will not flight. I'm not going to do either anymore. I've done enough of that. I've done both. I've actually given chase to these guys. I'm only five foot two. I did. I, oh my God, I was chasing them all down in Florida. I was chasing them to every house they had. I had cameras in the car. I had cameras everywhere. I was determined. I'm like, get them, you know. And I had to grab hold of myself and think, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. You know, I've become just. I became like them. Just briefly. You know, and then I started finding these NS, these uh, whistleblowers from DARPA, and that's when I started hitting it. You know, I saw my laps, you know, and and how deep they are. You know, I, I mean, I got to a point for a while there, I thought, are they human? And then I realized, it took me a long time to realize, if I keep sitting in the house all night and they're shooting at me and, the, and they're hitting in my brain, Neurally, I, I, I'm going to think they're like from another world, but it's a computer. It's yeah. metal. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's a piece of metal they're using that they're hiding behind a sp- computer screen, you know, just like I'm sitting here in front of one. And then I thought, you know, I'm, I'm on a virtual private network. They know who I am out there. I no longer care. And then I found that they, they created the Internet under ARPA, Later became DARPA, Air Force, Defense, right. and all that. Right. You were right, Ryan. Yeah. And, and then they named it with a D, DARPA. And um, things are not how we thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah advanced research for yeah. defense. And, and they handed everything over proxy to the corporations and what have you. Right. You just go top for America and read all that. And, um and you realize that our country's been usurped. Exactly. And when I found out, why, yeah, when I found out why, it blew, really blew me away. But I already seen it up the sky, so uh, then I started listening to people, you know, talking about what's going on, what's about to happen, and how it's happened before. You know. It's mentioned in the Bible, they swarm witch. And the, the irony is Dr. Clark, yeah, she's passed on now. She came up with something that really, you know, I found, I was using in Florida. And it, it's Dr. Clark, yeah, C-L-A-R-K-I-A. You can get it at Cure Zone. 
that the best one and um it's tenature and it's uh wall it's black green walnut claws a cloves and something called wormwood. Oh yeah. And yeah. Mhm. And I use it. I put it in my coffee as it's getting cold, and and you get, you acquire a taste for it after a while, and it kills parasites because when they're shooting them beam weapons into us, they're shooting everything that's up in them chemtrails. Exactly. It'll kill a hundred parasites in one sitting, in one fell swoop. Yeah. And this stuff has gotten into our bloodstream and our brains, so we yeah. have to understand that our fellow TIs, this causes dementia. It, it mimics dementia. It, it, the scientists developing them have well proven. It, it's very similar to mad cow disease. Um, Autism, uh, you name it. Dementia. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I guess it is real easy for them, to, you know, to beam down and uh, and communicate with the nano fibers that are in the brain, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was just trying yeah. to find the noise in the background, but you're right. Yeah, nano articulate. I'm on. I'm on mute myself. Fiber. Polymer mm-hmm. file, say again. Exactly. Bingo. Smart yeah. stuff. The uh, nano stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Nano nanites. Nano fibers. Self-replicating. Um, and so we became like an open-air science uh, lab. <laughs> right. Yeah. And when I realized that people around me were being controlled, and I was under it at times too and had to fight it, you know, they made sure that we were aware, because if we weren't aware, what good were we as an experiment? Right. You get it? You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. What bothers me is, yeah, what, what, what this one gal, uh, I'm trying to think of her name, sorry, Lauda, and her last name is Leon, and her husband, George Leon, who worked under DARPA, and they came up in their talk, and they're heavily gang-stalked. Um, and they were targeted, and they look to the camera, and they tell you how to get over it. It's all mind, yeah. and they explain that it's psi, 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 mind tech, Skynet, and um, all signals and what have you, and no, you have to grab. No. That's what they that you know that's where they got the idea for the SciTech, the little uh, amateur uh, toys used to buy in Toys R Us. That came from that actual SciTech huggy. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of that? No. Uh-uh. Yeah, they they sold it in Toys R Us. I used to be obsessed with that stuff when I was a teenager. Yeah, yeah, Deb, I'll do that. But let's see, it's it's no, it's called. Uh, I remember that stuff. I used to work in a toy store. <laughs> yeah, hey, amen. Dude, you know what the the weirdest thing was? I was like always fascinated by this. I was only like 16 years old, but I would be in the middle of the mall in this random toy store. It was called KB Toys, and that spy yeah. tech, the one device that I love the most. You would think it would cost like ten thousand dollars, 
but it was yeah. just this regular toy in the middle of the mall. And like you put the earbuds in and it had like a little wire, like how if you were listening to headphones or a phone yeah. and you pressed the, you pressed the button and this thing could hear. And this is like a little toy. Right. And I, to this, to this day, I cannot believe it was like so sensitive and like legit, like it legitimately, you could have spied on somebody with that thing, but yeah. I don't remember a lot of the other spy tech toys. It would be fun to probably Google them. But that set of headphones, like, I could listen into the back of the toy store. Yeah. And I could hear people. The little parabolic dish. Yeah. Yeah, Alex, they they had the vest and everything where it had little pockets and compartments. You could slide your tech down in. That was was awesome, wasn't it? To this day, it's so funny. I wasn't going to unmute myself. I'm sort of just listening to people talk, but that's weird that you said that. I totally remember that thing. It was like <laughs> it was spy tech. I got to Google that. Uh, wait, that can you remember when we, do you remember when I, I, I might be older. When yeah. I was a little girl, I remember my grandparents taught me this. They took two empty, they took two empty cans of soup and took the labels off and cleaned them off, and they drilled <laughs> a hole in the middle of each one. You know what I'm going to say? Remember that? Yeah, the string. And, and you tied a knot with a string on one end and yeah, put this sure. other end of the string in the hole of the other can, and right. then the lid was off on each one of them except the bottom where the hole was drilled. Now you got the, the rope tied to each can, and, and you put one can up to your ear, with the long <laughs> rope in the middle, and I'm going to put one, right? And we could hear each other, remember? Yeah. yeah. How about the glass up against the wall? Did you ever do that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, yay and nay. Well, we yeah. lived in, when you were, if you lived in a townhouse in the city, I can't make us up as a kid. The neighbors, if you want to hear what your neighbors are saying, you would put the glass up to the wall, put your ear up against the glass, and you could hear everything they were saying. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. can't make it. Because when my family was like having an argument, somebody would always say, now, let's be quiet. They can, they might put a glass up to the wall. <laughs> so they had, yeah, wow. I remember them toys too. Darn. How about the uh, remote airplanes? Remote control? Oh, yeah. All of them Northwoods. Yeah, you can Google that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a cool, you know, so in a sense, that was early drones. I mean, any, what I learned is any, anything that they've already accomplished, they're going to now put it out. So they exactly it on the public. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's what they do. They, uh, they act like (laughs) that what they've already developed is still in development as to fool and trick people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, it's all for national security, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. So the American people pay for it because they blasted all over the, um, you know, the controlled news. Yeah, we've been living Orwellian. and we just didn't know it. Exactly. Yeah. Once you figure all that out, it it's not as scary. Right. And you realize we are we're all being psyoped, you know, psychological right. operations, right? My psyop, think, yeah, psyop exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, military information well, 
support operation. Yeah, that's a new name. When they passed the National Defense Authorization Act, the NDAA, and I thought it, honest to God, I thought it was in 2004 or so, but it appears that they passed it in in the 1990s, 97, and that's about the time when they were finished uh, human map terraining everybody on Earth. Every living, breathing exactly. thing. Oh, gee, God. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they did. Even in Africa, because that's where some people spoke out. Um, and that's what they did. So they are. They did that to put us all inside that computer, like a sick computer game kind of, you know, control system. They're playing the game, yeah. They store it in a database, yeah, exactly. So they can go, so the AI can uh, cross-reference it and go back and, you know, use it as a reference point. That's exactly what they're doing, yeah. Right. And and then the conspiracy gets even bigger when I wanted to know, like, the George Guidestones kind of did it and did it for me, and right. the computer thing and the AI, and I thought. And then I, you know, I really do believe that uh, they're going to use, they're going to replace us with these AI computers. Yeah, AI robots, yeah, controlled by Mm -hmm. artificial. That's why they train bots on us. I I got a thing on Twitter. um, uh, It it helps me know who's a bot and who's not. Mm -hmm. And I use three different types of. One's, I use three different things, to, and you'd be surprised how many bots are out there on Twitter. And the same thing for Facebook. Can you lend me that for the dating website I'm on? Uh, is that Johnny? No, it's Alex. Oh, yeah. Uh, are you on a I, dating website? I try. I try to go on dating websites. And they purposely have, like, robots contact you so they keep you on there mm-hmm. and, you keep pay- and you keep paying, but they're, like, not even real women. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, need that, I need her bot detector. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I Wait a minute, I'm going to find them. Post on that. I, put out, I, I had to put out a Facebook post because... I was getting a lot of, I mean, like, this has turned into harassment. It's excessive Facebook friends request. Um, go to, go to uh, there's a couple of them. Uh, I use bot, sentinel, S-E-N-T-I-N-E-L dot com. Yeah. That's really good. Then there's bot-o-meter, so it's the word B-O-T. With a, then O, and then meter, M-E-T-E-R, dot, I-U-N-I, dot, I-U, dot, E-D-U. It's, um, a university runs that. E-D-U is education. Yeah, that's the main um, name. Yeah, yeah it run that by me one more time. I'm going to look that up. Bot, B-O-T. Okay, hold on a second. Whoa. B O T O O O was in the letter O. Okay. Meter M E T E R. That's all one word. Meter. What's that? 
bot Omater. Yeah. Dot with a dot, a period. Okay, yeah. I U N I Right. Period. Okay. I U I U yeah. Period. Period. E D U. B E D yeah. Yeah. E E is an elephant. D U like is an education. E D U. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. That's a botometer, I U N I I U E D U. Then there's botcheck dot me. Okay, just a second. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna top this down. And then there's more. If you run a search, uh, search for then there's the blockbot.com. Blockbot. Uh huh. Okay. The blockbot.com. And believe it or not, what it appears (laughs) is these are universities are putting these out, and you can use them to figure out because there's there's a problem with bots chasing us everywhere, and we're getting. Chatterbox torture from these damn things. Um, run a run a search for them. You'll okay. find a lot of them free. Run a free bot check, you know, bot check. Uh, and they're putting them out there, and you, honest to God, they work really good. Yeah. There's a lot of them. You'll go. Oh, well, I had a feeling, you know. And then there's some where it's like. Are you, sh- you know, I'm looking at the program, I'm thinking, is it sure? Because that's how, you, you just don't want to believe that, you know, someone you've been following and reposting or chatting <laughs> with is a bot. They are. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. Okay. And there's some other, you know, there's another one. Uh, uh-oh. Okay. It's like CF dot UM, I'm sorry, CF period UNM period EDU slash. So that's another university. That's uh, EDU with education. And, that's a, that's uh, a domain name. There's a place there. What's that? It's the the uh, domain name is at the uh, EDU. That you're talking about. Dot edu. Yeah, see, okay. yeah, and the party who has the D bot, D E B O T, like to get rid of the bot, is um C H A B O S H I. I'm not sure if it's a professor or student. See, I can, I can you, see that though. Run a Google search for um blocking bots at wherever you want to go block them at. Facebook. Yeah, probably. If you find a good one, let me know. Okay. Lookingbots.com. Because I have at least a thousand. I have probably have twelve, thirteen hundred people on here who I don't know who they are. And the problem is they're using these bots. Um, no. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They're not. It is, yeah, they're harassing me with that right now. Mm-hmm. I just put a uh, post out on Facebook about that. About that AI harassment with the bots, but uh, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's um a lot of it is they're doing this for emotional responses, 
for their experiments. Exactly. Yeah, so that data, as Tu was saying earlier, so that, that uh, you know, it's situational, conversational scenarios meant to solicit a response from callers so that the, the, those re, those uh, those spikes can be measured and integrated back into the supercomputer for analyzation for data completion. Yeah, now, yeah. another way to get rid of that, Ryan, on Facebook, um, what browser are you using? Internet Explorer, and I hate it, too. I, I use Fire, uh, Firefox from Mozilla. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I would had, download. Well, I had to stop using that because I kept getting a script error, and it would freeze oh. up the browser. Yeah. It, well, it got well, here's, here's some tools. Can you use... Um, I haven't used that in a long time. I got rid of it. Is um, can you put ad like uh, I don't know what to call them on yours. Uh, I call them add ones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you can. Do you have an ad blocker? <clears throat> well, no, but it's a uh, uh, there's software that blocks ads. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But um, uh oh. I lost my train of thought again. That's been happening quite frequently this week, and I believe they're behind it. But yeah, yeah, anybody, anybody needs an ad blocker. An ad blocker is a great thing. Otherwise, you're going to get bombarded with uh, pornos, porno advertisements. It's happened to me several times this week. What did we do? Lose the call or what? This dead air? No talking? Yeah, dead air. She may have got... Uh, Ryan, can, can, I, can I say something about the Taco Bell thing? Oh, the yeah, the Illuminati Taco Bell commercial. Well, it, it's a little bit different than that. It goes back a little bit before that commercial, but what you were talking about last night on the call about the eye of Horus and like the all seeing yeah. eye. Remember you were talking about like the Egyptian symbolism. Right. So I saw this video on YouTube and the guy's pretty credible. You know, you can't believe everything you see on YouTube, but this one particular guy I was watching for a while, he shows this video and he said, and this is weird. Like I really went and did this in real life like what he suggested and what I'm about to tell you that he said to do. So he was saying basically, number one, he's like on the front of the building, you could see that their symbolism, like the actual Taco Bell logo, is designed like the Eye of Horus. It doesn't right. really look, it doesn't really look like it exactly, like how the commercial eventually put it out there as. It but sure the does, buddy. It, it so does, buddy. No, but so look, he goes, he right. goes, number one, he goes, number one, the bell is satanic. The bell is some kind of twisted cult symbolism. That in itself, they love it. The bell, Taco Bell, the bell, they worship this bell like Baal, the old god, the devil, or whatever it is, Baal. ACDC, ACDC hails bells. Yeah, yeah, so he goes like this. He goes, if you ever look inside of that bell, 
the, the ball in the bell, when you look at the colors, like artists call this negative space. He's like, when you look at the design inside the ball, it looks like a cat eye, like an all-seeing eye. But the eye, the negative space, the colors of the eye, it looks like the shiny part of the eye. This is on any Taco Bell logo. You could go look right now. It forms like a six. But when you look at it, it looks like the middle of the eye. But really, it's the exactly. ball of the bell ringing. So the exactly. guy goes like this. Yeah. So the guy goes. The guy goes. The guy goes. You could. This is the experiment. I wanted to see if he was lying or not. The guy goes. You could literally go to any Taco Bell in the world, and there's three sides of every one of their restaurants where they have the ball like that with the cat eye. So it's basically saying six, six, six. No, so I went, no, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, you you run a you run on target. Yeah. So, dude, I go like this to myself. I'm like, I don't eat Taco Bell. I eat McDonald's. I eat a lot of junk food, but for some reason, I don't eat Taco Bell. I'm like, right. let me look at this now. So I was like, he was right. Now every time you see a Taco Bell, there's three bells, one on each face of the building. So the one time I did eat it. After seeing that video, I went through the drive-thru and right where you're going to talk into the speaker on like the menu where they take your order, they yeah. have three, they have three bells jingled together. Like, like, a, you know, Christmas time, you see bells together, like, but on each side of the building, you only see one six. It'll say like six, six, six. <laughs> but then when you go to the drive-thru, they have those three bells together like right in your face they're right on the ordering menu and uh since that time i only think i've seen one maybe two taco bells that didn't have the three bells the way he said it exactly. that YouTube, dude right. it was weird and so then weird. they had the they had the audacity to come out with that commercial and i was like damn these people don't care like they're exactly. just right now they're wide open Exactly, man. Exactly. You're absolutely on target. Yeah, you guys are on target. You're right. Go to any Taco Bell, you will see that cat eye three times. They're weirdos. And I never like that food. I'll eat I'll eat the plain tacos, like hard shell or soft shell, but never yeah. like none of that food. It's just gross. Uh, but yeah, I, I went and looked because that's the kind of guy I am. And you are too. If somebody says some shit, you want to go test them. You want to try them out. And I was like, this guy's full of shit, man. Let me go look at this Taco Bell down here. And he was right. Dude was right. 666 six, six, all over the building. And you're right. Out the commercial. Yeah, you're right, brother. Holy hell. But, yeah, I was listening to you last night. I was kind of half in the sleeping, half out of it. So I just kind of stayed muted. But that was interesting when I heard you saying that. Well, that's me. Yeah, that's me tonight. I'm, like, half asleep and half out of it. I'm very tired tonight. I don't feel up to par. <clears throat> no. Nah. Not much else going on with me. Same old, same old. Well, the subliminal, yeah, that's what I. That's my entire point. That's what I tell everyone because that's what it is. It's at a subliminal level. Everything that these perpetrators, forceful perpetrators, do, it's at a subliminal level. It's so and like, rem remember where like. Everybody heard the story of like Charles Manson and all those cults out in California. Like people are right. into weird shit. The guy right. was showing on on the YouTube video. He showed like a picture of where Taco Bell started, 
yeah. out in California, like in the desert. And like, it, it was weird back then. They just had the damn, the sign looked old. It was like the 60s and 70s, old school Taco Bell. But the symbols on the damn sign looked fucking weird then. And then they have all these people out there killing and killing each other and being in these religious cults. And, you know, it's just a coincidence yeah. that Taco Bell started right there in the middle of all that. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Weird, dude. Well, I mean, I, the, it, you know, it was shocking, that commercial. It was very – I'm not sure where Huggy Bear went. Uh, she guess she got booted off or whatever. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that, that commercial, that, that Taco Bell, it's very shocking, actually. You know, but I think they're using that as a uh, pickup line and a bandwagon to get people on the Taco Bell bandwagon. Well, you know what? They're doing it everywhere now. They're trying to make it cool. Like all the kids throw up the little diamond hand signs. Right. They yeah. got the little eyeballs on the rap albums. And all these musicians, and this is rap, and everybody, they're all weirdos. Like, they're all doing that symbolism and because that's what gets them fame. Once you're not right. okay with the ritual, they take your money away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, well, it, it's what it is. It's uh, life imitating art and art imitating life. Yeah, yeah. You learn what you see. Yeah, and then you you do it. And you you try to do that to try to make sense out of it. I mean, you copy what you see to try to make sense out of it. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's only you don't want to get too wrapped up in it, but it's good to be aware of it. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but it gets deep. That that horror stuff and all that, that's very deep. But Like, you could go there now. They took the commercial off TV, but you could go to Taco Bell now, and you could see what I'm talking about. Like, go there and eat. There's three cat eyes on each side of the building, and inside the bell. And the, the cat's eye, the, the slit in the eye, what represents like the all-seeing eye, it's part of like the six. The cat's eyeball clearly makes a six. You could go there right now and look at that. <laughs> you know, it's weird. They don't care. They're, they're kill, exactly, still going with that it, shit. Exactly, but no, it, it's not, you know, it's not, um, yeah, it's not about being sick, but it does look like the cat eyes. Yeah, the, you know, regular human eyes got is circular. If you look at cat eye, it's in an oval, uh, vertical shape from north. Right, that's what it is, like a slit, right? Yeah, a slit, exactly. See, that's all by design. Yeah, see, they were just trying to discredit victims with that, discredit people with that. But in a sense, it depends on what in what context you look at it from. Yeah. I'll just spill my beer, man. Bad news. <laughs> Bad news. What kind of beer are you drinking? <laughs> oh, dude, Hurricane. No, yeah. <laughs> Did you take my advice? Did you? <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> well, did did you have you did you drink it before you talked to me, or did you just take my advice, or what? Probably both, huh? Nah. Yeah, a little, a little bit of both. The one thing that you got me going was, like, you reminded me that I kind of had it before. Now, the cool thing is, in some of the gas stations by me, they'll break open a 12-pack, and they'll sell, like, single cans. 
and each can is only like 59 cents. So like if I don't have money, I know that I could always buy like two or three of them or four of them for only oh, like no. a couple of dollars. Right. I'll tell you what, the 40 ounce, you know, the uh, the 40s, the Hurricane 40s. No. You, I want to try a Hurricane 40. You take two of them and you drink two of them. I t- I'm telling you, you will sleep like a baby. You really. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna be grooving after two of them. Well, no, the thing about it is, uh, I mean, when you're drinking, we were talking about this the other night on the well, the other morning, and uh, uh, when you're drunk, you can't achieve true, deep, good sleep. I mean, restorative sleep. But I think more of the dreams that we're having now, and that that seems to be the conversation of the call here lately, and it seems more in like technologically induced dreams versus the, I mean, how could someone that drinks achieve REM sleep in the first place? So how how in the hell am I still having these lucrative, uh, lucid dreams while being drunk? Does that make sense to you, Alex? A little bit. Like, drinking for me is weird. Like, I think people don't realize, like, in general, when they're not drinking, even any TI, like, we operate off adrenaline because we're so wound up and we're always yeah. so stressed out and worried. So, right. Like, it's hard to yeah. just – some people could lay down and go right to yeah. sleep. Like, I try to lay down and, like, I'm awake and I'll be tired. Like, I'll be up all day, up all night, and I'll be, like, at, telling myself, like, hey, it's time for bed. It's time for a nap. But, like, I can't do it. It's like my mind says do it, but my body don't. So I think eventually the more drunk you get, you pass out. It does help. But there's nights where I'm drunk and I can't sleep. So it's kind of like a mix of both. But I I, I feel you. I know what you mean. Right. It's like a mix. Sometimes what am I getting the REM sleep from? Exhaustion or drinking? I don't know. Exactly. Sometimes I do fall asleep. I don't know. My adrenaline, I think, wakes me up a lot before REM sleep. You know how they say you got to be asleep for a little while? Like, sometimes I'll be drinking and I will fall asleep, but then I'll wake back up to, like, go to the bathroom or something. Yeah, I I, I can overall say that we usually, when I drink, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out for good. And it's a good thing, too. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good thing. If you hear background noise, it might be me. I'm outside real quick. I heard a truck drive by, but nothing's really going on. It ain't that loud here. Tomorrow's Cinco de Mayo. Do you hear a TV in the background right now? I hear it now that you asked me, but it ain't affecting the call. It's not bothering the call. Hey, just so you know, while you were talking, the last woman, I wanted to let her talk. So. I Googled that spy tech stuff and I actually pulled it up on my phone, dude. And I took, it took me back in time because it comes in this little briefcase, like a suitcase, right. like a spy. Right. I really didn't recognize much, but I recognized the earbuds. Like the dude was, the kid on the cover was holding his hand to his ear, like a CIA agent. And uh, they had a pair of sunglasses. I want to see if I can maybe buy that crap on eBay. No, but you'll find them on eBay for sure, you know, at Amazon probably, Spytech, yeah. Yeah, but the thing about it is, you know, I think that was, uh, that, that those type of toys were invented to 
and duck people and maybe yeah, like desensitize you. Yeah, to de- desensitize you too, and inducts you in the 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 more professional toys. Uh, yeah. Well, what what we're going through now? I mean, one time this girl tried to use my phone to record me saying something bad about my friend because yeah. we were drunk and I was acting like a fool and we were drinking. Yeah. So like the the girl tried to use the phone to record me, so. It's like it's set up to where like you think all this technology is part of everyday life, but it's very invasive. It's it's a very intrusive technology. Exactly. Yeah. So I think back then they were just kind of prepping you. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. That's that's. I, I remember SciTech. SciTech was like '92 or 1991. I remember that I was young. It was like my first <laughs> job. I I worked in the mall and I started playing with mm-hmm. that. I was like, how? How is this only five dollars? I can hear someone across the mall. Well, no, no, they 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 had, um, you know, the fingerprint uh, powder Analysis. tape. Yeah, you could. They had these little uh, little cards that, that showed, you know, which case and uh, et cetera. You could. They were by number, and uh, you sprinkled the powder. Across, you no, know, you find the oil. All the all the fingerprint is is oil, right? So, right. If you find a fingerprint on glass. All you do is sprinkle powder across the fingerprint. You put scotch tape down over it, and uh, you got yourself a copy of someone's fingerprint. Exactly. And you know, I've noticed the police here locally. They did. They started doing that here. Uh, no. No, they started doing that locally, very at a very young age. You know, they they got my fingerprints when I was, uh, in a you know participating in an event in my uh, my local state downtown. Yeah, so yeah, you, you get what I'm saying, right, Alex? Yeah, 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 man, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and it, it makes you wonder, you know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I I guess that's not being too hyper vigilant, but it's being um, it's being sensitive and thinking. You know, why would that? Why would someone want to get your fingerprints from an early age unless they were trying to frame you with it, right? Right. Yeah, and there's sometimes other, I, sometimes I sometimes I wonder about that about these calls, like not you per se, but right. the calls in general are recorded. And I was like arguing with someone the other night and I was thinking like, man, like what if I say something and they have my voice, like they, you know, have you ever hear that? Like they have voice analysis, like these they, apps, they, yeah. they could make you say something you never said. Right. And I'm like, well, how the hell could you put that in front of a jury without being reasonable doubt? But that might actually convince a jury exactly. it was you and you yeah. never said nothing. Your fingerprints were never there. Someone put them there. Like, exactly. Well, I mean, it was, yeah, it was real young when I was, uh, you know, I was like a kid. I mean, I was, uh, well, probably, yeah, early kid. I was early teenager, more like it. But, uh, yeah, it makes you like, want, and, you know. It like, becomes, I, I remember, I remember there was a point in time, and it's still going on now, but there was an argument over, like, little portable GPS chips because, you know, people were putting it in, like, their wife's pocketbook. People were like spying on their wives. 
And like that right. type of thing, they try to desensitize you to where you don't have a problem doing that. You could just watch right. someone, even if it's justifiable. Like if my wife's cheating on me or my girlfriend or whatever the case might be, like I would want to know, but does that make it right that you're spying on the person? So they make it normal. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's why I don't, I don't, I don't find a problem with it, you know, and when looked at in that context, you know, it's not, I'm not doing anything bad i mean i it's only me being fair right, right you know now, what i really want to get you yeah. know what i want to get now i brought What's this that? up on the phone i brought this up on the phone once before but i want to get a pair of night vision binoculars like oh, i don't want to oh yeah they're i don't want to uh yeah, well, i don't want to uh, i don't want to spot i don't want to spy on nobody but there's sometimes where I look off, there's this park across the street from my house. And like late at night, I'll just see cars parked there and I'll see police, but I can't see them because they're kind of far away. And I was just wondering like, well, are they just bored? Cause it's the graveyard shift and they're just bullshitting with each other, killing time in the parking lot. What are they watching? You know, you know I don't know, but I want to get a pair of them damn binoculars, man. And, I don't yeah, know. They, I want to look. Yeah, they can see it. Yeah, there's so much cool equipment and uh, you know tactical equipment online. You can find so much cool. I mean, but it's usually expensive equipment. Yeah, yeah, right. I wonder how much that is. A pair of binoculars like that, where you could see at night. Oh yeah, like Buffalo Bill and Silence of the Lamb. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you're probably talking right at the thousand dollars if you're lucky. One time. One time, one time I was working with a guy and he told me a story and I kind of believe the guy because you work with these people. It ain't just some stranger that's telling you a story. You don't know if they're lying or not. But one guy said that his friend had some kind of heat detector, like a radio that you could spy on someone through the wall. And uh, he was joking around, but he wasn't lying. He was telling a real story. And it's part of my language for anybody that's still out there listening, but the dude said they were spying on this one guy's daughter and she was like masturbating, like playing with herself. And like, they could see the heat, like heating up. Like they could watch her, like oh, they were yeah. detecting the oh, heat yeah. of her vagina. And I'm like, damn, that's sick. And he was like, yeah, it is, but it's a true story. And he was laughing about it. He thought it was kind of funny, but I was thinking like, man, like that's sick. Like you're nuts for doing that to someone, anybody whether they're playing with themselves or they're in a private going to the bathroom or taking a shower, like whatever they're doing, like the fact that you're able to watch like that, that, that's a little bit weird in my opinion. Some people wouldn't think that's weird. They think it's funny, but I thought it was weird. Is anybody else out there still? Well, I mean, you know, it really doesn't mean anything. It's trivial, if you get what I'm saying. It doesn't mean anything to me. I mean, you know, I I can take a message from something, but it doesn't mean anything to me. If that makes sense to you, man. Yeah. You learn to live with it, man. It doesn't mean anything because we're getting so used to it. Right.
<laughs> what happened to Marcus anyway? I heard him earlier tonight giving Linda a hard time on her call, but I fell asleep. Yeah, he sure was. It was uh, something else, man. I had to eventually just mute him, but I, un I unmuted him again, thinking he might want to say something. But the thing about it is that he was just joking, though, when he said all that. When he's, like, insulting people, saying, you stupid bitch and all that. Yeah, he was just joking. It's like uh, another episode of reality TV that you see on Viacom and MTV. <laughs> Taco Bell, Shonster. Yeah, it's just, it's reality TV. I mean, you talk to these people like they talk to you. That's uh, That's the message, you know. It doesn't matter who says what. You talk to somebody how they talk to you. It's just like these guests that log in here in the chat and say, you know, they talk uh, a bunch of garbage or whatever. You got to talk to them like they talk to you. It's the golden rule. It's, uh, you know, I'm the same way. I treat people the way they treat me. Somebody's nice to me. I remember it. Somebody's an asshole to me. Yeah, I remember it. Last night, last night, I was on the phone with you, and uh, the night before, I had, like, gotten kicked off, or, you know, I was arguing with people being a jerk, but <laughs> when you said, when you said, you said, you said the other night, I was half asleep, I was, I was listening to the call, but I was kind of sleeping, and Kyle said that I might have been some other guy, <laughs> I was like, even today at work, I'm like, I can't fake being someone else. If I really tried, I might be able to, but the stories just won't match up. Like, if you're enough of a detective, like, you could tell when someone's lying, but right. I'm definitely not, not no other dude. I don't know, like, who was it a guy, John Voigt, or somebody? Like, he was asking if I was him, and I'm yeah, not him, did. but... Yeah, well, I think <laughs> what it is, just a voice morphing. You know, voice morphing was developed at Los Alamos Laboratories. And it, all it needs is um, a seven-print uh, voice sample of someone's voice. Well, see, Kyle, like, Kyle, Kyle makes his own YouTube videos outside of YouTube. I mean, yeah. outside of the call. So if anybody yeah, you that know, listens... I mean, any, yeah, Alex, yeah, I mean, I, you know. <laughs> what? What? No, no, I'm doing an impression of Kyle, you know. <laughs> Dude, I thought that was him, bro. <laughs> Shit, I was like, is that Kyle? <laughs> no, nah, but my point, my point being is there's a lot of YouTube people that I listen to where I think they have like five different channels and they're using uh, a voice modulator. Like one dude's no, mag, mag truth. technology. It's Los Alamos. It's voice morphing. Yeah, you're right. But like one guy I follow keeps getting kicked off of YouTube so he keeps coming back with what I think are right. voice simu simulators. Like the one dude's white, and he talks like a black guy, like he's Jamaican. His channel's Mag Truth. Like you can listen to him. <laughs> and right. I'm like, yo, that, I'm like, that's fucking Russian vids, man. That dude ain't no black Jamaican. How the hell is he doing with that voice? But you could tell the language they're using. I'm like, that's that dude. How is he disguising his voice? And he's not yeah. even black. But there's a lot of people, I think it's like five different... You, you know how Kyle has his channel, like the Wolverine or whatever? Well, you know, man. You know. <laughs> dude. That's him, dude. Yeah. Maybe you're Kyle. 
This is Kyle now. <laughs> a psyop. Yeah. Yeah, might as well run a psyop, you know, and use a sample a few people's voices and then interject them back into the show and say, like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, that, that, pers- that yeah. impersonation is <laughs> funny as hell. I thought that was in. <laughs> well, you know, man. You know, is Kyle still on here? I mean, uh, you know, you guys, yeah. <laughs> hey, here's an impression of Ryan. Okay. Like mustard and biscuits. Oh, I can fix small lawnmower <laughs> engines. Is that the real Kyle? Oh, no, I can't even hey. tell. No, this is, this is an impression of Ryan now. I like mustard and biscuits. <laughs> I guess I can eat mustard on other stuff, too. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> my impression right there. <laughs> hey, uh, Alex, I was saying that you just sound like Johnny. Uh, I wasn't saying that you that you might you might be him. No, I know. I just was. I when when it comes down to that kind of stuff, like if all you got to do is ask people the same questions that you've heard them talk about, and you could just tell if the person says something different or like. You know what I mean? Like when we were talking, me and you, Kyle, yeah, about yeah. like we were talking about like Crohn's disease. Like if you asked an imposter about that, they wouldn't be able to answer that. But I think it's funny. I don't know. I want to hear that guy. Did you say it was the guy that was walking across the country or something? No, it's uh, he was on the he was on a call with you one night. Y'all were both talking. Uh, his name's Johnny. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit similar. I can tell the difference now, you know. Like, my voice like is really... A, my voice is, like, really froggy. Like, you could... I don't know. Like, my, my voice, like, you could tell, like... I have, like, this froggy, like, deep voice. And sometimes I'm, like, loud. But yeah. uh, I know what you mean. Like, some people kind of, you sound like you can't tell. It happens a lot on here, I think, with women. Like, sometimes I don't know who's who. Yeah, yeah there's there's a, lot of, sound, a lot of women that sound the same. Yeah, that, the same. And that's what it is. It's AI manipulation. That that's you know I think they they utilize a mix of uh, actual uh, voice morphing and then real voices to try to throw us off track. Yeah, so you just never know. You're never sure of yourself. It's like a constant right. mind game. Right, 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 right. Yep. Sigh up. Yep. Myso. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, there's some amazing voice uh, morphing technology because my attackers, they usually have the same man and woman voice on the V2K. But I woke up one morning and I went to the bathroom and they tried to make me think that my neighbor was doing like ground V2K to me. So they used a completely different voice. That's right. And I, I guarantee you, I have never heard my attackers' original voices. Yeah, you never know. Hey, I want, I want, I want both of you guys to tell me what you think of this. Like, I've always felt like I've had, like, remember how Kyle, you just said you have the man and the woman. Like, I have these, I have these mm-hmm. people in my head to where, like, you almost feel like they're narrators or they're like commentators, like. Some guy you know where I'm getting that from, Ryan? Yeah, man. <laughs> I can't do your voice, so I had to make something up. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Alex. No. Well, no. This 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 happens to me a lot. Like someone someone will talk to me, 
And I'll have these voices in my head where you think it's your own sense of humor. You think it's just the way you think, like you have a dry sense of humor or you're sarcastic. Like some guy comes out to me today, an old man, really old. He's like, look, you know, last week you guys left a lot of grass on my lawn. He's like, I want you to do a better job cleaning up. And he goes to me, the old man says, look, I can only do so much. I, I just had a hip replacement. So my first thought was like, hey, maybe you should have took better care of yourself when you were younger. And like part of me laughed, yeah, but I'm like, yeah. well, that ain't my thought. That seemed like someone in my head, like was like a commentator. Right. Like you think, you think it's you, like your sick sense of humor, like you're a wise ass, but it's not you. It's like right. someone watching and listening to the conversation. Like the old man said, I don't really have like a, a weed whacker or a trimmer. And right. the voice in my head was laughing at him. I'm like, well, maybe you should invest some money in one and you should start trimming your lawn up. And this is like a 90-year-old man. And I'm like, well, where do these voices come from? Where is that V2K or is that your own thought? But it's just, it's weird because it's not it's like, you, but it's happening in real time. Like as the guy's talking to me, I got these yeah. people in my head like responding back to him. And I'm yeah. laughing to myself. Yeah, I have that too. That's synthetic telepathy. Yeah. That's the the inner voice thing. Yeah, um, it's like your inner voice thinking. They do that so many times to me, um, and I I get it mixed up now because some they've learned kind of the way that I joke about things. But yeah, right. I'm, but, yeah. So when I'm I'm like really depressed, and then uh, it, my my inner voice will will make some kind of joke, and I'm like I'm too depressed to even be joking, you know. Right. That's exactly what you just said is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they would do the audible V2K, and then they would do the inner voice response to it. um, Yeah. Synthetic telepathy. And just keep that cycle going to where I'm not even responding because my body has just been tortured so bad that I can't think at all. And so they would just they would do the audible v2k and then put an inner voice thought back and then just have you know just have that going back and forth in my head and that's true torture and they do that a lot i know it's every day of my life they've got an excuse no they don't have any well they try to make yeah there's an excuse for everything that they do kyle um Uh, i think they're just cold-blooded bastards like I heard y'all talk. I heard y'all talking the other night, Ryan, about like vengeance. How like you you can't imagine how people could be so angry like this. Right. Yeah, I get something different from my attackers though. They're cold blooded. They don't give a shit. They don't give a shit about me. They don't give a shit about my family. They're not angry at me. It's a job. They're just gonna rip apart my life. Experiment on me. They get money. They were told to do it, and they right. give a fuck. It's like yeah, cold exactly. blooded. I know? believe that, man. I totally relate to that. But I think yeah. some are. I mean, I think some are vengeance. I think some of the gang stalkers like know know their victims or survivors personally. Um, I just I don't even know the people. Well, well, it depends on what context it's in. You know, it could be in yeah you know, several different contexts, and it could mean multiple meanings. So. I mean, if you really want it, you got to be real and not working for the perps and being subjugated and subservient. That's the thing about it. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, I mean, that's what T.I. is I think, like, yeah. I think, Kyle, like what you just yeah. said a minute ago about maybe they possibly know you. I think, like, somebody – I think people personally know me through other people, like my older brothers, some neighborhood kids growing up. They used to get into a lot of trouble. And I think that people really, truly wanted revenge. And even though I wasn't guilty of much, I was guilty by association. So, like, that's where I think I got wrapped up in a lot of these attackers. Like, they do know you, but you're kind of only indirectly connected. And everything you just said makes so much sense. But, I mean, what about it, though? I mean, that that doesn't have anything to do with anything. I'm not shooting you down, but, I mean, I'm just asking the general question that doesn't have anything to do with anything. You what know? Else said? No, that's what, no, what I said, Kyle. What'd you say? <laughs> I don't know who the real I don't know who the real Kyle or Ryan is. I'm Kyle. This is Kyle. Nah, no, Kyle. This is Kyle. That's Ryan yeah. doing an impression of me. Yeah, I'm telling you, this is the real Okay, cow, wait, man. I'm going to do an impression. Now yeah, let me man. do an impression of Ryan. All right. My mom always told me life is like a box of chocolate. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> I can't do his voice. So I have to just <laughs> come at him with something. Well, you got to do Ryan. You got to do Ryan at different times of the night. Yeah. <laughs> impression of him at five in the morning. I'm and easy him, to do though. My voice is just it's because you're not even you don't have to use your throat or anything. My voice is a pretty pretty right. easy impression. Yeah. Right. No, but what what I was gonna say to what were you saying, Ryan? Did we miss something that you said? If <laughs> you wanted us to pay attention, sure, man. I was just sitting here listening to you guys, and okay, you know, well, I, I wanted to tell Alex like. You know, he he thinks that he may know his attackers, but you got to realize, and you and you could, but you got to realize that the people do no. this. They they've got like clearances, and they're like, yeah. so you know, so okay. Like what I'm saying is this kind of. <laughs> I think like I think like a, a lot of my a lot of my original attackers when I, which are connected to my older brothers and like the neighborhood kids. They could be dead right now, but maybe did they pass this off to someone else? Because like, I think it just continues. Once one guy leaves you, another guy picks it up. Well, they'll just cut their air off, Alex. They'll just cut their air off. They'll just cut their air off. You know how like you hear about people being like an intern? They say, oh, I got to do an internship for six months or a year. Yeah. I think some of these, these psychopaths go through these programs where they're an intern and then it comes the next guy comes along. So exactly. you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't know. Well I think I, I think, think I've they, had like three contractors during my whole thing. During the Yeah, it passes hands and you don't know who who's who. Yeah. Who started I, it I, and who's keeping it going. Yeah, because, like, I was living in Louisiana, and when I went to college, that's when the pain in my jaw started for, like, 10 years. So I think that I had contractors in Louisiana who were just surveilling me. They weren't hurting me. Then I went to college in Texas, and that's when the pain started because I got a different contractor. Then I moved – after 10 years, I moved back here, back to Louisiana, 
and I was like smoking pot. So then they decided to to ramp me up to uh, a more violent uh, program where it was the high pitch sound, full on torture. And um, so I think I've had like three three different contractors on me. I believe it. Yeah, this stuff uh, this stuff gets weird because once you're in there, it's like they're just putting you in the they're throwing you in these programs, you know. Like kind of just running a train on you, bouncing back, mm-hmm. bouncing you back and forth like a fucking little. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like yeah. It's, it's like a party. Exactly. Oh, my spine can't take much more. They just sit with a fucking stream of energy. It's in my upper spine. All that's yeah. like all, all, they almost always keep that there and then do other stuff. But that's always there. This huge beam, like right on the back of my upper spine, all the time, no matter well, what I'm doing. Yeah, well, it's not the beam; it's a stream, Kyle. You just you, you stream. You you well, I mean, it's say. you know what I mean. It's a stream. It's a whatever microwave. It's a I don't know whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. like a frequency, like a frequency. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's this large. It's like a if you if you make a circle with your hand, it's like that yeah. kind of area, and it's that it's like remember rem- remember those stream. remember those things remember those things growing up. It was like a dog whistle, where like yeah. you blow into the whistle and you don't hear nothing, but the dog turns his head and he looks at you like it controls the dog. Exactly. You know what I'm talking about. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. They could just blow into some sort of technology where they just tune into something. And it controls what I your picture, thinking. Th- yeah. This is what I picture, Alex, because I've heard the V2K, and this is the, the, the setup that I'm picturing because I've had V2K for eight years. Um, there's like two or three people sitting at a remote platform. So it's like a like computers in front of them, the screens, and they have like what, what, your, what your inner voice is thinking. Then they have what your visual cortex is showing, then maybe what you're looking at on another screen. So they have this remote platform set up. And then the targeting is done. They have uh, computers and software. The targeting is actually done from like a, a cell phone tower, satellite to a cell phone tower. But they trigger it from their remote platform. So that, like, the way that they talk on my V2K, it's like, turn it up. You know, turn it up, or or the the woman will sometimes turn it off. Um, you know, when they're hurting me too much, and they're like, "Don't touch anything, don't touch it." Um, Do you ever so, feel like there's? You ever feel like there's perps online, like in the video game community? Do they ever mess everywhere. with you? There's perps on this call. There's perps online. There's perps on the street. There's perps, you know, living next to you. They're just embedded everywhere. The, 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 know, shitty, the shitty thing yeah. is you can't tell. You can't yeah. tell an asshole from a perp. You can't tell um, somebody who's just in their own shit from a gang. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you go out in the day and you're walking your dog and somebody's just in a bad mood or something, uh, or, or say somebody's maybe walking their dog at the same time as you because it's a certain time of day, but they do it all the time, it's hard. it's hard to distinguish sometimes. Yeah, right. Who's a gang stalker and who's not? I mean, I think what you said. I think way. what you said is true too. Like, there's so many people that they're compromised, and they're in so much pain that they don't give a damn about you. So mm-hmm. they become your perp. So there's a lot of people that are just compromised, and they're able to See, flip them. 
Yeah, dude, I have this old lady, um, and she walks her little dog at the same time as me every day. And the other day, I went out to walk my dog. Nobody was out there. She's like, I'm. I have my back turned to the cars that are coming out. She's going out of the gate, and she honks at me, like honks at me, like I turn around. It. It didn't like surprise me or, or rattle me or anything. But it's this lady that I say hey to occasionally. And she, like, honks really loud at me. And, like, I turn around, she's, like, waving at me. And she's, like, she's a definite gang stalker. And it's this old lady who lives alone, who I know she doesn't know about any of the death or the murder or anything. But she has no life. And she thinks she's, like, watching the community and stuff like this. These, right. I mean, this is so disconnected. It. Yeah, dude. It's. I get it, man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I tried to put um, tried to put up some of Terry's flyers in the condo, so that maybe some of the people gang stalking would would kind of realize what they're involved in. But somebody keeps taking them down. The same day I put them up. Oh, it's like such a small thing, just putting up a flyer on on a a post-it board, you know, where there's notices and stuff like that. I mean, such a small thing and anybody can post whatever they want and I want to post something about this because it's really important and like the old people and the maintenance guy it's like this huge deal where it's like that's that's crazy stuff we got to take it down you know right you know how Kyle you know how like with old people growing up they made right. they made they made a lot of money easier then we make money today. So most old people, you ever hear like, oh, hey, I'm going to go ask my grandmom to give me 500 bucks or my grandmom's going to lend me money. Like these old people are hoarders. Like they're sitting on this money that they worked their whole life to live, their whole life mm-hmm. to gain. And now they're just old and they kind of know like, hey, I'm a senior citizen. I might not live a while, but I still have all this money that I want to protect. I want to make sure my grandchildren get it. And, so these people yeah. are very. You don't realize how paranoid some of those old people are. Like, yeah, I think that this, yeah, Alex, they'd be on, yeah, they they'd get oh, on board in a second. Dude, and and it's it's a like my grandma is like eighty <laughs> something. She's like eighty five, and there is I mean, and she's she's kind of one of those people you're talking about. Um, you know, she I think she has lots and lots of money from my my grandpa. He was an engineer. Um, yeah, yeah, like talk. they make they made the money their whole life easily. Not easily, like they didn't work, but it's that's easier their than life saving. Now it's a yeah. Now it's a right, like half half the time. people on this call, like me, I don't have no trust fund. No one's giving me nothing. I'm not gonna inherit nothing. I gotta work and I gotta make ends meet. But I think right. these people have this stash of money and their houses, and they they want to keep that at all costs. Yeah, right. I think that they're easy to flip, you know, especially those people that have been living yeah. in these towns for their whole life, like the town I'm in, oh, some of these and, old ladies. And they, well, and they just, they don't understand the world, so authority figures are telling them, hey, you're helping out with the community, and you're making right. some money, and it's 100%. something to do with their life. Yeah, they're all, like, retired, they have nothing to do, and it's like, you need to watch this guy because you're protecting uh, your neighborhood, and they see young people, yeah. you know, they see somebody who they don't understand at all, like, they wouldn't understand me or you, and they're just like, yeah, all these shootings and stuff, these these kids, yeah, they can be doing anything. Oh, gosh, this is a, insane to do this to people, like, to, Dude, to have insane. this kind it of... Really, it really is. I, I hope it ends, man. I really hope it ends. 
It is. I mean, it's going to end. The The problem, I think, that we're having is that the people who are doing it want to want to slip it out uh, very slowly so that people are conditioned and used to it so so society doesn't break down. So that's going to take a long time, and, and that, that doesn't work for us because we're dying. So um, I, I want it to come out. I want these people to fail and just you know, kind of piecemealing it out uh, over a long period of time so people don't freak out or whatever. I want, you know, I want it to come out. Yeah. yeah, No matter, yeah, no matter what consequences it has in society. Right. Because me, well, me and, me and uh, Lydia were having this discussion earlier where she was like, well, you know, the people that are doing this, they don't want it to come out all at once because there would be like anarchy. Like, it would affect the economy, and people would, like, lose right. faith in the government. But it's like, you, you know, this isn't like UFOs and aliens or something like that, where the government is hiding it and saying, well, the society's not ready for it. This is something they chose to do, murder a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah they can't, they can't just, yeah, they can't just start murdering and experimenting on, like, from babies in the womb to people, you know, old people, and say, wait, hold on, okay, we decided to murder and experiment on all these people, but but we can't tell anybody because it'll, you know, it'll uh, overturn the peace of society. It, it doesn't. When they decided to do that, it's like, no, this needs to come out. Y'all are criminals. It doesn't matter what happens. Exactly. In society. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But somebody just somebody just mentioned a minute ago. It might have been Ryan, but someone mentioned like no touch torture. I think that's kind of what I'm part of, like a long-term program. I think they're studying me over the course of my life, like 40, 50 years. Where like right. they're yeah. not gonna, they're not gonna, they're not gonna right. put me in a mental right. hospital. Right. Like right. some people, they're right. not gonna make me hurt myself, right. but they're just watching me and like my life's livable to a certain extent. Like Kyle, how you said you could walk your dog, like you have the freedom to do that. Like yeah. they're not gonna prevent yeah. you from doing certain things, but you literally are a test subject. And they're just watching you, even if it takes 60 years, they're going to pass well, the test on right. to their kids. Right. Well, there's two things. There's two things y'all got to think about. Um, no. You know, no. if they if no. they stopped, if what the fuck, Ryan? I got to watch that movie and get some more lines. That's the closest I can get. Okay, okay, okay. Let but you you interrupted me. It's a very important point. There, there's two there's there's two things that you got to think of when you think about them no, no, why no. why they experiment on people for a lifetime because if they if they stop torturing us then then we we're more credible like Dr. Matthew Aaron's more credible because he was targeted and he got out of it you know what I'm saying so if, if I if right. like in a week this stopped and then I went and talked to somebody and I was like well I was targeted but now I'm not. I would be a lot more credible. They would really look into this. They'd be like, wow, that's weird. He experienced that thing. Since, since you're always experiencing it, even when you're talking to somebody, it's more unbelievable. And since it doesn't like count, Kyle, like, it it's, fits in with it's, mental it's, illness. It's hard, it's hard for me to imagine a time yeah, where yeah. I could say, hey, I don't feel it no more. Sure. Like, they just won't let up. They just won't stop. Like, it ain't sure. no, yeah. we're done now. Like, Matthew yeah. Aaron. I don't discredit him. I love listening to that guy. I, but that's I hard for me to comprehend. Like, I can't think the I, way he thinks. Like, it won't stop. Like, I don't yeah. 
I, 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 he's the only target that I've ever met who's who it's stopped for, who they're targeting is stopped for. I mean, I can't even imagine that because if it stopped, I probably wouldn't be on this call. Yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't I'd know. Be that guy like if, yeah, I think I would. I mean, I would, you know, say goodbye. That we would probably all get together if it stopped for us and you know, celebrate. We'd be able yeah, to do exactly. a lot. Yeah. But, but like, think, like, but think about this, like, dude. I don't. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're good. No, I was just gonna. I was gonna say really quickly. Like, I'm not the kind of person where, like, if I felt like it stopped for me, knowing what I've been through, I could never. I could. I will always still feel as bad for the people that are still going through it. Like, <sighs> I'm not gonna come on here and be like, "Oh, hey, I got a great job. I got a woman. Mm-hmm. Everything's going great." Because I know the pain that it causes. Mm-hmm. So like if yeah. it ever did stop for me, I still would relate to people because this has been up, you know, like, so I can't imagine it's, it's stopping. It's all about how you handle it. But I, yeah, I'm just yeah. scared. I'm really scared. Yeah. Like, are they going to go beyond the grave? Maybe yeah. I got to go do another 40 years of this life sentence. Okay. When I die, is the pain going to end there? Or yeah. is it gonna, are you going to keep going with this shit, with these frequencies? No, when you die, you're going to, you know, go to heaven. You're going to, there's, there's something after this that they can affect they can affect like brian says they can affect your eternal soul that's not true there's something there's something beyond frequency and energy about us that there is there is something afterwards and we are going to have peace after this yeah, there will be balance we may yeah, not understand it's a mixture cow yeah. yeah we we yeah. don't understand how god's going to yeah. balance it out and it seems very unbalanced but there there's balance even beyond the grave you know, but what I wanted to say was that also you got to remember about this experimentation. They want people to be like hooked up so they can turn on their computer with their minds and crap like that with the technology. Yeah. So they're trying to see that's why the long term experimentation through our whole lives because they want to see how people's bodies respond to it when it's hooked into them for their fucking entire lives. Because that's what they, right. they want society to always to have implants or to have frequencies constantly around them to you know control their TV and stuff like that to to work with consumer products. But, I mean, there's so many angles. Like this is, I, I made a video and you know there's a there's a stock on the London Stock Exchange that has to do with directed energy weapons, and this is from Richard Lighthouse, and it's 900 trillion dollars. So this surveillance industry with directed energy weapons is a quadrillion dollar business. It's it's like maybe tens of quadrillions of dollars. It's it's the most money making thing in the world, and it, it involves killing people and experimenting on them. I was so, uh, I was listening earlier, and there was a woman that mentioned the term uh, non investigated subject. She was just on. It might have been CC or Constance or Letta or whoever the woman was, but I went and Googled that, and I actually pulled up information. Like, it brought me to, like, an FBI article that said, they put you on this list. It said it, and I was like, damn, like, they're just non-investigated individuals is an actual term for you. Oh, yeah, dude, you need to look at this thing. It's uh, called MAGA. Uh, I think I have it pulled up, but Bill Benny and these other guys, it's called America Restored and J- JTF MAGA. 
like Make America Great Again, um, and they're talking they're talking about the surveillance of innocent citizens and how they're doing parallel construction. Like that's that's the false flag on it. So they're surveilling us, hitting us with directed energy weapons, but then they're saying like, oh, they're making up evidence, and the courts are allowing this evidence so that we keep being surveilled. And it's just fake. Right. It's called parallel construction. So it's just falsifying evidence about somebody, and they're doing this to tons of innocent citizens. You know, and it, 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 I, I don't. I'll remember. I'll it. remember that term. I'm going to look at that too. I like reading up about things people say. Yeah, look up parallel construction, and look at everything that Bill Benny puts out. You know, he's he's a hero, man. If we didn't have people like that, I would say we had no hope. But it's, I mean, they're having conferences and stuff where this stuff is coming out and people are accepting that we're all surveilled, that our phones can surveil us, that our smart TVs can surveil us. They're they're accepting those things. They're accepting that, you know, certain citizens are under surveillance for no, for no reason. And so it's just one step away from the whole public understanding that they're doing more. You know, because they're getting away with that part, so then they're just going further. Because that's what these people do. They say, we're getting away with that, so we'll get away with this. Oh, we're touring yeah, the sky, nobody's doing anything about that, so so we'll just steal some money from them. You know, oh, we're getting away with that, so we'll just... Do... That's, that's why it's so evil and horrible. Because there's no checks and balances, there's no accountability. Yeah. Things need accountability. I agree I mean, with you. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what our founding fathers set up. They set up checks and balances. The president is checked by the uh, executive. The executive branch is, is checked by the legislative branch. Legislative branch is checked by the judicial branch. They all, you know, make sure that nobody's doing anything corrupt. But with, with a cup with, like, the 9-11 thing and, you know, these national security acts and the word national security and terrorism – all of the military industrial complex has no accountability and doesn't have to tell anybody shit about what it's doing. Right, because they it's, just say, yeah, Patriot Act or National Security, right? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I wonder, means. now this is a little bit far-fetched, but this is just the way I think. If, if there were such things as a founding father, if they really existed and the story's true, they were all known Masons, like they were all known occultists, did they have the ability to stare into the future and know something would eventually be wrong, but being that they were so old-fashioned, hmm. they didn't really know what they were looking at? Like, say George Washington had time travel and he could look into the future. He wouldn't know what the hell a fucking cell phone is or Google. <laughs> you know, maybe – and I think that – I That's think really that they had interesting. The, That's really they interesting. They had the ability to travel in time because, dude, 